0: <laughs> You're Oh, we, we just started the show and you did a press
1: record. No, we Dude, just that did was, five minutes. That was the best show we've ever done and it'll never hear the light of day. Oh, uh, you guys missed it. Can you hear the light of day? <laughs> I no, <don't> no. <laughs> yes, of course you can hear the light of day. All right, well. And it's pretty. Well, I, you know, uh, I That's the first time I've done that. I feel like we have literally, uh, we solved the world's uh, issues. Yeah. And uh, nobody will ever know because somebody forgot to click a button. I think that I I look at myself as a consummate audio professional. Um, and yet, you nope, I just failed so, so hard. So what you're saying is you have a blind spot i do have a blind spot (laughs) yes and it's the big red button that says record yes
0: hey look i'm looking at the screen right now and as i'm speaking Mm -hmm. there are lines on it that's a waveform so that means audio is being recorded onto the hard drive before i was speaking and it was totally black why didn't you stop me uh because you're the guy i'm like oh you you think that we
1: were in stealth mode or something yeah dark mode (laughs) you know i thought for sure you knew what you're doing (laughs) Uh well for 56 shows I did until 57 <laughs> and then the wheels came off. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for this uh, show Holman. maybe that's what it was cuz I don't know why that I love Johnny Lieberman so much but I've been following on his Instagram. I think,
0: awesome feed. I by think the you might
1: have No, I I think I found him through Instagram and then Maybe I saw him post uh, tag you or tag. I don't yeah, know. Probably but I found we, him. we've done some beard posts in the uh, in the past. That's probably what it was. And then I followed in his, his Instagram, and then I started watching more of his uh, shows on Motor Trend on a Man. And the guy is he's insanely sharp when it comes to automotive. Like he, oh, it's yeah, not absolutely. just it's not just trucks. It's super cars. But he's, he's witty and he's funny and, he's and entertaining and he's, yeah. and he's charming. He's a really special guy. Loves I, factoids. Like you see, some people have an Instagram that has like, uh, "Hey, look at this car." Cannot win trivia against him. Impossible. I don't think we could. Do you? Do you have trivia for no, him? No, I don't. I, I would, <laughs> honestly, I didn't even, I, I didn't prepare any because I thought he would just bust it all. Oh yeah. So Johnny Lieberman is coming in, and then we yep. also have um, your Ram. Uh, yeah, we we're going to talk
0: about a, a Ram review. Cause yes, we can finally talk about the drive impressions of the new 2019 Ram Heavy Duty. How
1: long have you been sitting on this info? Uh, three, four weeks. Three like or that. four weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we'll talk about that a little bit. We got a ton of. Uh, Emails, five, five star, star hotlines. hotline, yes, yep,
1: yep. Wow, we've been slacking. We haven't played five star hotline in a couple episodes. Been, been a couple episodes, yeah. Uh, by the way, we we do need to kind of recap on Lone Star. I think it was a really cool event. We totally lucked out on the weather, as yep. I think we probably said. Um, but both Lonnie and Todd Radar uh, were. It's so funny. I, we didn't ask Todd why he goes by Radar, why everyone calls him Radar. Don't you think that would be the first question we would I asked? normally do that. You know, I ask where names come from, and I totally space. So we'll have to do that next time we have on. So he's Todd Radar Hendricks. He was really accommodating, drove us around on his golf cart. That was, I thought it was a, a good show. I really enjoyed the fact that guys came out to meet us, family, with his wife, and the dude brought his kids. Like, there yeah. was a whole bunch of people that came that was out awesome. to B-52 Brewing afterwards, and it was really cool. Oh, man. I just Pause. I love sours. I know a lot of people love IPAs. And those I can't r- believe
0: how many beers they had on tap that are interesting.
1: Oh my lord! And if you're probably not going to be in Conroe, Texas, anytime soon, but you might be. But if you are, B fifty two Brewing, they gave us nothing. They gave us no money. They didn't give us a spot. They had so many sours, and I was just, I was in heaven. Probably. Welcome to Beer Talk, ladies and Yay. gentlemen. <laughs> well, on that note, we should probably uh, get ready
0: to start the show, but not before we thank our presenting sponsor Nissan, Nissan with the uh, five year, hundred thousand mile. Best warranty in the business for the uh, Titan and Titan XD. Absolutely, obviously,
1: you've got the uh, midsize Frontier. You got the NV line of uh, cargo vans. I was a huge fan of that slammed Titan on the way out. It was the last truck that we saw at LST, and there was something just classy about it. It was, was was, and it was old school but modern because it was
0: done in an old school like Chevy body dropped way. Yeah, but it was the new body style Titan, and it wasn't an XD. It was a regular Titan, so it had the shorty short bed. So we saw that lifted XD in the um, uh, American Force booth that looked really good. Oh, it was the one up top. Up top. right? And then, because you and I were joking, well, let's see how many Titans we can find. And we ended up finding a lifted one and a lowered one of the new body style. Which is awesome, but that body dropped one was super sick.
1: Yeah, it was just, I mean, you could do those, and some of them just kind of look like hack jobs, and he did a really nice job. Very, very well done. We couldn't find him. We looked around, it was like he was out drinking a beer or something. Who knows where the the owner was. Yeah, I think he found us on Instagram, because I think uh, we did a hashtag tag the owner, Yeah, and I think somebody tagged him in the post
0: that we put on there. I know the guy who has the uh, XD in the American Force booth found us, so that was pretty cool. We need
1: to talk to him at some point. That, yeah. was,
0: that thing was really clean. So we, we can get uh, get to those guys through social, but uh, you know what I noticed is because the Titan, the lowered one, the body dropped one, right? since it was body dropped, the bed floor
1: was raised up. Yeah, it was higher. I don't think you could fit a deck system in the back of that one. I bet you might be <laughs> able to because I there was still – he had uh, – I don't know it if it was, was still, 12 inches. Oh, You're right. It might right, – right on that It was border. right on the
0: cusp. Could you, how funny would it be is if you had a body drop truck And then a deck system on top. Was flush. It would be at the right height, though, right? I know. It would be flush. It would be
1: perfect. (laughs) If you guys need a storage solution for your truck, your van, your SUV, decked.com, and you'll wonder why they hadn't created it years ago, and you're like, well, thank God they did it now, because it's awesome. So uh, what do you say we start the show? I would like that. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck, because truck rides with Truck Show. We have the lifted, we have the lowered, and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel, and the ones that run on gasoline. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. Whoa, oh, oh. whoa. It's The Truck Show, with your host, Lightning Holman, you were almost louder than the music. Did you hear it there? I was trying to be. I wanted to see if I if you could hear me uh, in your headphones. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I heard you. You just cracked right on uh, through. I love it. Before we launch into this show, uh, a couple things. So on the way over here, I was talking to our friend Chase at Innovate Design Lab. You remember Chase? Yes. He does the renderings, the three-dimensional yep, renderings. the badass, crazy. He, yeah, and so these renderings are, they're motion renderings as well. He just doesn't do where you can flip it around 360, but the wheels turn, the suspension flexes, the whole thing. And I was talking to him about a project that I want to work with him on, and he explains to me, Mr. Holman, we talked to him like what? I don't know. Well, it was before SEMA because before we had SEMA? him. We
0: had him at SEMA, so
1: it was a few episodes before SEMA. So probably what uh, October of last year, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Since then, he's now running a twenty-four hour shift. He has that many renderings. Is that the you know, craziest it's funny?
0: thing? And we were asking if he was, you know, basically uh, overseeing a rendering farm because right. we were joking. He literally has a rendering farm now. Yes,
1: he does. Wow. So he's hired guys. He hired a, a modeler, a visualizer. So one guy just does. He just does shocks and wheels and really intricate parts that have never been – that don't exist in life. He's not taking them and redrawing them. If you say, like, I want this lift and I want this suspension kit to look like this, they will create it for you. So he hired these specific guys. It's kind of like The Simpsons. One guy does the characters. Another guy does furniture. Another guy does moving objects. Yeah. So he's got this team working for him now. And what was interesting, did you see the 2019 Silverado that was slammed with a body uh, kit? That's the one you placed
0: up on our uh, Instagram, at Truck Show Podcast. Because I was pretty blown away. I mean, yeah. were you not impressed? No, it was very cool. Okay, so it's smoking the rear Except tires. I never know when you're going to post, so I'm like, oh man, we haven't posted for a while. I'm going gonna, I'm
1: gonna to jump into it. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> the hell? Why would lightning post? He <laughs> didn't tell me about it. It's like I skipped right in front of the line, <laughs> yeah, right? right? It's like, where are you all day? And right at the front of the lunch line. Exactly. So um, I was talking to him about it. And I said, "So what, what's going to happen? Will someone actually build it? Uh, you know, will it come to life? Will I see this at SEMA?" And he goes, "Well, that's funny that you ask. Someone purchased the rights to build that truck, the exclusive oh. rights to build the truck." He so he designed it on his own, and then somebody liked it so much they're he going to build he it. He designed it not hmm. to sell it. He designed it because he for makes renderings, yeah. and someone called him up and said. I want to build this, and I'm going to take it to SEMA, and I'd prefer you to not sign an agreement, so he couldn't sell that design to anyone else. Do you think anybody will purchase the rights to the Truck Show Podcast and allow us to do something? (laughs) Not a chance in a million years. I just thought that was kind of a cool, like little tidbit. Holman, I can wait no longer, and since he is now in the studio, in the studio, in the the studio. No, this is not a uh, not a phone interview, Mister Johnny Lieberman. He he is all things to all vehicles. Welcome. (laughs) Hey, thanks. Good to be
0: here. We've only been talking about this. for like uh, what nine, ten months? It's ridiculous. I'm like, it's come, come on! I ridiculous. see it work. It's like, dude, are you coming on my podcast? It's,
2: you know, it's one of those things. I just, I'm
1: sort of allergic to Orange County. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> I have yeah. the same Aww. problem with LA. <laughs> I know. Oh wait, before we be get good. talk to you, hold on a second. We got to play your intro. Yo, the Drunk Show. <laughs> the hell is this a truck show interview you don't want to miss we talk to top dogs (gasps) in the industry how'd you blow up how'd you come to be who dis who dis truck show represent who dis we already said who this is. I know. <laughs> we already said that. That's why I had to play it. Yeah, I know. We'll see wow. either that or pull up a stool and I, I he come is... on.
0: That's way better than uh, Matt Farah's inter- uh, intro for you, right? They have an intro. <laughs>
1: exactly. We have
2: intros, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say <clears throat> uh, Matt's office is much closer to our office than, yeah. than this place. But well, I have been here before. So. Well,
0: if we lose the studio, we're actually going to be back up at the Elsa Segundo office at there some point. Go. So we may be rebuilding, and we'll be uh, in your neck of the woods I'll, again. I'll be. Well, that's not my neck of the woods either. But I'll be. I'll be. I'll be, I'll be more. <laughs> regular i have to go there what's your there? neck yeah, what, right? what's
1: your neck of the woods are you on the west side where, no where are i you? live up by pasadena a little town called glassell park just oh yeah that's south a cool of, spot south of glendale yeah it's all Wait right it's, it's all right. glassell park what you can't start calling it glassell park <laughs> glassell it's glassell park no i thought it was glassell but maybe glassell? it is i don't is know. it really yeah I, we yeah I, is that I, is that 626 up there no or is it 818
2: Neither. It's, I don't know what it is. It's all cell phones now. I'm a oh, it's cell three. phones. Got it. Yeah, two he one has three. a 213. You got it. Yeah. Oh,
1: you're Super old school. school. Dude, I... you're like Snoop and Dre. Yeah. Echo Park, eh? Oh. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we were talking about that, and I've got the old school Orange County. I've got 714. Oh, yeah. that is old school. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. Yeah. Although
1: That's... 714 used to be really cool when it was Newport Beach and Laguna and all that, yeah. but then it got kind of ghetto. Nine four nine, right? And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the 949 got you know. expensive. Do you remember the movie that came out? We were talking about this maybe this last weekend. We were in Lone Star Throwdown, and people who aren't familiar with Southern California and, and how this all gets started. you remember the, the movie Swingers? Of course. And you remember when John Favreau was in the bar, and he yeah. went up to the girl, and she asked for his number, or he tried to give her his number, and he started with 818, and she turned yeah, her back right, to him, right? right? That's when all this stuff started happening. Right, right, Like, right. sure- Well, there, no, it was
2: happening way before that.
1: But uh, it, there was but, a little he, bit of- But, he, but that's notoriety, right? He like, captured
2: it. But no, I mean, that we always call, you know, in uh, in New York, they call that the, the bridge and tunnel crowd. And and, and, <laughs> and, and, and here, here and it's crowd. the beach and valley crowd, right? Yeah, that's so, true.
1: So, or
0: the land of the dirt people. The land of the dirt people in the 909. 909, if I want to, but you know that, right? Right. So
1: but that movie really kind of resonated through the radio station that I was working at, K Rock in LA. Sure. And um and Kevin and Bean, who were the morning shows, didn't really know anything about they were from Arizona. And so they were in their own little bubble (laughs) and and they didn't really um understand the demarcation lines, right? For the different areas. And by the way,
0: if you've never been to Southern California, there are no demarcation lines. You literally Drive for two and a half hours through solid city, and so I always crack out, because most cities started in a central place, yeah, and then grew out. No, uh, well, so California started as like fifty cities that all yeah, grew together. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I know a little bit about this. If you go
2: back, actually, was there was downtown LA? Yeah, there was by, that, the, by a river. That was yeah, 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 that was kind of it, and yeah, that was two and, and three. But but it was funny, like Echo Park, where, where I lived when I got my two one three number. I moved there. <sighs> I want to say 2000. All right. Uh, was it rough
0: back then? Because they went through oh, some changes. dude, it was so rough. Yeah.
2: So it used to be so funny. People were like, you live in Echo Park? Like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Where do you live? Bonnie Bray. Like,
0: Bonnie Bray? Uh, yeah. What are you doing there? I, I buy my
2: heroin on Bonnie Bray. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the house, the red house. But but that was like, you would, you would live in downtown LA, then you get your summer house in Echo Park, yep. which is three miles away. Right. You know, or Mount Washington was 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 like luxury summer houses. And Mount
0: yeah. Washington uh, is like hoity-toity today. There's like the rich oh, yeah, people love yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, when I lived there, I used to live in Mount Washington too. It was uh, my wife and I called it a, the treehouse because uh, it was a, it was a one and a half bedroom thing that w- it had the the structural uh, fortitude of a tree house. It was terrible. But. but don't you
1: find like in LA, you get you pay far too much for for far too little. I mean,
2: y- yes, you can look at it that way, but then you also don't have to live in, say, Arizona. So there's that. So. Right. Yeah. yeah true. We're definitely
0: getting, like, I live five minutes from the ocean, right? Like, so. Yeah. For me, but you never
2: go to the ocean.
1: I
0: never. i just knowing, <laughs> knowing that it's close to the ocean. That means he's it. from
2: L.A. Because, right. because like, we it, don't go to the beach. Right. Exactly. Everyone from New
1: York, well, if I moved to L.A., I'd have to live by the ocean. Like, no. I'm no. in the ocean in 20 years. You know, <laughs> so it's funny though. You're two and three, so you're old school, and yeah. and like I was going back to the DJs who didn't really know anything about Southern California, yeah, yeah. and they we did this whole thing where we rated all of the. We started with you know with the nine four nine to three one zero at the top, and then three two three two and three uh-huh. seven one four all the way down to 716, 909, yeah. 951. 909 was the very very bottom. Of eight course, one eight was yeah. low down there. Yeah, but yeah, it all um, makes sense. To and me. then it became yeah. Valley of the Dirt people, and then it started like this huge thing in Southern California where. It ended up we have the mayor of Riverside call in because they were like, "This is not cool. You're going to drive our property values down." We're like, Probably "We're right. just too we're we're Yahoo yeah. DJs in yeah. LA," and they're right. like, "No, right. this when, is bad."
2: I love when politicians react like that. Like, when, remember the the, the Bo Rat thing, you know? And he was making fun of Romania and like, you know, they- right? <laughs> yeah. The the president of Romania got like mad at Borat. Rat. Well, like, yeah, here's what's funny: people don't get comedy.
0: You get the uh, that fault. <laughs> well, not anymore. Everybody's too sensitive for comedy. Right. Uh, if you look on the back of the brand new Jeep Gladiator. I think we talked about this in a previous episode, but along the uh, along the rail of the bed, there's the plastic cap. And it says heart four one nine and yes. four one nine. Going full circle is the area code for Toledo, Toledo plant, which yeah. is where the uh,
1: the Gladiator and
0: uh, JL are built,
1: which yep. I love. Now, and, and it's funny because every rapper has their area code on their neck now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> here's where I'm from. You've seen that. You know? Well,
0: the best though, because speaking
2: of great rappers, Ludacris had uh, he had that song Hose in in different area codes, which is one of the greatest <laughs> songs of all time. Yes, yeah, and I love my Luda yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's it's such. I, I'm not a. I like him in Fast and Furious. I'm a big fan of Fast and Furious, but he is that is such a brilliant. song. Song.
1: Yeah, he calls himself the abominable ho man among many other great <laughs> things. So, if you ever have the chance to meet him, um, actually his friends all call him Chris, and he is one of the nicest, most genuine guys ever. Really? Yes. No. Did My buddy Brad, I think you've met him. Yeah. He is. He books him for a lot of events whenever he has the opportunity. He books him because he's the easiest going guy, super down earth, wealthy. is, you know, he's, well, I hear, I hear, he's a, ton a real of car and... guy. He's like out of the, out of the. The like, first like, like thing he Paul, did. Paul Walker was like probably yeah. the, the biggest the, car guy on the right. show. Sure. But then he's number two. So. Yeah, the first thing he did with the Fast and Furious money is actually turn that into cars. Yeah, yeah. So quite a collection from what Wish, I understand. Which, yeah,
0: you know, there's a lot of people who have some amazing collections that's going to turn out to be a pretty good investment for them.
1: Yeah. yeah. Johnny, we've wanted you in here for 50-some-odd episodes. Nice. We've been good talking we about it. Yes, and finally. And I, but we were thinking about, like, <laughs> w- it's interesting. We're like, but we couldn't pinpoint the one reason other than you're awesome. <laughs>
0: and, like... and everybody seems to know you from, you know, you have a huge social following, obviously, uh, and then all the Motor Trend hosting videos. But before that, you were an automotive journalist. Mm-hmm. And before that, you were also an automotive journalist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. W- so where did you get your start? How do we know I, you today? I mean, look,
2: I, I've told this story. I'll, I'll, I'll try and give you the, the short version. Uh, I used to be a webmaster for a university here in Southern California. Which and, one? Which one? Uh, CalArts. Okay. Oh! Yeah. Wow, wow. Cool. Yeah. And I turned thirty, uh, and I'm sitting at my desk, and I I said to myself, like. And I remember I was so bored I couldn't even figure out a way to goof off because there's just nothing going on.
0: <laughs> and and I had you know I had by the way out. if I was a web designer I would be putting Easter eggs on every site I
1: worked on. No no, no, no. I want to say something you called <laughs> yeah. yourself a webmaster that term is now no longer cool. Probably I don't know not. the last yeah, time because yeah. I was a webmaster when I left the morning well, show. Well, You were a
0: master something else. I, yeah, <laughs> Are no you an accomplished fisherman? <laughs> <laughs> yes
3: I
1: am. Um, and and so. Yeah, I, I hark back to that time of webmastership. Yeah, and, and it was what, just are you it sure it's was, not webmasterhood uh, maybe so. <laughs> it, it was
2: sort, I felt I just long I, I used to live in New York and when I kind of came to LA, I got involved in the art world, and I was involved in an art gallery and I kind of want I but I was always had a thing with computers and I kind of wound up doing it but I didn't Want to be doing it anyway. Long story short, I was so bored I could not figure out a way to goof off, and I remember I turned thirty, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, if I don't do something now, I'm going to turn forty, and I'll still be in this yeah. little cube, and you know, blah, blah. Sure. Uh, actually, I had an office. But anyways, so um, there, there's they're still around. Uh, I kind of disavowed myself from the site now, but there was a website called The Truth About Cars, and I, I wrote a letter to the then editor in chief Robert Ferrago, and I said, listen. Uh, I'm i am a pretty good writer. I, I know a lot about cars. I want to write about cars and I really admire what you're doing. And he goes, Well, send me, you know, go find a car, review it, send me the thing. And I did. And he said, Well, what was the car that you reviewed? Uh, it was a Saab 93X, which is a WRX, or 92X, a yeah. WRX and drag. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Great. I'll book you some cars. And then I just started. And then it turned out. Probably the biggest break I got was uh, Davy Johnson, who uh, was now a car driver, but at the time was a deputy editor or whatever they called it of Jalopnik. Uh, I had met him years earlier. A friend of mine, she's like, I'm going on a date with this dude. He wants to go to Jumbo's Clown Room, <laughs> which oh, is a strip club The best strip Hollywood.
1: club the ever. The best strip club it. in the yeah. entire universe. Yeah. Bob's classy lady, though. Kind of close second or third, <laughs> no, right? No, no, no. Jumbo's is the greatest. Anyways, yeah, is, it is it
0: better than the body shop on a Tuesday morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so
2: so she goes, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting this dude for a, a blind date at Jumbo's. I, I, I want you to come along. He's going to bring a friend, too. Anyway, so we get there. I want to smoking cigarettes and talking to Davey outside about cars for four hours straight. We literally talked about nothing else. Just, you know, it was crazy. And then, uh, so after, like, I, I think the third thing I ever wrote for Tac Truth About Cars, he goes, uh, hey, Jalopnik, blah, blah. And then Mike Spinelli was the editor-in-chief. And Mike said, yeah, man, write for us. And then it, I always described Jalopnik then as, um, like, the Velvet Underground. Like, not a lot of people read us, but yeah. everybody did, who did, is now a working...
0: Uh, it, it was car sort of a, uh, a I don't know a, it was a, a farm club for yeah right yeah but I mean Jalopnik was different because it was, it was like no bs it was you know it was you know you kind of cut your teeth there being opinionated and sort of got known for having strong opinions and not yeah. be, not holding back right R-
2: yeah I mean wait, but it was never about that we were just like it was just we were gonna do a brand of car journalism that just wasn't done sure. you know and and what was great was spinelli. To his eternal credit, shielded us from Gawker. So Gawker yeah. had there; they wanted to be, you know, salacious and controversial. Spinelli wanted nothing to do with that. So all that that kind of downward pressure to like hurt people and be mean and cruel, yeah. we had none of that. So it was just kind of like me and Davy having that conversation we had at the strip club, just about cars, with a uh, bigger audience. Yeah, and it was great. And then Spinelli left, and it was miserable. It was like yeah. the, it was the, the worst thing in the whole world. It's did the, it? Did it then become Gawker? The pressure yeah, it was on. Worse than Gawker, they were like, "We're going to out Gawker, Gawker." It was just awful.
0: I, I, it was. It'll be. I'll, I'll be in the book day. It, it almost day. felt like gratuitous, right? Like it. It the 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 depth of the so I I would say like automotive and I read back then yeah I feel like the automotive reviews were like really in depth, really truthful, really no. Uh, punches pulled but also giving props where they deserved it yeah, yeah. And, and and kind of talking from like a common man perspective not a like lock yourself in the uh, reading room drinking brandy with your pinky up as a lot of the journalism you know was, was toward the end of the yeah. 90s and the early 2000s where the old guard was still around and kind of had tight control over what was being put out and the way and Jalopnik sort of broke that mold
2: yeah and 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 you know the the thing that I always tell people is uh the original motto or mission statement or whatever for Jalopnik it was it was it was like Jalopnik loves cars. Uh you know, big cars, little cars, black cars, whatever it was, white cars, all kinds of cars. We love cars. And that was always what it was. It was just it was about the love of cars. It wasn't about ripping cars apart or being mean or being cruel. It just was never entered our mind. Would we be funny? Sure, you know, but like it was just wasn't about that. And then once Spinelli left, it became like just this gawker property, and it was like, let's insult people, let's make fun of their haircuts, let's, you know, and there was always a little bit of pressure to do that, but but Spanley shielded me from it, and so once he left, I was there for another two months, and I, I quit, uh, and I wound up at Autoblog, and that was great, that was actually probably the best, uh, let's say, on-the-job training I got, because Jalobnik was great, I had a lot of freedom, but with a lot of freedom, you develop bad habits, sure. right? And autoblog blog was, especially when we covered auto shows, they're like, right, you are going to write 12 posts a day. <laughs> now, <laughs> if you're from the magazine world, maybe you have two things you do
0: a month, right? Maybe. Yeah, if you're doing long form.
2: Yeah. And so this well, was-
0: You say magazine world, so just so our listeners are clear- this was at a time where websites were becoming more and more important. And so you had short form content going on the website for daily consumption and you had longer form that would go in these print things called magazines. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but even, but even it was just like, the the web was all about volume. It was all about bite size and volume. And for a guy who writes long form, that is just, you can't wrap your head around it.
2: But it was also, no one had the, like, this was, you are going to uh, write 12, write and publish 12 posts in one day
0: is insane by the which way
2: which is insane but we we did it without question and it was we had this it was this wonderful team uh and, and i don't think anyone's there anymore but anyways we had this wonderful team it, it, it was like it wasn't a competition but it sort of has of the day was like, how many did you do today 11 yeah. dude i did 12 yeah and we had the photographer drew phillips who's still working great photographer and he would just take pictures of everything on an auto sh- i mean imagine that Literally, you'd get every single new car at the auto show. Oh, and
0: it's crazy. I mean, you'll go around the auto show now, and like somebody will say, Hey, did you get a picture of like these two things that the way the fender gap is, or yeah, the yeah. way a headlight goes in the fence? And you're like, Oh, no. I mean, there's literally people there who will shoot 400 pictures of one car, right. and somewhere in that is that one stupid thing that you need clarification on, or you need to illustrate your story. And you've got a
1: story right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But so for me, it was it was just like the, that that cadence and being able to like really work under pressure was it, it was just it was, it was like a great growth period. It, it was good. It was good. Now there was a lot of problems with Autoblog, you know. And anyway, so long story short, uh, one of the stories I wrote for Autoblog was uh, Motor Trend is relaunching uh, Motor Trend Classic, mm-hmm. and so this would have been <laughs> like around two thousand nine, something like that. So, and I remember. Um, my buddy had a uh, it's, it's a thing called a Tatra, the 1941 Tatra T87. Yes. This rear engine, you know, uh, air cooled V8 Strangio Czech car. And by the uh, way, all Czech cars are Strangio. Yeah, but this one's Strangio. <laughs> it, 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 right. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's super cool. Anyway, my, my buddy Paul had one, and I said, hey, I want to I want to write about this. And I remember, uh Autoblog was like, well, who who would want to read that? Because they were just about chasing numbers, yeah. right? There was really there wasn't a lot of creativity it wasn't their focus. Yeah, it was know? a word word right. The word factory. It, it was just, a, it, they had massive traffic. It, yeah. was, it was back in the day. It was crazy oh, yeah. what they were doing. And anyway, so they just, yeah, they weren't interested. And I remember I just, I'd met Angus and I just dropped him a
0: line. Angus McKenzie, and, who uh, you'll know from MotorTrain.
2: Yeah, he was the editor at the time, He's the editor-in-chief of Motor Trend. And I said, hey, I heard about MotorTrain Classic. My buddy has a 1941 Tatra T87. I'd like to write about it. And he just wrote back like, oh, that's fantastic. Please just do it. And I was like, great. And then I, I spent more time writing that one article than anything I've ever done in my life. And I remember he wrote back and said something to the effect of, like, oh, that was very professional. You want to have lunch sometime. And a few months later, I was a senior editor at Motor Trend. So that's basically how I got here. Now, in between, I wrote for about 10 other sites. I, 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 did, I did 39 races as a, as a judge for 24 Hours of Lemons. Uh, whole By the whole way, I've always wanted happened. to do that. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. Oh. So fun. So, a lot of stuff happened, but that's basically how I got here.
1: Looking back at, at those, because Autoblog still exists, Jalopnik still exists. Mm-hmm. What's your. Uh, could, motor could, Trend could, also most still exists. <laughs> <yeah>, obviously, Motor <laughs> Trend still exists. But I wasn't. <laughs> by, by the way, before you get too far down,
0: can I just. I had an idea for the 24 hour of lemons yeah, yeah, that yeah. I always wanted to do, but truck centric. Sure. I wanted to call it the Haha ha 1000, and it's like a thousand laps of trucks. I mean, do it. Would I mean, that be badass or yes. what? Here's yes. the
2: thing: well, there's lots of great ideas. Like I wanted my, my buddy Phil, who is my co judge, uh, Marilyn Martin, if people know him as. We want for years. We wanted to do the twelve hours of Sebring's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can think of <laughs> yes <yeah, there's
2: laughs> Sebring's, but you can yeah. think of great ideas. It's executing it, Ex- yeah. and that's okay. why the twenty four hour lemonism is amazing because somebody Jay, executed. Jay thought it up, yep. as he says, over uh, you know beer and bad Chinese food, <laughs> and then actually
0: did it. Yeah,
2: that's Good the for crazy him. part.
1: But yeah, ha one thousand, just do it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you know, I, I wasn't going to bring up Motor Train because it's still there and we work yeah. from it. It's, it's a great company, and but like looking back at, at Jalopnik and how it's changed, and maybe Autoblog, but to a lesser extent, are you happy with how those have gone? Like you, like, no. I mean, look, look
2: I, 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 I look, I, and everyone, I, I, I don't want to on anybody too much, but Jalopnik has kind of become like the. I don't know the the bright bar they just chase controversy you know it's it's not it's It's not, a powerhouse though. Yes yeah, look they're, they're doing great I I hope they all cash cash checks and can live with themselves <laughs> and look at <laughs> themselves in here.
0: But um you know an AutoBlog I don't know what happened to AutoBlog it's gotten a little strange. I I I know they, what happened to AutoBlog. They kept they changed their site design like four different times <laughs> and I can't find anything that I <laughs> right. wanted before well, it was so yeah, easy. Yeah yeah yeah. No it, it was, su- it was it
2: such a it was such a it was such a monster at the time. It was. It was. Again, there was a lot of things I didn't like about it, but at the same time, I respected what we were doing and just like the 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 kind of juggernaut. It was an
0: online property that rivaled the legacy print yeah. magazine, yeah. essentially, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: Now, again, Jalopnik. Like I look back at that, we had about a I don't know two years where I thought it was it was really good, and it it breaks my heart to see what they've become. And now the people are going to call me old, and they're going to call me whatever, insult me. Fine. Uh, I really liked when Davey and I were just writing crazy posts like Faf versus Dad or Daft versus Faaf. Excuse me, jeez, <laughs> Daft versus Faf. stuff like that, which people said, like, why are you doing this? And and um, I don't know. It, it, it just it changed in a way that I thought was unfortunate. And I think there's there's a lot of smaller sites now. Um, not that I have time to read sites, but there are are guys doing cool things that are reminiscent of what we're up to. But it was it was a punk rock car site, and that was cool. Yeah. You, it felt very punk rock. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was three old punk rockers, uh, Well, four if you count Riley Martin, uh, who was more of a noise musician, but still, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. And uh, he had the
0: tambourine and was over there yeah. in the, or the cowbell. Well, cowbell.
2: actually, it was it was one uh, uh, heavy metal dude, two punk rockers, and and, and a noise artist. And so they anyways, all, and they all yeah. walked into yeah. a bar. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. yeah. said you're punk
1: rock. What kind of music are you into?
0: Uh, I, mean, I mean, I mean punk
1: rock, but like what bands? Like Bad Religion uh, or something like that, or no, I mean, or older school? No
0: effects uh, or no.
1: Nah, I, I know those guys. No, I,
2: I'm. Uh, let's see, ba- punk rock bands I like. Uh, my favorite band is uh, No Means No, Canadian band. Uh, Founded 1979, just broke up like two years ago. No one's ever heard of them. No, I mean that's why they broke up. Massive band in (laughs) Canada. They need some income. No, 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 no. Massive band in Europe. They were like
1: headline. Canada doesn't count because you have to play eight. What is it? 18 percent or 20 percent of all the music on the radio has to be Canadian up in Canada. So they have to support their acts. But a lot of bad bands stay on the radio (laughs) because there's a minimum quota. Fair enough, but you know, No Means No was a huge band. You know,
2: they headlined festivals in Europe. It's Wonderful No band. Means No?
1: No Means No. Okay. Yeah, that's my favorite
2: band. Uh, I don't know, Minutemen. Ooh, I uh, love the Minutemen. Killdozer. Uh, yeah, old, like, kind of bands with, uh, you know, their, their pants maybe didn't fit so well, but they were <laughs> great musicians and they had a good sense of humor. So that's kind of what I like. I'm sorry, just I
1: took it totally like, no, sideways. No, I, mean, I, I was curious. I, I
0: yeah. mean, I thinking like my, you know, what I liked in high school like Pennywise and Nanny Flag. And,
2: I, I you know, my, my band in high school, we played with Pennywise. Nice. I, yeah, I totally remember those. And days. you were in a band. I was in a lot
1: of bands. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. What do you play? Bass. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So
0: uh, Jay claims to. Uh, excuse me. Lightning claims to know <laughs> the uh, know the drums. Uh-huh. Uh, not
1: not so much. I would never claim to be good enough to be in a band. I could Tony. only
0: do a cowbell, so I'm the noise musician of the room. <laughs> now we need a guitarist and a lead singer. Right? Really good. Yeah. No, I've been playing bass uh, since I was
1: thirteen or fourteen. Nice. Yeah, still play. Uh, not not nearly enough. When's the last time you get up on stage? Anytime in Hollywood, like at the oh. Echo Plex or anything like that. Well, yeah. by the way, this is a really California pompous show. So yeah, far. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I mean, like, we get we get hate every once in a while because they say that we're too. Uh, what do you California too? pompous? I, I, we're California Is pompous? it time for us to apologize? Uh, oh yeah, I guess we should apologize in advance. We are deeply sorry. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We're sorry. We're uh, sorry. Yeah, a little pompous so, here. Sorry.
2: Um, I mean, <laughs> Echo Plex is a little maybe after my time, uh, but like I've you know, played Spaceland. and uh, that's a red venue. Yeah. I mean, my, my in college, like we used to play Gilman Street. We talk about punk rock. You oh know. yeah, yeah. So in fact, uh, there's a, um, a book, uh, 924 Gilman Street, I believe is the title of the book, and, and my old band, our singer, uh, has a chapter in there. Oh, funny. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was, it was so funny, too, because at the time in the 90s, late 90s, when we were playing there, um, I, I felt like we were very new and cutting edge. And you read the book, it's like back in the day, Adjective <laughs> Noun, that was the name of the band. Adjective Noun.
1: Didn't, didn't Green Day, didn't shows? Billy yeah, Joe yeah, yeah. just do a whole thing about Gilman Street? Yeah, was he it did. A, yeah, was yeah, it yeah. a documentary? Or what? Yeah. I can't, I'm trying to. Well, when, I,
2: when we were playing there, Gil, uh, Green Day was banned for selling out. Uh, it's in yeah. Berkeley, Berkeley, California. Very political place. Very political place. Yes. Very political place. Yes. But we we would play there, and and uh, my great claim to fame, I think, is that we showed up one time and somebody had spray painted the name of our band on the st- like behind the stage. <laughs> Wasn't us. Everyone thought it was us. Wasn't us. But Dude. huge letters, adjective noun, as big as the whole stage could get. So, yeah, that's super cool. It was oh, very cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, cool. yeah. So yeah. So I'm, I'm the uh, only, probably the only person that's ever played Gilman Street and written for Motor Trend. Although, Car Driver has a dude who was the guitar player in the Necros, so. Oh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah right. Wendler, who played for the Necros, a Detroit hardcore
1: band. And they used to tour with, like, Megadeth and Metallica and all that. Oh, my so. God, Megadeth. Yeah, dude, yeah. I remember Megadeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, because uh, so many automotive journalists have, like, these alternate lives we yeah. don't know about. Oh, I have so you many know? alternate lives. Yeah. So many <laughs> alternate lives.
2: Yeah. I used to own an art
0: gallery. I mean, go on. Yeah,
2: I, I I was
0: in law enforcement.
2: That's kind of weird. were you? Yeah, I are
0: from the police department and went to the police academy. And no all kidding. Yeah, I did. Oh, I had no idea. And uh, yeah, so my my degree is in criminal justice. Not be wow. ju- like, okay. oh, you've been doing this for a long time, twenty years. Yeah. So what's your degree in uh, journalism? Nope. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yep. you'll never guess. Mine. But I wrote a mean report back in the day. Let me tell you. <laughs>
2: my I went to school. I, 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 I if I even said what my major actually was it would make no sense. But long story short, it was like. Uh, 20th century uh, philosophy and comparative religion. (laughs) Why? I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, if you want to be an auto journalist, the best thing you can major in is comparative religion because, you know, at the end of the day, Ford versus Chevy.
0: Yeah, right. You learn how to debate. You know,
2: Protestants versus Catholics.
1: It's the same thing, you know. (laughs) Let's talk trucks for a minute. Trucks. Can we talk trucks or we can talk? We're going to continue to, yeah, talk, about talk, to all, 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 talk about all all whatever. we are talk about
0: whatever. Here. But to... Here's a picture of me in my uniform. Right <laughs>
1: no. I've never Wait, seen that. You, you, seen that you can't anymore? show pictures on the radio, but that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow.
0: That was me working the front desk. I've never wow. seen you so thin. I know. Wow. It was, it that was chin. several several lifetimes ago. So I know. You're like
2: me. You actually have a strong chin. Uh, so,
0: so uh, you know, Johnny and I always joke that we're bearded brothers and we pass each other in the hall. And Johnny, so I don't know if you saw my post I put on Instagram yesterday. Yeah. So we were at this MPM, uh, MPG, Motor Press Guild <coughs> Awards there the other night, and so,
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, Johnny got an award there. I oh, did Oh, did you really? It. Well, wait, wait, what, and what and award? Because we sour did, about that. We did not get any award, and they refused to even acknowledge our category. <laughs> yeah, did you hear strange. that story, by I, the way? I, uh,
2: yeah, trust me. Trust me. I
1: heard a lot about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude.
2: Yeah. Uh, I won best, and not, not for Little... best writing. I, I'm nope. a writer for, not for best video. But for best Instagram feed, yes, you know, best, best social media Instagram feed. So we yeah. congratulations. We oh, took a picture you. of Show each other right and
0: and I said, uh, "John at Johnny Lieberman will always, uh, you know, grow a better beard than me, but I like him anyway." And uh, it <laughs> seems like every time Johnny's taking a picture with me, it's never when my beard has been big. It's like right after I go yeah, to yeah, some yeah. new barber and they just hack the crap out of right. it, and then he's like, "Here, this is my uh, bearded brother Sean." Blah blah blah. And They're like, "That guy's beard sucks," and I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> you should have taken it yesterday." but, um, but it's funny because everyone
2: once in a while I'll put a picture up of me before I had a, a beard. and yeah. everyone's like oh I was assumed you had no chin <laughs> it's like no I just like having a beard. Yeah, yeah well I think I don't have a chin anymore because of uh, you know <laughs> right. the extra
1: I'm afraid to look yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. so best Instagram feed well best social media Kat. best but social yeah, was media for my Instagram yeah, and your yeah. Instagram is your handle it's at Johnny Lieberman Okay, yeah. and 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 why do you th- suppose you won? I mean, not certainly not an insult, but I mean, like it's, like, it's awesome. We have to it's we, awesome. we have to ah! explain it to people who, who are now just discovering you.
0: Okay. Well, how about perfect example, we're in the vault at the Petersons, the Peterson Automotive Museum, and there's a like little tidbit about a certain Nissan race car that has another brand's taillights on it. And so, you know, Johnny instantly puts that up there and has, you know, 500 people guessing what what manufacturer supplied those taillights to that one-off, homodulated car, right? And Fiat. Fiat, on a Nissan. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like those crazy. types of things. So there's always like little things. It's not just, hey, here's a cool car, but there's always like a little factoid or something. I love his feed. It's cool.
2: Yeah, I, I, I made a decision. You know, it's funny. When I when I first started out, it, it was interesting. Uh, we started the uh, Motor Trend, the Motor Trend Instagram feed, and I was I, I was doing that. Me and Ed Lowe, uh, other people helped out too, but I think it was mostly us. And I was really being serious about that. And then my own personal Instagram feed was just sort of like pictures of my dog, a picture of whatever. You know, here's a beer I'm drinking. Here's my wife. It wasn't really car-centric. And then we had a meeting where it was like, hey, Putz's, uh, like, Freiberger has a lot of followers. You yeah. guys don't. And that's valuable to us. Like, get more followers. <laughs> and then I have a, a good buddy, uh, Chris Singh, who on Instagram is Lamborghini KS. 750,000 followers, private account, which is crazy. Let's have him on. You should have him <laughs> on. Good luck getting him to Santa Ana, but you should have him on. <laughs> no, wait, He's not about? the
1: jeweler, is he? No, 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 no. no Chris, no, 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 no. Chris no. Singh?
2: He's a, just a car dude. He's, he's got some money, he buys a lot of really cool cars, but he's, he's a great guy. Anyways, I was like, you know, what's your secret? And he's like, I just talk about cars, I don't talk about anything else. Just cars. Now, he also owns, like, Paganis and Koenigseggs. Yeah, which is a very unfair advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but I can drive that kind of stuff. Yeah. So then I really kind of, like, battened down. I started, like, only cars. And then I think maybe what, I don't know, what differentiates mine a little bit is I'll do analysis. So um, I did this thing, like, Cadillac released this new thing called a CT, or I don't know it's called, XT6. It's, like, a midsize SUV
0: or kind of a medium-large SUV. And it's kind of just not great looking. It's not great looking, and it has the exact same interior as the X-T5. Yeah. Like, they didn't even try to make it different.
2: And and so I just did a post uh, without really pre-planning at all. I was like, ah, you know, I'm a little worried about Cadillac because, boy, this, I think, is a big miss. Uh, Which blah, is what blah, we blah. were all
0: thinking, by the way. He said it in his feed.
2: Yeah, and I think this is a big miss by them. And then, hey, by the way, look at all these killer concepts they've done over the last two decades. And I just spent a Sunday just sitting there watching football and writing uh, little... You know, a couple paragraphs about the, you know, the the Mirage concept or El Mirage, what it was called, um, you know, the all the way back to the 16. And I think stuff like that. You know, so I'll put a little, maybe a little bit more thought. Um, should I be writing that up for Motor Trend? That's a larger conversation.
1: <laughs> but, but no one's told me not to do what I'm doing. So. And these posts are generally 500 words long, longer, 1,500 words. So these are big, no, long posts. No, not quite 15, but okay. I'd say 250 to 500. It's the yeah. opposite of dudes who just do memes. You know? uh, yeah, I don't yeah. do
2: any of that. No, ins- there will be no inspirational quotes.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, look, I'll still, I'll still do, like,
2: you know, a very short post here, but I think, I think maybe what people seem to like is when I do a little bit of analysis because you don't get that on Instagram. It's pretty, here's a photo, here's one sentence, here's an emoji, and scroll on to the next one.
1: Of the trucks that mm. you have uh, analyzed, yeah. oh, switching to trucks, <laughs> yes. best and worst,
2: uh, I don't know about worse. That's that's always someone will get mad at me. if I, if I go Most for worse.
0: interesting,
1: yeah, oh, most interesting.
0: Well, and this could be of all time. It doesn't have to be a current one. Yeah, it could be well, something but new. But
1: best, I mean, you know, it, we always go back to like the Ridgeline because it's not really it. Well, it is a truck, but we're not like we have this inner debate yeah, about so we, the Ridgeline a
0: lot. We had a debate with Freiberger of what makes uh, a truck. Oh, right. And so, yeah, yeah. so Freiberger was like devil's advocate. And right. so we had like, these are our ground rules. And he's like, well, what about this and this? You're like, damn it. All right. These are our ground rules. How about this one? And you just, you can't win. Right. So right. we, I think we settled on three basic points. Okay. And I know this is going to piss off the unibody truck crowd, but for us, pickup truck, oh, Frame. wait, is there a unibody truck crowd? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. There's the there, old fours there there's the Ridgeline, there's yeah. the Brat. Yeah, but yeah. so it's, at least has a cargo area separate from the cab. Yeah. So that's number 1. Yeah. To me it has to have the ability of being four-wheel drive, which means that, you know, a longitudinal uh yeah, drivetrain yeah. layout. It can't be a El Camino or Ranchero. Those are those are, you know, car mullets or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, party up front, business in the back. Yep. And um and what no, was The other one? way around, isn't it? Uh, you know, business
1: p- in the front, party in the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah Party yeah, right. the rear. Party yeah, part, part, yeah. part
0: the rear. So we kind of had this these ideas of like you if it doesn't match these this it's not a truck and right. we sort of roll with that and then he challenged us so uh, i'm not here to challenge you but I, I but back back to lightning's question i
2: mean it, it's funny you know best truck you know, we we both have driven the Ram. I don't yep. think we're allowed to talk about it. Uh, for, no, no, no. On oh, this you episode. Are. Oh, we you can. Are. Embargo yes, breaks are. You're in two days. Yeah. And we're, okay. So we're
0: going to talk about it in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So maybe we should talk I, about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that 3,500 max tow, 1,000 pound feet of torque, that's a hell of a thing. Yeah. But, you know, I remember two years ago when the F350 uh, came out. Yep. Boy, that was, that a, was hell a hell of a thing, thing, too. Yeah. yeah so, the, like trucks of that caliber, I would say the Ram
0: probably. Probably does for best me, it. And, and we'll talk about this in our uh, in our truck review segment. But yeah. I, I because you're here and you've yeah, driven yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So for me, this is sort of how the the field lays out now. Is yeah. you have the Super Duty, yeah, and Ford is like, oh crap, the competition just got really good. <laughs> yeah, um, I think there's some disadvantages uh, to the aluminum body, mm-hmm. um, also some advantages. Mm-hmm. But I think their six seven drivetrain is strong, but their it's gas offerings good. aren't, which they just announced the 7.3. which we should which talk is, about. Yeah, yeah, we should yeah, talk yeah. about that. Then GM came in and they're and they're not playing the torque wars with everybody. They've got the same output on the L5P in the 2020, which is
2: so weird because they totally play the horsepower wars right.
0: and they play and the towing wars. yeah right? yeah, right yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the gassers are 17,500 and right. the Diesels are now up to 35 5, five. I think, right yeah 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 okay. so but they have the 10 speed 10l 1000 trans. Right. So now they don't necessarily have to play the power War because they got a transmission that can always be in the power band.
2: But here's the thing, you do, because psychographically- <laughs> Yeah, I, I got it, yes. I want four digits yes. of I, torque. I, I hear you. you know, it's so, like, I have a thousand, what do you have, nine? So here's the RAM. By the way, that's our that's our new band
0: name, Four Digits so, of Torque. Uh, four Digits of Torque, that's right. Um, so here's the deal, the yeah. RAM comes out, right? Yeah. And the RAM is, we've talked about it before, the 1500 got all this development money, yeah. and they made the new cab, yeah. and an all new chassis, yeah. but the new heavy duties look like the old trucks. But the reality is it's an all new truck, all new chassis, high strength steel. Even though the body panels may look the same, lots of differences. It's got the 1500 interior. The standard output engine isn't. It, it feels great. It's it's fine, but it's not playing in the in the thousand. So people don't realize there's a big step up from what you get in every Ram heavy duty versus what you get when you do the max tow package. So that's number one. So not everybody's going to get the max tow because not everybody's going to have a dually, although Ram is talking about maybe a single rear wheel with the max tow. But, I know, but where Ram, this is to me at 35,100 pounds, Yeah, this is where Ram shines. When the F450 came out and came to that 30,000 pound tow rating, you would hook it up and you were literally like an inch off the bump stops with the tongue weight. Right. And it rode awful. And you could feel there's no suspension driving. You just feel the trailer and the jounces on on, over the axle just doing that. With the Ram, you get the air suspension, it pumps it back up to ride height, and you have total freaking comfort. And that yeah. thing driving is amazing. It, it was load. pretty
2: shocking. So we, we towed. I mean, I, I didn't tow... I don't have a C D L, so I didn't tow the thirty five thousand. But we towed like a seventeen thousand five hundred pound yep. trailer up and down the Grapevine, yep. Which is uh, again back to Southern California, pretty dang serious yes. as far as towing goes. It's not, it's not the the Davis Dam, but it's, it's long
0: and it's what's the yeah. grade? Do we do we recall? Is it six percent? Yeah, something like it's, that. It's yeah.
2: up and down, but we, I mean, again, we were going, you know, got on the freeway, fifty flat, fifty miles an hour, got it up to sixty five, and like that was impressive because it was not just. It
0: eventually got there. It got there pretty quick. It was good. It was really good. And the other thing is the tuning of the engine is so it feels like the Cummins has a longer power band than it used to, where before you run out of like it felt between like fifth and sixth, six was too tall. And fifth, you were just up against either fourth or fifth. Ah, But you you couldn't shift into that. that. There's no not in the new one. The Hmm. new one is awesome. And adaptive cruise control and a smart Exhaust brake yeah, all works together. Exhaust brake was
2: very impressive. Very good. Yeah. Cool. The other thing though, we did what we we call it a, uh, when we do our truck of the year test, and we call it the frustration test. But I actually did getting I made, we made a U turn. I got back on the freeway. I got stuck behind a motorhome that was like going 25, <laughs> and I looked open lane. I was like, all right, screw it. And I pulled out and just from 25 miles an hour uphill back up towards Nailed it. Park. Floored it, and yeah, I mean the truck was struggling because you're asking yeah. at that point a lot you know, of work, a lot of weight, but it got up to 65 miles an hour like within a mile. It yeah. was imp- it was impressive, and I've never felt I tr- I don't tow a ton, but I do tow, and that was impressive. And then I'll tell you another my favorite story. We had a um a uh, the red one, which I believe the, the card said it was 850 pound feet of torque. Now yeah. Various RAM people said no, no. Anything that was a dually there was a thousand. Yeah, but yeah. the
0: car did say eight. That was the one, the one with the black yes. big text trailer yes. on the back. Right. I think that one was sixteen five, or was that the? That 70? it was
2: sixteen five was yeah. what the trailer weighed. Yep. Anyways, so we're we're start towing the thing, and it's that one rode a lot differently than the other one. It actually, yeah. I would say, it didn't ride that well with that. And so I'm like, both of us, both of the guys in the car, were like, oh, I bet you that's empty. Yeah. So I'm towing. I towed it back to Westlake.
1: Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I, I just wanted to get out of there at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. I was That's like, a, it's so, a considerable distance. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was
2: from Gorman to Westlake. And then, of course, I, I, I missed the turnoff on the, the split on the 5 to the 4. Was, uh, of course you did. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> Thursday afternoon. Friday, Friday afternoon traffic. traffic yeah, LA. coming from Gorman. Okay. By the it way, was raining that day, too. Raining. And freaking cold. And cold. And yeah. I'm towing this trailer, and I'm saying to myself, it's so easy. This is obviously empty. This thing, I'm probably towing like four to 6,000 pounds. And I get back there and they're like, no, that's a sixteen thousand five hundred and eighty yeah. pound trailer you towed. I was like, there's get no get out of way. here. Get out of here. Yeah. Really?
0: That's a major thing dude. to haul. Right? And that was a that was a one-ton towing ten years ago, right? I mean oh, yeah. now now that's a three-quarter ton gasser tow rating. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. And and the thing about the RAM is it's such a solid truck. There's no squeaks, there's no rattles. Everything's screwed together so well that um, you know, you get to some vehicles with the trailer and you can hear the hitch banging, yeah. right. and you feel that through the frame. Yeah. Uh, the RAM is so isolated. I mean, you almost have to remind yourself there's a trailer. It feels so good. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. Kinda now, strange. if they had
1: that GM feature with the, with the camera... A uh, system where you can look through your your trailer. Yeah,
0: Ford does that too. Ford has that. Too. Yeah, Ford has you, that too. you just
1: put a remote camera in. Is that the one I'm thinking? Yeah. Is it? Ford's it's the,
0: the it? GM. It's the. You're thinking of the GM one, the invisible trailer. The invisible trailer. Yeah, yeah. They don't if call you, it that now. They changed the name of it, but um, it's like see-through trailer or something. Whatever GM GM's on the 2020 heavy duties, and we were talking to Jacqueline, who's the chief engineer of the 2020, and she was saying, you know, because we we're talking about how do you define the outline of your trailer when you stitch the three images together. And she says we had a huge debate internally about that because we didn't want the lines to be so faint that you forgot you had a trailer, right? And it's but, but that could totally the, happen.
1: The, the trucks pull so. What's what I was thinking is yeah. what if the Ram had that feature and you could forget there was a trailer back there almost. You you you, you, you could.
2: very well could, especially especially the 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 we had this gray one. We actually I took it back. We tested the whole thing. By the way, <clears throat> that gray one that 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 we drove. What do you think that thing weighed?
0: Uh, let's see. Was that the, ah. was a granite, the granite crystal? Yeah. Yeah. limited. This is a, wait, is that a 3500? It was a 3500 no? 3, Dually, Dually, but it wasn't a mega cab. It was a It was crew. not
1: a mega cab. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it had,
2: it had the gooseneck in it. Yes. But, uh, I, but I did take out like the, the, the hitch and some other stuff when I weighed it. So my guess is that that was 8,200 pounds. Do you want to guess? Uh. Full tanky guess. or decent. I'm going with
1: 82 still. 82? Okay. I'll say 8750. 9,000. No way. Whoa. It was
0: above nine? Yeah. No wonder it towed so well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you get into an F 150. We talked about this on the show yeah. before. And F 150, great truck. There's a lot of you driving it. I get it. Everybody, yep. big, big Ford fans. Yep. Great, great truck. Yep. Especially empty, commuting, great. Yeah. EcoBoost, awesome. Five liter, great, whatever. The problem with the F 150 is that they said, oh, we lightweighted it by 500 to 750 pounds and we gave that back to you in towing. So there's F 150s out there that have an over 12,000, I think 13,000 pound tow rating. The problem is, I would never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever tow that much because the F 150 is so light at 52, 5,400 pounds that those trailer weights push the, the yeah, F 150 around. The car. Yeah. You can feel it. It's a different. If you go between a Ram, a Chevy, and a Ford yeah, yeah. with a trailer over 10,000 pounds, you can literally feel the difference between the trucks and that light weighting that helps the Ford you know handle so well and accelerate so well and all those things. It's it's To me, it's a detriment to the towing ability right. of the F-150. What about the braking
1: as well on, a for, on an you know, the, F-150? No, the
0: braking's great. The, oh, it is. The, the problem is the truck is just so light that the trailer acts on the tow vehicle, right. and so that level of confidence that is there doesn't exist at the same level in a Chevy or a Ram because they weigh a little bit more, and I'm that no, makes a difference.
2: I'm no scientist, but, yeah,
0: physics would <laughs> seem to indicate <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, if you, if you have
2: a 10,000-pound load pushing on 5,000 pounds versus pushing on 6,000 pounds you know, and <clears throat> pushing on 9,000 pounds, <laughs> yeah. Because we, I'm like, this has to I be- I can't that. believe
0: you weighed it and it was over nine. Yeah. <laughs> that blows my mind. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, So again, again, it had, it did, Ram does this now. They put the tonneau cover yeah. on it, yep. so that's probably 80, 100 pounds. You can throw yep. that out. Uh, it did have the, the gooseneck in there. Yep. And a full tank of diesel. It was a big tank. You know, yeah, I believe on that was 34? 35, 35. Yeah, somewhere yeah, right there. there. But that's it. I took, I mean, I took out the the hitch was in like a box. Yep. And it had a bag of like, I don't know, whatever junk in there. I took yeah. that out. And I was like, this has to be the heaviest truck we ever weighed. We did weigh an F-450
0: that was 9,083 pounds. Yeah, F-450 is no slouch because it's basically the... Well, the original ones, the later ones were F-350 frames. and But the early, the first generation F-450 was legitimately a medium-duty frame yeah. with a pickup box on it. Right.
2: This would have been... A two thousand fifteen or so. Okay, so, so it, that
0: that has the upgraded F three hundred and fifty frame, yeah, but, the, it's the axles. but the medium duty parts in terms of axles. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So, but I mean, this is a big truck. But it, but it was no doubt. it was awesome. And again, driving it around unloaded is. It's the greatest. Yeah. That thousand pound feet of torque is just, it's so good. Did oh, you, so did you good. light it up at all, Johnny? Every, cor- every opportunity. It it's, not, it's not so much, uh, uh, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't so much a light it up thing. It's like you just feel it's like. It's effortless. You feel like you're sitting on top of a of a tsunami wave.
0: Yeah, right. You just feel power and weight. There's nothing
2: you. in front of you that can stop you. It, it's like driving
0: a Bentley, but you're way up off yeah. the ground. It's an awesome feeling. And it's so isolated. Like that interior. So one it's of the things I like interior, what they did yeah. is. Is there's a little bit less leather in the heavy duty than there is in the half ton, and everything sort of beho- below, like where your armrests are in the door, are more wiped down plastics. So they realize that guys are gonna be using the heavy duty. So, there's in those areas, it's not as fancy as say as a 1500, mm-hmm. but there is bar none, no other truck interior. I would put the Ram 1500, especially interior, up against. Anything yeah. out there, yeah, a Bentley, yeah, a Mercedes, yeah. an Audi, doesn't matter. It is, it's that oh.
2: good. Uh, okay, I, I can speak to this a little bit. It's not quite, it's just the leather, like another other word, wherever they get the leather from or the grade of cow yeah. or whatever, like, you know, like you know, Mercedes <laughs> is going to have a way better cow. Um, and and uh, you know like the, the new Audi are they, are they corn good. fed or are they uh, <laughs> Kobe? Well, no. They, well, Kobe. I mean you know they like a Bentley, for instance, they use Scottish cows because there's no barbed wire and there's no mosquitoes. <laughs> because if it's not Scottish, it's <laughs> crap. Is well, that there's true? Also <laughs> the,
1: yeah. So, there's, there's yeah, a, so they don't a, want. A I forget. Yeah. He's the man with all the tidbits, and he
2: knows. Yeah. Okay, there but,
0: you go. but 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 I mean for a truck, that 1500 I, but I feel like, is damn good. I, I feel good. like that qualifier is even unnecessary for most for a truck and for most, most vehicles. Ve- for most vehicles, it's definitely like probably the top. Ten percent of the it, automotive yeah. market in terms of quality and interior. You wouldn't think ten percent. Uh, it's pretty good. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. allman has been okay. in
1: love with this truck for quite some time. It's a good truck, man. Yeah. and it's
2: a great truck. But but I would say that I would like. I, I can't wait to actually do a comparison test with all the heavy duties because yeah. I remember as impressed as I am with that Ram, I remember. Driving the uh, 2017 F 350 and yeah. just thinking, and again, I drove it next to the then current Ram, Ram heavy yeah. duty, and it was a th- no offense to Ram, yeah. that was a joke. That was not competitive. That
0: was an old an old platform, yeah. old chassis. The interior was always nice on the Rams, but it was showing some age at that point.
2: Yeah, and I remember we were we had uh, NVH. Yeah, well, we, we, I remember, uh, but I, I just remember we had a thirty thousand pound trailer. And we're at uh, Chrysler Proving Ground, and we're pulling it with the Ram, and then pulling it with the Ford, and it's like, why would you even look at the Ram? And yeah. the other thing we haven't even talked about—the new eight-speed transmission in the gas Ram—I know. I I remember driving the the the, the it's the same engine, right? Yep. four hundred and ten horsepower, four hundred twenty-nine pound feet of torque with the old six-speed. And I'm like, why would you even sell a heavy-duty gas truck after driving yeah. that Ram? Why that, would you even Ram, bother?
0: And that first gear is so low. Yeah. Like in the Power Wagon, that 6.4 Hemi. So so the Hemis have always been known for being a little bit peaky, right? Like they've always sort of had a really short and sharp power band that didn't take off to like 3,000, 3,500. So the Rams have always been like a little light in torque, which the e-torque kind of makes up for and fills in those gaps on, yeah. on the half-ton trucks. But in this the Hemi 6.4 uh, four especially in the Power Wagon with the big wheels and tires on it, all that heavy unsprung mass and everything, that 8-speed. So with the 8-speed transmission, the Power Wagon has a 51-to-1 crawl ratio in low range. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just stupid. And the flexibility of the 8-speed, like I wish – I was a little bit disappointed that the six-speed Isen is all you can get in the Ram. I kind of wish that ZF eight-speed was was stout enough. Wow, that, I think that would be amazing. That's asking a lot, though. Yeah, uh, I know.
2: But I was I was just blown away. We drove that
0: Tradesman. Yep. and it was it was a great. I was which, like, which by the way does not feel cheap at all. Nope. If they somebody handed that to you and you were a contractor and they said. Here's your new work truck. You would not be disappointed at yeah. all. and by the way, it's like thirty five thousand yeah. bucks,
2: which which is why would you buy a fifteen hundred? Is what I'm. Th- I mean,
0: kind of what I'm. Yeah, thinking. I mean, if you need that payload, because I think it yeah. was the payload max on that is something that we're like it's high four or five thousand pounds yeah, or huge. something. I mean, and it's we stupid. had we
2: they put twenty five hundred pounds in the back, and it still felt quick. Yeah, you know, I, I was really impressed. And then I'll tell you a, a really funny story. I think I think maybe you heard this, but with the Power Wagon, we get to we get to Hungry Valley to go off roading. And um, one of the Ram guys— This is a
1: spot about, uh, what, 40, 50 miles north North Uh, of L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. North of L.A., right. And and he goes, goes, just stick it in four
2: low and follow me. So I put it in neutral and pulled back because on every other vehicle (laughs) in the universe, when you pull back, you go into four low. And I was, like, playing catch-up. Well, really, I went from too low to four high. Or, sorry, too high to four Four, high. So I thought I was in four low, but I,
0: I wasn't. And we're going up crazy yeah. stuff. Anyone who has a power wagon and a jeep yeah, knows yeah, yeah, that the yeah. transfer case shift pattern is not the same. Right. So when you go from one truck to the or from the jeep to the truck, you expect no, it's it's different. Yeah. Four low, I believe, is up and to the right on it. Is that right on the power wagon? It's uh, or is it it's, down it's down it's and forward. It's forward? It's forward. It's forward. Yeah. It's forward. So
2: yeah. it's like it's it's a uh, it's you're in two, one back is yes. four, one forward is neutral. Neutral two and all the way is, up. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, I'm running around in four high and. It's doing everything that the guy in four low is doing, and he's like, you know, trying to do crazy stuff. So I, I, I always love the power wagon, but I think the eight speed is a game changer. So I, I, I Ram's really good now. Um, most interesting trucks. Uh, I've driven some amazing stuff. We were talking about this. I've driven both the AMG six x six and the 6x6. Was that the 6x6? green one? No, black one. Uh, it was a silver one that I drove uh, okay. in in Austria. I just remember every
0: oh, I it, so. Working on you oh, Motor You're, Trend, you're thinking yeah. of the
2: 4x4 squared. Yes, I am. I'm okay. talking about the AMG 6 x got, got it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and at
0: Motor Trend, you'll st- you'll walk out the back door in the back parking lot, <laughs> and you never know what's going to be sitting out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's all sorts of stuff. There was a
1: going like a 56 going parked out there today. It was crazy. That AMG 6x6 t- kind of took the world by storm when they so debuted it. So cool. And oh And I remember <laughs> oh. you couldn't, I, I was on YouTube like yeah. watching everything I could on yeah, that thing, yeah, and yeah. then- um, uh, you watched you know, my video, then. You know, uh, Marsh. <laughs> yeah, I would have watched your video. And 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 Marshmallow. You know, the uh, the DJ. He
3: uh,
1: his manager just bought one, and I believe is going to be on our show soon. So wow. he, he owns the AM. His six manager places. bought one. Yeah, he's actually from. Uh, We're in the wrong. Yeah, wrong business because I was at Barrett. They just sold one for one point four million.
0: Oh, oh my well, god!
2: Well, they they bought each. Other How so, many did they
0: make? Uh,
2: that's a great question. The original plan was to make sixty, and the demand was you know, way more. So I believe they told me they were going to cap it at 200. What's crazy wow. about it is, what's great, they could have built a gazillion of them, but they were charging 500,000 euros. It's an Australian military vehicle frame. The Australians need a 6x6. Is six. it really? Yeah. It literally just comes off the line with all the others. The only unique parts, those those portal axles. But but again, like you, that, that's really not that expensive, right? Right. The yeah. portal axle. The, they're very cool because they can go a hundred miles an hour, which is unlike any other portal axle on earth. By, and
0: by the way, uh, they uh, we're, we've been talking lately about in uh, King of the Hammers and Baja racing that the technology is now moving into portal axles for better ground clearance on the four by fours. And we're actually going to have a company that does, makes aftermarket. Desert Racing Portal Axles coming oh, up in no a future kidding. show. Oh, cool. And he makes them out of billet, builds them himself and all the trophy trucks are using his portals. Yeah. And so he's going to ah. come on the show because and talk that, to us that about that.
2: Because that was a sticking point for a long time with Portal Axles. They were just really slow. Slow, they were,
0: noisy. I mean, if you remember yeah. the difference between the original Hummer yeah. and then the H1 Alpha, right, right? With the helical cut gears, they were better, but they weren't great.
2: Yeah, and yeah, and again, top speed was like sixty five, and everyone thought it was because it was the diesel. No, yeah. no, that wasn't the diesel. That was the portal. Gears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just
0: like a Unimog, same yeah. kind
2: of deal, right? Yeah. Oh, I've driven, I've driven a, a bunch of Unimogs, which this is are freaking awesome. The, the, really, the greatest <laughs> trucks in the world, but they're they just they're not sold here, and they're yeah. so like I remember this. My favorite one I drove. I shouldn't say my favorite one because my my favorite one's actually a different one. But I drove one, and it had uh 48 gears, so it had... 48? Yeah, it, well, so with, with the various lows, right? Okay, yeah. So you had 12 forward gears, and then you could do 12 low, and oh, then Lord. 12 low-low, <laughs> and then you had 12 reverse. And uh, so first gear, low-low, so yeah, you know, we'll call it uh, the 17th gear or whatever, or the 25th gear. Um, the, the, the speed of the ve- the forward speed of the vehicle was 80 meters an hour, Oh my God. Oh my Lord, that is, low. The, the guy literally put it first, put it in a you know, low, low, and we get out. You know, we're yep. going You self spot.
0: You jump out, you can yeah. see what you jump that back is in. That's literally
1: still. snail <laughs>
2: speed. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's, uh, for, uh, for, uh, that's less than a football field in an hour. And I said,
1: What the hell do you <laughs> use this for?
2: And he looks at me straight face. He goes, Well, what if you had to back up a train? <laughs> Yeah, I said, and, yeah, and all right, could. fair <laughs> enough. Good answer. You, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you oh, thought about this. I, sold. I'm sold.
1: <laughs> but I mean, those are those. It, it, Why don't they sell those things here? Because I know they they they're like, the guys so the Diesel Brothers expensive. bought one.
2: Yeah, they're they're just so expensive. They're they're basically you know they're they're, they're there's there is a military application for yeah. them, but also like they're used. For, uh, America for the most part is like kind of a settled nation. Like their the, their big mar- growth market for a while was Mongolia, like yeah. oil pipelines in yeah. Mongolia, like okay. forestry
0: services type you, use it, yeah, uh, any kind of the infrastructure building sort of thing where things aren't improved to get to those places.
2: Right, and because it's a pickup truck, there be a twenty five percent chicken tax on it here. Right, yeah. a, there's a bunch of reasons why not, but like. So we, th- we they have a Unimog proving ground by the factory in Germany. It's the <laughs> greatest. Yeah, it's the greatest thing I'm in the so world. So sad I haven't been there. How oh, did you get inv- How go. did you get invited to go? I said, Hey, can I do a video on your Unimog? And they said, Yeah, of
0: course. Okay, hold on, let me write down. The <laughs> and wait, road. and did they pay for you to go? Hey. Yes. What? Canada. You have the greatest
1: job <laughs> in the world. Uh,
0: I know. Shoot a video of your Unimog. Okay, I have yeah, it down yeah, the exact yes. verbiage. So that uh, way, dude. I can we go.
2: went to the Unimog Museum. That's where they had the the, the one. There's with the a logo. Unimog Museum. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. What are you talking? It's about. amazing. It's You're great. Blowing my mind right they now. They have a forty-six Unimog sitting there, and then everything else, and they have a test track out back. But it's not nearly as cool as the actual test. Do you have park. to enter a portal to go into it.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> boo, no.
2: But I'll never forget. We were there, and it was it was February, and was freezing. And uh, you know, we're just driving around, and the guys like you know, fly up this hill and fly down. And I remember flying down, and we're looking at a pond that was frozen. So I'm in this, you know, they're probably ten ton, you know, thing. Just pointed down to the ice. I'm like, this is gonna end badly. <laughs> just goes right through it. Just literally crushes the ice. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, they could do anything. You know? And they you're could like, just... yeah, boy. No, th- those. The other thing is too for the U.S. Like, their I think their top speed is like 50. They, yeah, they're really slow. So you can't even get them on the freeway. So they just don't work
0: here so well. Okay, unfortunately. That reminds me, I had a 51 Willie CJ3A uh, flat fender, oh, and I, nice. had a, I had a uh, Rancho style overdrive on it. And so I had the original flathead four cylinder, so sixty horsepower, and uh, I was driving on the freeway one day. And here's the thing about Jeeps: people only see a Jeep; they don't know how old the Jeep is. Right. They just see a Jeep. And I'm in the slow lane, and I'm, I'm like, I want to see how fast this thing can go, so I'm going to go and put my GPS on the dash. <laughs> and I went down the 405, and I think I got on at like, um, you know, Magnolia, and then went up to like Valley View. You know, so this
1: is like five miles. Probably five miles. Right.
0: And I had that thing absolutely. Pinned right and then shifted to overdrive and downhill, I hit 61 miles an hour. Okay, and I'm
1: like leaning forward, I'm like, Yeah, I broke 60. (laughs) So, wait, were you like when a kid on a BMX bike going down the hill, you had to lean forward to get the aerodynamics? 100%. And so, cars are, and I'm in the
0: slow lane, right? And if anybody who drives in Southern California knows that you know that's unacceptable unless you literally can't go faster than that, right? Right, uh, because there's an uh, object or truck or something in front of you, people were slamming on their brakes behind me, not knowing how slow I was going, honking, ripping around, flipping me off, and I'm like, I'm in a 60-year-old Jeep. Nobody has any idea because it right. just looks like a just Jeep. A Jeep. It's know, just I, a Jeep. I
1: think that's when you need personalized plates. It says 1961 <laughs> yeah, JEP. You know? 51. I remember, 51,
2: sorry. Years ago, my buddy Dylan had a uh, 61 Scout that had the 151 <laughs> four-cylinder. Oh,
1: bad Scout.
2: Best-looking <laughs> yeah. Scout of all time, but, I mean- it just on the freeway, like maybe sixty. We did this was before the era. Was of that GPS. a Nissan
0: engine? What was that?
2: No, it was their three hundred two cut in half. It was a one fifty one. Yeah, it was just a. It was just a. So we love that thing, but it was because it, it, it was so good looking. Sixty one is yeah, such a good it's year, a great for scouts, year for scouts, but God, it was slow. And what we did was uh my my one. This is you know everyone's like, oh man, you should wrench on car. I hate wrenching on cars <laughs> because I used to wrench on scouts. Oh uh, yeah, everything burned you for the fifty times of your life, yeah. heavier. Yeah, but anyways, we found a um uh 68-frame uh, transmission and engine. So it was a 302. And the idea was we're going to take this awesome body off of the 61, put it on oh, yeah, this there you more go. modern. Problem is, everything had changed. Nothing like that. So we had to, like, cut the hood in half oh. and extend it with plate. It still looked cool. It still yeah, looked cool. We had to fab everything. But like I've just never—I remember—I still have nightmares about like the the bell housing, cleaning the (laughs) bell housing, (laughs) with like barnacle remover, oh man, and just like bloody knuckles and horrible. And so I'm just like, no.
0: We were uh, at Lone Star Throwdown last uh, weekend and. There was uh, a couple of international travel alls and scouts oh, yeah. there. And Gorgeous. Stuff. They're great. Yeah. They're so Really cool. well restored.
1: Yeah. But not. they weren't overly restored. No, you know, no I thought no, there they, was they, some they, magic they, they still nice.
0: there. And the, the beauty was there's a story behind the travel all that was part of a, a ranch that had bought it as the original vehicle. And this guy found it, and he was going to fix it up and then offer it back to the ranch if they wanted it from a historical standpoint and, right, right. and all that stuff. But we were talking about just how, you know, with international, everything, it wasn't really a consumer vehicle. It was more of a farm implement <laughs> that was a little bit nicer than your tractor. Yeah. So everything was really over. Overbuilt on those things. So
2: over... I mean, we... So I remember when we were going to take the body off. I think we had... I want to say seven, but it might have been five. I think it was seven kind of young... Guys in their early Strapping 20s, lads couldn't pick the couldn't <laughs> budget. We had to go rent a cherry picker to oh get the my body gosh. up, and and like every everything was so overbuilt. Yeah. But you know the, the the other thing was it was pretty simple. Yep, and those engines would run a million miles. That was kind yeah. of their duty cycle because they just built because like, they're agriculture, right? Yeah, you have to you have to have yeah that kind of duty go things. real slow, but just go forever. I, but I mean th- everything was just so heavy that, and again the bell housing was. You know, normal bell housing would probably be, I don't know, two, two and a half feet wide. I'm using my hand on the radio. But anyways, <laughs> it was like four feet wide. It was the <laughs> biggest. And it was, and again, it was like a, 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 a 68 302, yeah. which probably made 120 horsepower. Uh, right? You know what I mean? So awesome. But it was just, it was driving
1: that.
0: Was yeah, did anyone crazy.
1: ever make hop-up kits for those things? I mean, was there you know, an the, industry back then? The sad thing then? about the Scout nah. is that the no?
0: automotive aftermarket was ne- never really caught up. I mean, there's some stuff out there, but it's nowhere near a Bronco or Land, even a no. Land Cruiser for that no, matter. No, um no, And you couldn't do like a Chevy swap because it wouldn't match up to that bell housing. Well, and I think (laughs) – I can't remember which side of the – on a scout – if it's a passenger or a driver's side differential in the front axle, so then some of the popular swaps. Oh, like I can't that.
2: That's a that's a passenger passenger side. side. So yeah.
0: like some of the the so popular vehicles that had a driver's side differential, you have to change the axle, the transfer case mount. Like it's just you get into a whole bunch of stuff, and then the floors cut for a transfer case on the passenger side. You know all that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. but it was just, but it was also it was so difficult to do anything. Was, everything was so heavy and solid on that thing. It was crazy. But uh, we did do a lot of sawzalling, which
0: was which was fun. <laughs> By the way, hashtag don't fear the Sawzall. Don't fear the Sawzall. <laughs> I remember the, the first, my, my first uh, Ranger that had, I wanted to do bedside. So back in the day when pre-running was just sort of becoming a thing in SoCal, and we all had Rangers. And so to put, you know, if you couldn't afford a wider axle, you get a high offset wheel, maybe some wheel spacers, and you would flare out your bedsides to match the fiberglass that you would put on the front of the truck. Mm-hmm. And so I had a Ranger that was four inches wider per side. You had
1: the Cali squat?
0: Uh, I wouldn't call it the Cali <laughs> squat. I, actually, my, my Ranger was fairly level. I, I didn't ever like that nose high. I always liked, right. it's still a truck, right? So I still wanted to throw stuff in the back and all that.
1: Were you wearing uh, Dickie shorts and tall black socks and, uh, and Vans? And, uh,
0: vans for sure. I'm, yeah. In fact, I'm wearing I'm, my I'm checkered Vans right vans now. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, we both <laughs> have all the on. on. Wait, are, are those Vans? vans? Those uh, are like
1: no, these are, these are Globe. I'm sponsored yeah, by Globe, so uh-huh. yeah. I got a lot of Boos. Boos. nobody's heard of that before. Yeah. Advance, for life. Advanced. Um,
0: so anyway, in the Rangers, what you would do is the internet bed, the you know internet bedside uh, mod. And so the inner, and, and I'm using my hands now, Johnny. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The inner bed, the, <laughs> the inner fender. What would you say? I'm using my hands. That's what she said. And so you <laughs> <Blue>. would... Yeah. <laughs> you'd have the, the bed and you'd have the outer fender. And between them was a strap of steel. Yeah. So you take the sawzall and you'd cut it. And then you would take, you know, so that way you can now push away the outer fender from the inner one. You'd get your bottle jack and there's a certain place where you could put the bottle jack between oh, the yeah, fenders yeah. and slowly while applying heat so you don't crack the paint, bring it out and you can get away with like, I want to say it was an inch and a quarter, an inch and a half before you would bend the paint or or flare the you know or the fender would have a crease in it. And then you'd go get heater, water heater strap from Home Depot and some stainless screws. And then you, <laughs> while the bottle jack was in there, you would put these, the, you know, some people used hinges, right. like all sorts of, you know, right. just all sorts of stuff. A- any kind of bracing. Any though. kind of bracing. Yeah. And yeah. then you would put it together and then you go do the other side. And now you had flared bedsides. Ah. And so that was my first thing of, I had a truck that I bought new. It was my very first new 4x4. And I remember grabbing this my friend's like, okay, do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? I'm like, I better do it to my truck. And he goes, Don't fear the sawzall. Yeah. And so every now now so I what always, what year was that? That was in 01.
2: Okay, so was it still it was a FX4. It was still a sawzall that plugged See, into I the wall? It was a sawzall that plugged into the wall. I think that's what kids today are lacking. They have all yeah. these battery powered ones. <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember the one my one assignment on on this scout was there was this piece of pig iron welded as I don't even know what it was, just a thing welded on that was like Two by four of solid iron, and we wanted to cut it off. It was kind of near the where the trailer hitch would be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was like a plug or something. And I, for two days, sawzall on this
0: thing. And I eventually <laughs> got it off. How many blades did you go through?
2: All of them. But it was. I remember it was a powered sawzall. And then I remember you know, I got bought myself a corded one. And yeah. Like they're, they're, I mean, mm-hmm. a, a cordless one just not, not the same
1: not thing. the same not at all the same thing where yeah. are you with like liberty walk kits on ferraris and, and and liberty walk liberty walk it's liberty walker they you the, and liberty Jap- walk he keeps walk, bringing up liter- liberty, liberty is, walk liberty, is, liberty, liberty let me walk. tell you why so liberty walk Jap- is a japanese company that um, was come they, they they it was a big scene in japan where they would saw all the, the the fenders and then put these huge wide here i'll show you a picture guys, oh right like
2: here. like bazooka stuff yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, to yeah, so me, I those... was watching. You know, you're looking at a three hundred thousand dollar Ferrari owned by a twenty six year old, you know, kid, and he takes it and lets the guys just rip with a sawzall. So I think on one hand, let it rip. On one hand, it's sacrilegious, <laughs> and on the other hand, it's like, well, good for you. You're pushing the boundaries. Well, I, I don't know. I'm I have so I, many I, mixed I, emotions. Yeah,
2: I mean, they they look pretty awful. Uh, so that's the negative. <laughs> po- on the positive, anything you can do to upset not only a Ferrari owner but Ferrari the corporation. Is a good thing because uh, they really walk around with their heads up their own butt. Um, so that's 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 fine. I have
1: no problem with it. At the end of the day, it's just a car. It's just a car. Do you feel the same way with like Lamborghini? You shouldn't do that to a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're
2: not, I will say, Lamborghini owners tend to be much nicer, yes. and they take themselves much lesser.
1: Seriously, than Ferrari. Ferrari owners. I mean, it's just, it's they're just. I'll so, never forget. But you've had a lot of interactions with Ferraris and Ferrari owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you and I went to
0: to Bobby's place, uh, Sadistic Ironworks, and he had a Ferrari that he was dumping that was up on the hoist. What was it a
1: three four eight? Uh, I think
0: it was a I think so, okay. um, but
1: you well, I mean it's three no yeah. you know yeah, yeah
0: but I just wasn't impressed the welds were ugly no they're horrible and, and, and it oh, didn't oh, look three four it's a bad so, car yeah. so he, actually he... if you look at the welds
2: on current Ferraris they're not very great either yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, just
0: yeah. wasn't I we walked around the underside there's no inner fender liners yeah. well there's, look the uh, weld three shitty. four
2: the three four eight in particular the, so the the chief uh, engineer had his arm in a cast when they were doing the dynamic development that car does not
1: drive right. I'm wrong. It was a 458. 458? Yes. Oh. It was a 458. That had bad welds and everything?
0: It, yeah, I mean, yeah. It wasn't it had, bad, it's just that they're ugly. But
2: Holman you, was- You for, sound like a McLaren PR guy who's always like, that car's a piece of junk. We've taken them apart. They're garbage. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: But th- he was quick to point out that the emblems were plastic. And I thought, those yeah. should at least be yeah. metal. And I understand nah. weight savings, but nah. it just seemed, nah. nah. Yeah, what would metal do? Nothing. <laughs> um, but I, here's better. here's
2: my thing. Problem with Ferrari. Look, and and the current lineup of Ferraris, like the uh, the 812 Superfast, brilliant. Maybe the best five hundred thousand dollar car there is. Uh, the the 488 is great. Uh, the, the The Lusos are fantastic. The Portofino is great. They make wonderful products. The problem with Ferrari is the owners. And I'll never forget when the Nissan GTR came out in two thousand nine. It was a oh, two thousand eight as a two thousand nine. Yeah, great. Car. Wait, which one again? The Nissan GTR. GTR. Oh, the GTR. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, my buddy and I were driving around Angeles Crest, and what was that? The place that burned down that was on Angeles Forest. I always forget the name of it. Great place. Newcombs? No, 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 not Newcombs. The other place. I'll come to me in a second. Like the Rock something. Not the, the Rock Store. No, store. no, no the that's Malibu store. side. Uh, whatever it's called. Yeah, it's yeah a, these it.
1: are the mountains just above LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah great yeah. driving roads. Yeah, and, separate anyways, LA from the desert. So we pull in there
2: to get a cup of coffee, and there's like. Uh I will never forget it was a, a Ferrari 355 and then two F four thirties and they had an M6 and they had an M5 with them, right? And so we pull in there and I'm trying to be like nice to these guys, like hey, you know, nice cars, but I, you know, I got a, a Nissan GTR and they were just like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, And like at that point, I, I could, they were just could care less. Were like, they
1: wearing Ferraro,
2: Ferrari yes! insignia? Yeah, so I'm going to rest. my buddy Steve, I'm like, to the Ferrari hats, they had five horsepower. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, we should, <laughs> we should run around with you. Before we actually got to go and drive with them, I remember a crowd had gathered because it was like a little mini sure, supercar yeah, show. And the, one of the dudes, it was, he was an orthodontist, and he had a – <laughs> I hope he's listening. He had a, he had a, he had a baby blue F430 Spider. Guaranteed. By the way, listening. I have a
0: hashtag on Instagram, hashtag better than a blue Ferrari. And it's an ongoing joke with me and a lot of my friends. Whenever I see a supercar, that is anything that isn't a blue Ferrari. So it started out with, I don't think Ferrari should be blue. I think if you're going to do it, for, I would agree with that. Uh, so for me, it's 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 a soft color. It it, it doesn't show the lines very well. Fly yellow all the, all day long. Black, awesome. Do uh, red, Ferrari red, great. But blue Ferraris are should not be a thing. And so I I have a hashtag a hashtag and I, I haven't done anything with it in a while. But there's a tons a ton of posts where hashtag better than a blue Ferrari. And whenever I see a supercar or anything stupid or funny that is better than a blue Ferrari, I'll post it on my Instagram. So. Blue Ferrari is no good in my book. So this guy
2: is a a blue F430 Spider. And I remember he's showing people how... People are just looking at the car, and he's showing these kids how he can one by one look at his tire pressure. He could look at this wheel and hit a thing, and it'll go to the next wheel. And I was like, "Oh yeah, if you feel like that? You should." The Nissan's got a whole screen where you can see all four at once. I remember he looks at me. He's like, "I just don't care." And I was like, "All right, screw these guys." So, yeah, so right. I literally just not driving circles because we're all going the same direction. But I'm, I can the the GTR. It's amazing. Such a, well at the time, especially it was so advanced compared to everything else out there.
0: So I'm just playing with these guys. And right? the beauty of a GTR for those of you I know we're we're on the truck show, but yeah, yeah. The, the beauty of a GTR is that it can repeatedly do a 3.2 second 0 to 60 launch every single Whoa, time.
2: They're down to like 2.7 now. That's yeah, a, yeah, uh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. I remember the first yeah, time yeah.
0: I got in a GTR. Friends at Nissan had said, "Hey." Um, do you want, would you like to get into one? Because you always do trucks. It might be fun. And my dad and I go to Arizona every year for spring training. Yeah. So I told my dad. So every year we'd get something from the press fleet that would be interesting. And so we've had you know, trucks. We've had Mercedes diesels when the E-Class first came out. We've had some cool cars. And so here I have a, a GTR. My dad is like, what, what is it, like a 300Z? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> And uh, And so you know, we drove it out to Arizona, drove it all week. To- other than being a little bit loud and you hear all the cool mechanical noises and stuff on it, mm. It's totally daily well, driver. It, it kind of rides like a truck. It, it does. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it rides rough. Now, was yeah. that
1: the first car with launch control or no?
2: That's no. a great question. It could be. I mean, the, the, the magic of the GTR, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, and this is the, the, the current CEO of AMG told me this, and he said, You know, we've analyzed the GTR, we know everything about it, except for one thing we can't figure out how they can put that much power that quickly into the transmission without blowing up the transmission. Yeah. We don't know how they do that
0: and uh, but, they, but haven't it's also,
1: pu- they haven't pulled one apart to figure they, it out they have yeah they, they still have they it. figured still, it out yeah, yeah it's just uh, it, it's
0: it's super awesome and repeatable and the thing here's what i love about it are the Nissan V6s so everybody has V8s V12s whatever in the supercar world Nissan comes out with a twin turbo direct injected dual overhead cam 3.5 liter V6 right and owned it there's 3, no 3.8 3.8 i'm sorry and owned it there's no <laughs> there's no it, we're talking the supercar guy here yeah, right yeah. so that's fine um and they own it. They don't try and put other sounds in it or anything. It is what it is, and it's glorious. Yeah. And the thing sounds so good. There isn't a V6. Most V6s sound like turds. Well, all the Nissans Nees- sound like so, Nissans, too, Nissan V6s sound really good. And then I go to the F-150, which is a, roughly you know analogous to it with mm-hmm. a three and a half yeah. liter yeah. about, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. dual turbo. over a cab, yeah. d- direct yeah. injection, yeah. twin yeah. turbo, and it sounds like ass. <laughs> and it's like nothing is sexy. Like a Raptor, I love the Raptor. You know I love the Raptor. I had one for a year. Great truck. It sounds Awful, and then you have a GTR with basically the same sort of like you know layout of its of the engine, and it just sounds glorious. And it's like Ford pumps fake engine noise, and you're like, own it because in some vehicles a twin turbo direct injected you know uh, V six uh, is uh, overhead dual overhead cam, it's an exotic. And then in the Ford you have the technology, and they just they cover it up with V eight noises. Right, right. Well, the the thing about the GTR
2: that is cool, and this is actually I'm stealing this from Jethro, but it's a great salient point is that. You know, the thing's over a decade old now, but it really was kind of the blueprint in a lot of ways. Like, there's so many cars. When that came out, my God, was it exotic. Yeah. Now, to have a car with, uh, you know, a twin turbo engine is is really no big big deal. deal. Uh, To have a car with a dual clutch, no big deal. To have an all wheel drive car, uh, the performance car, no big deal. But at the time, putting all that together was, it was just crazy. It was like this, like, you know, uh, like a giant
0: squid. It's had every, like, you know, weapon. We were on the 10 going to Phoenix, right? And we were coming up. You know, we're driving a little bit fast, maybe you know, eighty. Yeah, we're, yeah. Cruise control, eighty. We're, we're heading yeah. down the Ten zone, which is a, a normal route for Californians going to. to uh the yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, And there's a big rig in front of us, and so I, you know, said, "Hold on, Dad." Uh huh. What? You know, and laid into it. By the time we were at the front of the big rig, we were going to 130.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. love but, that.
0: Like it's 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 such, and it pushes you back, and it's such a visceral experience. That it almost feels like on Star Wars when you're about to go high, everything just sort of blurs on the periphery. and yes. And you have to have this tunnel vision and you're just like locked in. It's like, you know, and it's freaking
2: awesome. And, and you were driving like a 530 horsepower version. Yeah, of the, the non-NISMO, the right. same year the NISMOs right. came so out. So the NISMOs yeah. now are 600. And, right. and they're slow by comparison. Like we just had, for instance... Uh, we had a McLaren 600 LT yep. that spits fire, you know, <laughs> yeah, run, yeah, run, awesome. runs the quarter in like ten five. Oh my God, you know wow. what I mean? And is like is way quicker. It's crazy because yeah. like the I think the quickest, quickest, quickest we ever got a GTR. I want to say it was like eleven point one in the quarter. So this is over a half second quicker. And by the way, that's like the kind of entry
1: level cool McLaren. Like there's yeah. a there's a seven twenty that's running like ten one. Have you been you know? in a in a car or truck that throws off your equilibrium, like you as if it were a dragster where you get yeah. out and you're kind of woozy?
2: No, I I don't get motion sickness or anything. But there are some. So so like uh, zero to sixty the, the Tesla is just weird. It's like it's like free fall how how quickly it goes to sixty miles an hour. And it's really that. We, we look, we, we, it's, a, it's a
1: it's a it's like a Six Flags Magic Mountain yeah, roller coaster it's just ride.
2: Like, yeah, it's like being launched, and and it, you're you're basically at the the limit of what street tires can do, and I th- want to say that the Tesla from zero to thirty miles an hour generates one point six G's, and the next most G generating thing we've ever tested was a La Ferrari. So a La Ferrari thousand
0: horsepower hybrid,
2: yeah, million dollar supercar, one point four G's in zero to thirty. So the Tesla just, so there's that. In,
0: in ludicrous mode, right?
2: Ludicrous plus, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we... there, there, there's that. But then that, that, that car is only 10.5 in the quarter, so it's not that quick. Right. And then you get into stuff, again, like these McLarens when you hit, because you know red line's like 7,500 something. When you hit about 6,000, 6,500, you go into this like terrifying space where, and maybe you could adjust to it, and you probably could, where things are happening faster than you can process. And, and I remember when the Do you, you, ride, do you, do drove, you ride
1: bikes like super bikes no, or anything? No, no, I hate motorcycles. Because because no. there is something like that. Like, yeah, because yeah. there, there are here. some bikes that I've ridden where they're they're much too fast for me. Like I just I'm I know that I'm right on the threshold. Yeah, of, of killing yourself. I'm gonna We've, kill myself. Well, this,
2: this is this is what uh, the, these McLarens feel like. But I do remember when the GTR first came out. I was driving it really hard on the road. I knew pretty well. I remember. After about two minutes, I pulled over and I was like, "I'm. You need to take a breath. I'm going faster than my brain can process. I really am. Now, you know, c- could I work up to that? Yeah, I'm, I think I've probably
0: passed that point now. But yeah. it was it was crazy. Well, that, any race car driver will tell you that that, you know, yes, skill, reaction time, that all comes in it, but you have to train to be sharp at those speeds. Yeah, yeah, fighter yeah. pilots will say the same thing. Right, it, You aren't born with that. Now, right. you may be born with a good foundational skill set and, and reaction time and all that stuff, but you're not born with having to process things happening that fast, and mm-hmm. it's a training thing. It's mm-hmm. amazing.
2: Yeah. And so, so yeah, so I'd say currently McLarens have terror. I think terror has been <laughs> largely... Uh, kind of bred out of modern cars, except that w- <laughs> McLaren's right at the top end, and you got to put an octane booster, or race fuel, or something like that because they they pull power on 91. But throwing a couple gallons of 100 octane and like <laughs> my god! <laughs> the only other I remember one of the craziest things I ever did was uh, there was a car. It's like the Porsche 918 Spyder. So another oh, yeah. million dollar, 900 horsepower. It was a hybrid, also wasn't it? It was a hybrid. Yeah, yeah it
1: was a hybrid. So, but is that, that is that the one that um, Paul Walker? No, know? that no. was a
2: that was a uh, the Carrera GT. Carrera, okay, yeah, that was the previous with supercar. hard tires. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Those what?
0: were a, those things were a handful when they're brand new, though. So. Okay. Yeah,
2: who knows? Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> this thing. So we're, we're a big Willow, big racetrack uh, out in the desert, and um, I remember uh, I was a passenger. Scott Evans, my colleague, was driving around, and he was on the front street. I think we had some GPS gear on there, and he's like, 157 miles an hour on the front straight, which is friggin' fast on that front straight, right? And I was like, well, i got to beat Scott because, you know, you got to beat Scott. Yeah, absolutely. So I went to, the, and there's this guy, Ken, who's a, who's a Porsche engineer. And I said, Ken, I go, how do I go really fast in this <laughs> car? And he goes, oh, ah, okay, what you do is you put it in, like, battery abuse mode. And you want to limp, <laughs> limp around the track at 4,000 RPM, and that will fully charge the battery. And then as soon as you get to turn nine, which is the last turn before the straight, hit the red button and just hold on. You know, so I did that. Hundred and seventy one on the front straight. Oh, my God. oh. Almost, almost killed myself because then you have to make a corner, and then we have some which th- track was that? Big Willow. Big Willow. Yeah. So, so
1: one seventy one. So like Willow for, Springs oh. is the Uh-oh. is the track that you've seen uh, just about every car commercial. L- like, on. like if you like, watch
0: Jay Leno's Garage, if you've watched yeah. you know, a bunch of uh, Motor Trend videos, it's that track out in the desert that yeah. has a, a bunch of twists and turns. And yeah, it's but like big. A big but, well,
2: there's two tracks, right? Yeah. So there's, there's Streets of Willow and there's Big Willow. Big Willow is a very serious, dangerous, fast track. I mean, it's very. Fast, but like we had some data. We didn't. It wasn't our test, but somebody did a Bugatti Veyron around that track, which is you know another you know, thousand horsepower car. That terminal speed on on the front straight was 166 miles an hour. So I went five miles an hour quicker. Oh my gosh! Uh, five miles per hour quicker in this thing. So that that was a nutty, terrifying. I've just, I've just never. Everyone's like, "What's the 19 like?" I'm like. I have no memory other than
1: fast. It's just fast. <laughs> just learn. I, you know, have you ever driven a truck that you've been really impressed by in the way that you were impressed by that car? Well, I remember when the Raptor first came out.
2: Uh, with, I remember we went, I, you know, we heard there was this thing, the Raptor, but I, I, okay, whatever. And I remember Ford took us out to outside Vegas somewhere. That, um, yeah,
0: that was when the, so there were two. One was the 5-4 Enzo Borrego, and I believe the Vegas one was when the 6.2 came out. And what's funny about that is um, uh, Tanner Faust was, Ford brought him out to drive it for the first time. Okay. And it was right when he got that history deal for the U.S. Uh, yeah, Top Gear USA. Yep, top yeah, Top Gear for USA. Yeah. And I remember riding with him, and I'm like, how many people have told you not to screw it up? And he's like, everybody. <laughs> right. Well,
2: th- this wasn't that. This was this was before the 6.2. This was just right when the Raptor launched. It was like at SEMA. Um, or at least it seemed like they had a thing, and they, they took you like 20 miles outside of town or something like that, and they had a, just an off-road course set up. And I just didn't know the truck could jump like that. Yeah. And I'm like, we're just jumping. And like, yeah. I wouldn't get out, because a lot, a lot of times like people do on, on launches, you'll, you'll go once and go eat lunch for five hours. <laughs> and I'm like... So I'm just sitting in the back and let me tell you landing and the the seat of the raptor sucks. Yeah. But I was like, I don't care. I was young and it was fun. Yeah, at
0: that time it was only extended cabs. Super yes, cabs. It was, it was not only. Cruise. That's oh. right, that's right. And, and it was and it, that was really? the five must have been the five four truck. It
2: was the very first yeah. one. And yeah. so
0: the five fours had their suspension tuning was off. Because what happened was if you remember, the six two that was in the first generation raptor, the big V eight that lives on in like the medium duty Fords and stuff today and the super duty gas engine was originally going to be called the Hurricane. Right. But Hurricane Katrina, I believe, is the one came through, <laughs> right. and they had to they had to change the name on it. And, yeah, and so sorry.
1: Uh... <laughs> And oh, well, so,
2: Hurricane was a Willys
0: engine name, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, too. Yes, it was. It was, the, it was. The inline six, uh, or, or Willis, name? depending on who you ask. I say Willys, but the the peers will say it's Willis. Whatever. What? It's Willis. Yeah, Willis. It's Isn't will- it weird? It's Willis. Uh, it, it's always yeah. going to be Willis. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they had to run the six two got delayed, and it was during Ford's the, the do we do bankruptcy, right, do the market right, stand right, like right. what do we do? And so Ford was ho- putting holds on all these programs. And in a previous episode. There's the backstory of the Raptor where we talk about that. So if you're interested in the Raptor, find our our episode that has that whole story behind it. Anyway, the five fours were rushed into production um, with rushed suspension because the suspension had been tuned for the six two, and the six two wasn't ready or four right. held back. So the five fours didn't ride anywhere near as as well as the six twos.
4: But we didn't get
2: we didn't get to drive them. We were just passengers. Yep. But they had these dudes, these trophy truck dudes. I forget who they were, but they're just. We're just flying 150 feet through the air and landing, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, "This is a stock truck with a warranty." Yeah, they're like, "Yeah," and I go, "Whoa!" whoa, whoa. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, "Like, you, you you were enjoying it, or you were scared, or both?" I was so impressed that it could do it more than once. I'm yeah. like, "I'm like, like you know, if you if you take a, a Lamborghini out and do a really really fast lap or a couple of laps." Thi- you're going to have to do something, let the car sit. So These are just going all day, just giving people ride after ride after ride. So that was I, probably the most impressive I've, uh, product I've ever driven. Now, I do remember when I did that Unimog video, I, I said, you know, it used to be the most impressive production vehicle I've ever had <laughs> was a Ford Raptor. Now it's the Unimog. Until yeah. now, yeah. But that doesn't and really t- count. Totally
0: yeah. different driving experiences, too, but both awesome in their own Yeah, right. yeah,
2: yeah. But I, that blew me away. I just couldn't believe I was like, this is so cool. This is so cool. Like, good for Ford, still for the Raptor. Yeah. I love it. It's so cool.
0: Yeah. Well, and we, we uh, for four-wheeler, it was our pickup truck of the year for 2017. So, it just got out of that not too long ago. It spent a year in it, put about 20,000 miles, drove across country. Yeah. It's amazing how good that truck is uh, in everyday life. And then you just take it to the desert and whomp on it. And it's the alignment's still straight when you're coming home. And, you know It's
2: crazy. Yeah. By the way, <clears throat> have you seen the the Hennessy version with the Supercharged V8? So, we talked yes. to Hennessy at yes SEMA yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for the yeah, show.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I think... Uh, it might be same episode two or three on our bonus. We'll go back and listen to John Hennessy And we have a recording of the engine. Oh, and, it sounds it's, insane. It's oh yeah I, He,
2: I was, I saw he invited
0: like, us out to his test track in Texas. You and, should go. It's, oh, it's, oh have you God. ever been out there? No. no. Oh, it's
2: awesome. Oh, my God. What is it like? <laughs> it's a shop, and they just tune anything. They just give everything more horsepower, and then they have a drag strip <laughs> behind it, and they're like... Love them, but they're good old boys, and they want to get on the drag strip.
1: And <laughs> is he the one that owns the the? Wasn't uh, it, was it a, a runway or no? Is no. it just a no no? Strip? This is just they have
2: a drag strip behind the shop. Okay, and I mean it's awesome. Last time I was there, I ha- I had a 911 Turbo S, and he had a 700 horsepower. Uh, back when 700 h- horsepower was, it was a, a lot. lot, yeah, yeah, yeah back, way back then, <laughs> five years ago, five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he had a 700 horsepower CTSV Coupe. And we just drag race like twenty five times in a row. It was just more, f- <laughs> and and it's just he has a dude running the lights, and it's so cool. They're like, hey, we've got a McLaren. We're gonna put you know another five hundred into that, whatever. They're just they're nuts, <laughs> and they're awesome. just they're Texans, and they're awesome. And like some of the nicest people, like John is such a nice guy, and everyone who works for him, is super cool. I, it's just it's a trip. You should go. But real quick, so you know, those are he's selling those for one hundred fifty thousand a pop, and he's like, I I can't build them fast enough,
0: which isn't really that much when you consider it, there's it four, four dealers selling them for a hundred. Oh, I know. Yeah. you know, I, know, I, know, uh, I will I know. tell I know. you so. It, but I, you I have... know,
1: we wouldn't have guessed ever that there would be a truck like that expensive that would sell like that, right?
0: I mean, well, so it... I was talking to Jim Morrison and asked if the new Ram heavy duties were going to break a hundred thousand. He says, no, not quite. They'll be in the. They'll, 90s. they'll be close. They'll be yeah. 95, 96 fully yeah. loaded, and yeah, and I yeah. said, do you foresee a time is is that detrimental to the brand. And the way Jim explained it, I'm like, yeah, I haven't really heard it explained this way before. He said, probably, he says, we haven't found the top yet. People right, are still right. willing to pay more, but you have to remember, it's only, you know, for I think those guys, it's like five or, or 8% of the mix for those really high end mm-hmm. limiteds. Everything else is, is below, right? Down the middle. So it's not their bread and butter by far. But what he said is, you know, if you have somebody who's who's towing a horse trailer that, that costs $120,000 and has half a million dollars in horses, you now have the truck is the least expensive, but right. the most important piece of right, equipment right, right. that you have to get all your yeah, stuff. Yeah, and if places. you
2: look at dudes with like those big toy haulers, those are million yeah. dollar rigs. You yeah. know what I mean? So like they,
0: that's so the is, not a big deal. The truck at a hundred is not really. Yeah. You want the best of the best to tow your stuff. And,
2: and there's also like you know it, sometimes it can help a brand. Like I, I I've I've talked with people at uh, FCA about this, but like they don't have a, a Jeep that's expensive enough, right? It's a, oh, they will. It's yeah, coming, hey, yeah. coming soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, you know about that too. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, like, what? We can't talk about it. Yeah, we but, can't.
0: No. They, they have. When a, can we? When, yeah, when? when can about we? two more years. Oh, is it that long? Yeah, I think so. Really? It might be eighteen months. But you okay. both are in on this.
1: This sucks. Well, I, I, what are you talking I, I, about? Well, there was
0: a press release today that explained. Some, should we? Yes. Mind? Okay. Yes. So FCA put out a press release, and this is the. I, m- I haven't seen this. Okay, so no. this is the most information that okay. that you'll have, and uh, I don't think that there's an embargo on it. So okay. let me just double check. It okay. Really quick. Okay. All right, go for the story. Then I'll are find the press release. Are
2: you? Are you? Let me ask you this: though. So are you talking about a new product? Or are you talking about an existing product with a new engine?
0: I'm talking about a new product.
2: Okay. You mean
0: the? We can talk about the Grand Wagoneer. Well. So here's the deal. Yeah, I think Grand Wagoneer maybe changed a little bit since. Y-
2: yes, 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 yeah, yeah. Because
0: yeah. the the let me find the release okay. because I, I think it doesn't make sense until uh, until we. Well, so it.
2: they finally they came out with the the hundred thousand dollar Jeep, right? The 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 Trackhawk, and so that by the way is amazing. Well, Oh, it's amazing! Oh, I've been cool.
1: lusting after that. I've never driven one. And I, oh, it's and, cool. I saw it at, at, at the uh, LA Auto Show, and it, I'm like, I have to go for a ride in this. You What's great about it is, and again, the, the,
2: they're breeding out a lot of cool stuff about cars, but it's a car that cracks you up. You floor it, and you just laugh. It's, you giggle because <laughs> it's, it's so
0: competent. It's yeah. so fast. It's... So you could hand the keys to anyone in your family, and they could easily drive to the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. I had one. Paul ha- Holman yeah.
1: recorded uh, some exhaust notes, and he made me guess, and I couldn't get. I'm yeah. like, "There's no way." And he goes, "It's a, it's a it, Jeep." It's a I Jeep. go, "It's not a Jeep." And he goes, "Yeah, it's the tricock yeah. And I all oh, light bulb went on. But uh, just, but I I don't even think
2: that's the top. I think Jeep could go even crazier. You know, so, I really I really think they could they could get into the Raptor kind of game. Well, well,
0: we'll, we'll and yeah. stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah stay, right. stay tuned. We'll just right, we'll leave it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about some of the rumored names for it. Those are all BS. Um, that but whatever. And there's more, yeah. and that's there's what I there's some can't say
2: crazy much. stuff coming. With That'll be the, amazing. With I would say with Wrangler-based products wouldn't say that. Yeah, okay, yeah, we yeah. Can, hmm. I, I'll go with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: So today, uh, FCA said they would invest 4.5 billion in existing and in new assembly plants in the state of Michigan for Jeep and Ram brands. Right. Which is huge. That's so a, that's they, a, talk about, a big they talk about they talk about the next generation Grand Cherokee, which is coming in twenty twenty one, which is supposed to be phenomenal from everything I've heard about it. So yeah, there's it, that.
2: I think it's based on the the Julia the platform, right? Which is instead of the Giorgio, exactly. Which. So <clears throat> a little background on that uh, for you uh, truck people, the, guy, the, the, the four, four, five, eight, Ferrari 458 Speciale is considered one of the greatest supercars of all time. That guy, uh, FCA said, here's like billions of euros, 2.7 billion to be precise, develop a, a sedan platform for us, please. And that became the Giulia and it became the Stelvio. And they're like, okay, we're going to make future Jeeps and Maseratis and maybe a Ram or something yeah. out, out of this amazing platform. So you have like one huh. of the best car engineers in the world given yeah. basically an unlimited a budget. very
0: modular platform that can be used for a lot of different driveline type layouts and yeah. very flexible in terms of packaging and uh, wheel travel and all all those things.
2: And so the Grand Cherokee is going to, I think, is going to be Giorgio
0: based. Uh, I would and, guess and, it, that. And, it, and it's like... Currently, by the way, based on the old ass Mercedes M Class. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it really? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Hark- yeah, harkens way yeah. back, huh. way back. But um, what, what's great is you know I think it was two, almost say two point seven billion euros. So it's over three billion dollars of of development for wow. that's abnormal. That's that's a lot of money. That's that's more than you know most cars are about a billion. So yeah, that's so,
0: almost three times. So here's the announcement today. Mm. So right now, the Grand Cherokee is made at the Jefferson uh, North assembly plant. And so they talked about an all-new manufacturing f- uh, facility on the site of the Mack Avenue engine complex, also in the city of Detroit. The company announced it would build an all-new three-row Jeep at the same Mack facility. Those three-row machines, which likely share the next generation Grand Cherokee's unibody, should arrive in the first half of 20 as a 21. So that's either going to be a Grand Cherokee two-row or a Durango, which is the three-row and then a stretch Grand Cherokee that has three rows. Hmm. Originally, the stretch Grand Cherokee was going to be the Grand Wagoneer. This is where the press release gets a little bit crazy, because now it's like, oh, okay, that adds some color. So we were thinking that the three-row Jeep SUV was going to be the Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer, except the release later mentions that they're investing in Warren Truck Assembly Plant, which currently produces the Ram 1500 Classic, and it's saying it will continue to build body-on-frame vehicles that tells me the grand wagoneer is going to be possibly be body, body on interesting. frame interesting i hmm. would i
2: would just based on what you said i would not interpret it that way i would just say that that they're going to do more truck production there in other words they're, they're going to build rams and ram hd's there the new ones not the classic's the old one. The, the classic yeah, yeah. is the old. They're going to build it and for
0: another year. Yeah, I, I old would lifestyle. guess the only... I, I'm, I'm going to... Yeah. But they're, for, but they're saying there's two investments. One right, is for right. uh, for a three-row SUV, yeah. yet to be named, and one is for Grand Cherokee. So... Could we speculate, would they, like
2: based on, uh, Gladiator's not out yet, but based on like possible success of Gladiator, uh-huh. could they do like a Jeep... Like power wagon, like a a power wagon with a Jeep body. Well,
0: I would go the other way. Yeah, okay. I would say do a mid-size Ram based on the Gladiator chassis. Because now you have yeah, solid axles. No, mini right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of uh, Dakota. How badass would a <laughs> solid that axle? would be awesome? Solid wow. axle Dakota. Oh, so awesome. for the guy that yeah, doesn't yeah. want the Jeep Premium, doesn't need the removable roof, right. maybe you change the cab. Up a little bit and have a full. Now you're talking. That's a pretty interesting vehicle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's
2: like a mini Power Wagon. That
0: would be kind of cool. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, that is. I don't know. I don't know. But so it's anyway, crazy. it's yeah. just
0: it's just interesting that uh, that they talk about a new three row Jeep being built alongside a body on frame product. So and this hmm. is an FCA release. That is an FCA so release there's, from nothing,
2: today. there's nothing in there about sedans. Nothing. Oh, of course not. Oh, nothing about sedans. Well, that's because you know Charger and Challenger. Bye are, are, bye. You know, Maybe, maybe, I mean, oh, really? I don't but I've know. heard maybe Ju- Julia based on those. Yeah, two. yeah, exactly. Well, the, here's the, here's the I'll tell you the the problem is, uh, and this I think is a problem. Well, for Dodge, I've heard that the Hellcat motors will not fit into the Giorgio platform. Oh, it's like, oh no, it's like a hard no. The biggest they can do, they can do the. No, well, they can't do the Ferrari V8. They, I think the biggest they can do is that two point nine liter V six, which is you know five hundred five mm. horsepower, but it ain't seven ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and it's not a supercharged V And it's not a torque monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: uh, but could they
2: re-engineer it to
0: accept it? Probably, Probably. because I yeah. think that isn't that. Uh, f- you know, Fiat's global architecture. Is uh, usually modular to a point of being made wider, but maybe that's it's maxed out in between the. I can't remember. That. I I don't know. It's it's
2: all what's good is it's all the same transmission. So every so, so as long as you can just fit it, it'll bolt in. You know, so that's that's good. I don't know. I, that's what I've heard. But I, they they they're selling a lot of. Challengers and Chargers. Uh, I'm telling you. Know, you. And, and,
0: and with Ford basically saying we'll still do Mustang, and, and Chevy sounds like they might be out of Camaro and just doing Corvette, and then that sacrilege mid-engine Corvette, that I'm fine with the car, shouldn't be called Corvette, whatever. That's my opinion Oh, it'll thing. probably
2: be called Zora, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you well, think it will? Well, they they, they have- After they, father of Camaro, or, yeah, uh, Corvette. Yeah. Uh, Zora Artov-Duntov. Duntov? Dun- yeah. I'm butchering the name. I'm very sorry. Anyways, I, yeah but I- I don't know if they're out of Camaro, and Camaro's really good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's it's. They won't talk either. We can't get anyone I, to say anything. I. It might be so. a case of they haven't decided yet either. Yeah. The, the, the problem is the problem is the Camaros like way better than the Mustang and it yeah. doesn't sell. Here's what I'm. That's thinking. the problem. What you'll, do you? Think that you'll is? know when I don't know.
0: You'll know when Camaro goes away because all the Mister X's will come out and say, "Hey, we need you to put all this out in print or in your world or on social or podcast that." It needs to be saved, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's that's how, usually we know something big's happen when these anonymous people start dropping you hints because they want you to help leverage the conversation for management. Yeah, and I would say you know GM did
2: announce that a lot of vehicles are getting rid of Volt and uh, well, it was CTC and, and Volt is really good too. Volt's a great car. I don't think they're actually getting rid of Camaro because it wasn't announced and the things are getting yeah. rid of. I, but that said, they. They just refreshed it, so that means it's you know it's been out for f- four years. So yeah. they have another four years, four years before they have to worry about it. So, where does your love of cars and trucks come from? Oh gosh, I don't know. No, I, I mean, mean at,
1: at what age were, were you playing with? Two? You know, I mean, I don't know. My so dad, my dad, toys? my dad always
2: told the story when I was when I was could just walk. So I was like you know, one and a half or whatever. I uh, I grabbed a can of house paint and a roller and put a white stripe on his. Uh, orange uh, 280Z. I would have done the same. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah, my earliest memories, uh, uh, some of my earliest memories are being, I've told this story a thousand times, of being strapped into the front seat of my dad's 280Z and uh, going down Decker Canyon. And I just, I loved it. And I just, uh, my dad was- Where's Decker Canyon? Malibu. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my dad was a huge car guy. And we just, we talked about cars a lot, you know, and I just, and I- you know, I, I, I my third, four, third or fourth grade science project was on uh, on unsafe at any speed, and I built, <laughs> I built, I built, I built cars out of Legos <laughs> with and without seatbelts, and like ram my Lego cars <laughs> into walls. And, I mean, I I've, I've just always loved cars, and you know, I'll tell you a funny story too. When I was like twenty five, or remember twenty four, but I remember I wound up like unemployed and i was like you know what like you know and I, and I read you know i read automobile and car and driver road never motor trends i had 13
0: trend. subscriptions when i was oh dang. i got every single one My well mom when i was in, in high
2: school yeah i don't i had a lot in high school but I, I i never read motor trends the funny part but but i was like oh i want to go like work for, for these guys i live in la and I, I was looking up and i was like oh motor trends in at the time was you know wilshire yeah. i'm right 6420 and i cold called and I'm like, hey, I want to work for you guys. And they were like, yeah,
0: forget about it. Like,
2: you go go work for a smaller thing. <laughs> I remember reading yeah, in Car
0: and Driver. Uh, I always loved reading the, the letters to the editor because oh, yeah, yeah. Chubba Chubba always had great responses. And he was yeah. a little bit well, snarky. It, it wasn't Chubba, but well, yeah, 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 yeah. So I can't remember who was doing it. It might have been John Phillips. It might have been Patrick. It might, But somebody had written, what does it take to to work as an automotive journalist? And the response was basically, don't bother. Plenty of people want to do it. You should have an engineering degree because a lot of us who are in journalism have journalism degrees. Car and driver in that era was all about retired like OE engineers. The Chavo for them. was an engineer, yeah. yeah and yeah, so yeah. the mindset of the staff was always, you need that background. And it was just like so deflating. Like I get every one of these magazines. I've been reading them since the, the mid '80s. It's, yeah, it's what yeah, I love. Yeah. And this guy who I look up to, just basically said it's not worth your time. Don't try it. Right. Do I mean, we right.
1: we always said that in radio. You don't yeah. want to get on radio because you're watching the industry get smaller yeah. and smaller. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And, and less and less talent. But but. Yeah. Yeah, it's not we, – we told people all the time, and they still would get in and –
2: Right. And I, look, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you really want to do it, you'll find a way. I tell. I have kids all the time, like, oh, man, I want to do what you do. I'm like, you really kind of know. Yeah. Like, I just sat through
0: three meetings today. You really we, don't want we to do – We have a lot of perks. We have a lot of fun. But sure. we also have a lot of work for not a lot of pay.
2: Yeah. Um, well, and, and but but I also said like if you really love cars, you want to go into commercial real estate. Yes. yes you <laughs> do, you all the guys I know with the great car collection, all have commercial, commercial one, yeah. real estate, yeah. or <laughs> like plastic surgery. <laughs> they they not, have all. Of not them not a doctor, plastic surgery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like especially like Mac. What do they call it? facial or whatever. Where like if you get shot in the face, like rebuild someone's face. Those doctors. <laughs> right. That's they have collection. That's good money. That's a collection, the yeah, that's yeah. A collection right, that's right there. That's the number. Yeah. What but, was but, your first vehicle? Uh, I inherited my family's, uh, 1985 Pontiac Parisian Safari, which is wonderful GM nomenclature <laughs> for, it's a Pontiac station wagon. Yeah. Somehow called a Parisian Safari. Was that built was on
0: like a Bonneville? Which, which I was that a G um, or a...
2: It, yeah, it was, it was just, you know, it was the, the Chevy Oldsmobile yeah. Buick, uh, wagon,
0: but... Quad be, headlights at the time had the, was that like the yeah, typical GM? Yeah, but what was, the only thing weird about it
2: was because it was in the pre-SUV era, It had a weird, I forget exactly, it was a Pontiac motor. It was like a 304 or something, just some dumb engine that wasn't a 302. (laughs) Yeah, right, yeah. Um, And then, but because people, this particular one my dad got for like no money because it had crank windows. Yeah, of course. uh, It had had, uh, manual locks because back then when people want to tow their horses around, maybe if you didn't want an SUV, you'd buy a full-size wagon. But it had no options whatsoever. It had an AM radio. Because you just want something cheap to tow the horse or whatever, because you, you don't tow. care. Yeah, it just didn't matter, didn't, yeah. and you didn't want a pickup truck for whatever yeah. reason. But it had some kind of weird. And I've never met anyone been able to tell me what it was, but it had some weird ass braking system that was off of a truck because it had to be able to stop a trailer. So it had like, which just meant when everything broke, it was horribly expensive and weird because you had to get like truck
1: parts. Yeah, just
2: for the the. It was like fed off the automatic transmission. It was a vacuum assist.
1: Weird car sounds
2: yeah. horrible. Now was yeah, it yeah. was
1: <laughs> it uglier than the uh, 1984 uh, Chrysler Town and Country that I was no. forced to drive? No, no, no. Did it, it, it have right? wood paneling on the side <laughs> of it? Yes. Yeah. It no. was freaking maroon. the 80, 84 was
0: a K car, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that was a, that's K, K, a K, car. K car. I'm yeah. looking at. It. He pulled it up on his left okay. up there, but definitely a K, K car.
2: No, no. I think the Pontiac's actually very nice looking. Mine was mine was brown with a brown interior. You
0: know, it was it right, was pretty. going going back to your your comment of like your childhood and like when you first you know. Fell in love with cars and stuff. If any of our listeners can help me, hmm. I'm trying to remember this video game. I remember I was at like YMCA aftercare and they had like you know computers for us. And back then computers were the big ass floppy jet. Oh discs. yeah, yeah, yeah. And with like the, just the green screen or the yeah, yellow, yeah, you know, yeah, monochromatic, yeah. right? And there was a game, and I. I was my favorite like automotive video game of all time and you would design a car or truck Whoa. you would put in the cd of drag you put in the horsepower no. and it would virtually race it around a track and it would show you like sh- different shapes and stuff would do and i'm like it, i cannot find it i can't what? find whatever called of that, that game doesn't sound i know i play, play that right now i know That's no, wait, what I, <laughs> I, and i've looked on my on my apple you know on my iphone yeah. because i've tried to see if, in, in the app store but uh, was it a something. game or
1: was it an educational program I don't know. It, it played
0: like a game. It was uh, an educational. But you know what's crazy? Know. was back
1: then. Back then, it might have been somebody just wrote it
2: locally. Because, God, I
0: hope not. But no, but seriously, <laughs> like people would do that. I remember, I remember it had a logo and stuff of a of a company, oh. but it was it was bitching because you would like build, you would design a car, or truck, and I remember you could do like a bus and this big square shape, and the aerodynamic was the the best. Had a flat front and a triangular sloping back, whereas Mm -hmm. the banana-shaped cars didn't, so it would like trick you into making the sports car, but the arrow was really bad on it, so you'd end up going to like this reverse (laughs) wedge, and then you'd get around the track faster, but it was like design and build this car, and then it would run it through a track simulation. Oh, that's and so I cool. wish I could figure out what the frick that game was because I w- I would want to well, play so it again.
1: Yeah, so at Truck Show Podcast or Truck <laughs> yeah, podcast at that, gmail.com. I've never heard of that. That's that I just fun, hope yeah. somebody listening can help wow. me. Truck show Podcast at gmail.com. Thank Send us an email. Also,
2: kids today, you don't realize how horrible our games were back then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gee.
1: Atari, Coleco. Uh, I, I remember even before Sega, that was, Coleco, it was, but, it was, yeah. but
0: it
2: was but it was like word games, like you know, yeah. like, choose, oh, your, own yeah. choose <laughs> your own adventure, and then you would,
0: and then it would just be all a, a text based. Would, yeah, it yeah, wouldn't, it yeah, wouldn't even yeah, be yeah. a picture, or yeah. it would be some horrible picture oh, of like oh, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, X's and O's and ones so and dots so and bad. stuff like
1: that. Your family ever, you or your family ever have a truck that you miss having? Were you guys ne- a truck ne- family? Never, never
2: a truck family. No, no, not at all, not at all. My dad had a boat. When I was younger, he had a big wooden sailboat. And, oh, and nice! I, I sat in our driveway and never did anything. And he sold it. I have no idea how he moved it. <laughs> never, probably with one of the wagons. We yeah. always had a full size wagon. Okay. Um. We just, yeah. We we're just never. And I remember. I remember very well the first first time I remember being in a pickup truck. Uh, my buddy uh, Nick Pape, who could be listening, talked to me on Facebook. but I was I think fifth grade, and they were from Idaho. And uh, he his, had trucks. His dad. We, we had to go like. Get dirt. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember uh, we're at his house and my mom's like, you know, make sure you wear your seatbelt. And the the dad started cracking up because he immediately threw us in the back of the truck. And we like shoveled dirt in the truck and then rode back on the dirt. <laughs> Love that. Best time I ever
0: had. I remember oh. it was it was. Uh, you kids can't even do that. At least not out here. No. I rode to all of our like seventh grade softball games and stuff in the back of our oh, coach's yeah. truck. Oh yeah. Can't yeah. do that anymore. I'll, I'll never forget
2: this truck either. It was it was a step side. It was you know it was the the DeLorean seventy post seventy three GM Chevy. Yep. And it was it was uh, uh, yellow with white. Uh, yes. Kind of you know what I mean. That, yes. that Thing. It was, so, and it was like it was kind of lowered even though it wasn't lowered it was just it sat
1: funny. It was well, great. What it was it? Cool what truck. was the truck that had seats mounted in the back? Was that a Br- Subaru? Br- Br- Subaru. Br- Br- yeah. I think you yeah. could Ch- also do that, that front-wheel
0: drive uh, Volkswagen um, The Caddy. Yeah, yeah, the Caddy
2: did that, and also there was like the Rampage Dodge. Yes, Rampage. the
0: Rampage, but that was a Mitsubishi, wasn't it? I, I mean, it was all. It was that related. little midsize. So, if you yeah, had cause... one
1: of those today, could you? Is it legal, or is that now? Oh, illegal? hell no! Yeah, I don't no. think so. No, 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 wait, no, but it's not grandfathered in. No, I don't think. No, so. no, 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 I don't think. No, you can there do was that no seatbelts. Yeah, no, no, no,
2: no. And cars have to pass crash and stuff. But, but again, that 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 brat that was a, the chicken tax thing yeah. was. You know, you you, it, and again, this is so crazy. This isn't a pickup; it's a passenger vehicle. It, this goes back to like the Johnson administration, yeah. so 1964. And Protecting the American industry. Germany does a huge tariff on American chickens. There's this whole thing. And so to retaliate, the Johnson administration puts a 25% uh, duty, import duty on pickup trucks not built in the U.S. And a bunch of other stuff, all of which are gone. Except for the pickup trucks. Except that, for the pickup
0: truck, because the, yeah. the big so, three, they love it. The first generation yeah. of yeah. the Ford Transit was built in Turkey. Yep. But was shipped here incomplete for final assembly to avoid the chicken tax. Well, hang no on, not kidding. incomplete. Complete, the interior, right? Well, hang on,
2: complete with glass windows, which they had to smash out at the little port <laughs> facility. I think it was in Charleston. Yes, something like that, yes. the East Coast somewhere. Uh, they smashed the glass, literally smashed the glass out because I don't know. They had to do that because if they disassembled it, it was a fee, and then put in the panels, and then and then install the seats and like. No and, kidding. And yeah, and like the the Mercedes the Sprinter vans, they. Now they build them in Charleston. But before that, what they would do is they build them in wherever, Stuttgart or whatever. Yeah. No, it was, it was closer to the port. It was up in Hamburg. They build the fully assembled thing would drive off the line, then make a U-turn drive to another facility where they're disassembled, and like the engines and the seats had to go into one container and the bodies stuffed with axles had to go into the other container. <laughs> they went to a factory a factory, a little yeah. warehouse wow. in Charleston. Place. Yeah. And there's reassembled and it added so in other words, they they could pay a twenty five percent tariff or do that, and it only added eight percent to the cost, and that was cheaper. They finally said, "Screw this!
0: We're going to build." Yeah, them we're going to the build, build them here. But isn't
2: it crazy? And like, yeah. it's just, and that's like over fifty years now, fifty five years, and it's
0: still there, still there. So it's you, crazy. You know a lot of the things that I know that we probably can't talk about, mm. but if you could talk about it, <laughs> are, there, are there any? Uh, like, what are you excited about future trucks that you know are on the horizon that you can speak to? Like, is there anything that you're or or hopeful? That certain something will come out hmm. that would really uh, I, well. I, I can I just you? give you my dream list. So yeah, I, yes, I, I please. fell
2: in love. So like you know, I I like trucks. I don't need a truck for anything.
1: Uh, where I live is non conducive. No, to No, no, no. You were growing up. I have to go back for this. Yeah, 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 were yeah. you a cut? Kind because of, okay, so like. When I was growing up, my friends had sand cars to go to Glamis in the sand, yeah, yeah, beers, yeah, yeah, and I yeah, always yeah. thought it was super white trash. It was super white trash. Okay, it but, is. Super but then trash. I, I later in life, in my late twenties, I went out just with some friends. I go, sure. I'm going to go, I'm going to drink beers in the yeah, sand yeah, yeah. and go just be that guy. Super fun. And I, the, it, I was bitten by the bug, and I came back and I spent twenty grand. I bought all the sand toys and the trailer and the RV, and I spent the next six years with the family out in the sand. I was right. like, I can't not do it. It is so much fun. Yeah. And I and I and I literally called some of those friends and say I apologize. Like I'm uh, now I know I get it. Were you ever like that with a truck or a car that you just all of a sudden? No, said, I was.
2: I, I one way I was exceptionally lucky was I sort of knew about this industry because my really good friend Kevin's dad Bob Livingston was the editor in chief, I think, or he's a high ranking guy at Trailer Life Magazine. So he got press cars back in the mid '80s. So I remember like. First time I went off roading was before I had a driver's license. He had the Range Rover, the the first Range oh, wow. Rover, yeah. and he let us drive it because we were up in Fraser Park somewhere, Mount Pinos. I uh, got to drive that around. I remember, I remember before that, years before that, he had a VW Syncro van. Remember the viscous yes. coupling? In
0: fact, I have a friend who has a VW Syncro van lifted, yeah, with uh, BF Goodrich uh, All terrain oh, on it, and he badass. goes all over the desert of yeah. Nevada they're, and camps and stuff. It was a Westphalia uh, with the Synchro. Yeah.
2: yeah, so I remember it was, it was a Westphalia Synchro. We went camping at Pismo Beach. And I Bob was trying to get the thing stuck because he couldn't believe German car could have good all-wheel drive and like in the sand we could not get it stuck. Yeah, They're really good. Yeah, they're really shockingly really good. good. Yeah. And and but I just so I I just got to experience everything at a young age. Like and uh um I, I just I always loved all cars. I never I, I was never one of those like I only like trucks, or I only like this, or I only like that. I used to just read like buyer's guides, I'd memorize every single engine. Yep. The displacement, horsepower, torque of every single engine. Yeah, I just loved things that moved. You know what I mean? So I didn't. I never said, "Oh, I don't like this, that, or the other." There was one thing maybe I never got too into. I don't, I don't know exactly what you call them, but like like a, like a like a Chevelle. Like I liked like for instance, I would have liked a Econo boxes. No, I, no, no, no. Like the, even the muscle. Oh, the like, muscle car. Oh. The, the dudes tortured me in high school. I like muscle cars. Yeah. I love G. I grew up around Pontiac GTOs. Okay. My my friend Jimmy's dad, Jim McGowan, is probably the world's number one Pontiac GTO dude. I think he has a. 65 GTL that's won more awards than anything, and I grew up around mm. that car and blah blah. Just chevelles. The guys that tortured me in high school, yeah, all were, all had chevelles for some reason. So I just like, I was just like,
0: ah, screw this thing. My guy was a roadrunner. Oh, yeah, the guy that I got tortured with, and yeah. I was, uh, I guess he was a senior when I was either a freshman or sophomore, right? They,
2: they were seniors when I was fresh. It was two dudes, they both
0: had chevelles. Yeah, I hated them. This it dude was... had a blue roadrunner with a 440 in it. Oh, nice, and uh, On the last day, he must have been a senior when I was a sophomore. Yeah, so two years ahead because it happened twice. The last day of school, Huntington Beach High School, he would uncork the headers. (laughs) And you could hear that thing from two miles away coming to school. So all the kids knew he was coming. Would, uh, Huntington Beach uh, High School has a like a second story building that faces toward the ocean. He would come from that direction. And every car alarm within a quarter mile, including the police department across the street, every single cop's car, was, the alarms were going off. And he would pull that thing into the parking lot with that NASCAR 440 just thumping away uncorked headers. I will never forget that, but I will also never forget what a dick he was. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not going to leave their names out of it,
2: but one of them who I just could not stand. Years later, I went back to my hometown, and he was working at the local gas station. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sucker. Yeah, yeah. just relishing. Yeah, it. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great.
1: Anyways, <laughs> uh, are, are, yeah. Are, are you a are you a new car guy or because you you got a lot of punk rock about you? So are you a, a vintage guy? Because a lot of punk rock guys everything. are like everything. Everything. If you said everything. if you
2: said you know go go grab three cars right now, we dream garage. One would be like a '56 Mercedes 300 SL Gullwing. That's a nice car. Uh, you know, I'd grab a, the new Lamborghini SVJ. Um, you know, that's a 760 horsepower all-wheel drive, all-wheel steering supercar. Okay. And I'd grab like an uh, Icon FJ. That's like that'd
0: be See, a perfect three, three. No, I like that. You, yeah. you got vintage, you got yeah, supercar, yeah, and then yeah. you got sport utility truck. But that's then, a nice but
2: then maybe I need what I really need is a G Wagon, and <laughs> and, and, and I need uh, Countach. And would you trade? So uh, let's a Tatra, say
0: you, you know. yeah, a Tatra, <laughs> yeah. you have three slots. Would you yeah. trade two of them for a Gulfstream? The Gulfstream, no, a I don't, jet, I don't, no, I no, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, no, yeah, no, you I, can I, have a drink in the garage, need, I, has three slots. You no, get whatever car I don't you need. Get I don't need a
2: plane, yeah. I, I don't mind. I'm I flying anywhere. No, I like boats cars. Are the same I like way. cars, yeah. I don't need a boat. I I have friends with boats. Yeah. I, I don't, The yeah. best, you know, with the uh, best day of boat ownership, right? My dad says all the time that well, the two best days the day you buy the day, yeah, that's how we felt when he heard of that sailboat,
1: yeah, I bet he did, yeah. So. When you drove, let's go back to that yeah. 6x6, that AMG 6x6. Yes. What was that experience like, and how, when, how early was well, that in your career? Oh, no, it wasn't
2: that early in my okay. career. It was probably 10 years in. But it, we okay. spent most of the, you know, I found I found out the guy I was with, he Erwin, uh, he was their chief test driver for the G-Wagon. He died. He actually had cancer and oh died like about a year ago. Yeah. Super cool guy. Humongous Austrian man. So Graz, Austria is where the factory is. That's where Schwarzenegger's from. This dude was just a giant. Like, he just looked at him. I was like, God, you know, kill me. She's tall or or muscular? uh, or uh b- You know the expression barrel chested. Yes, he had a barrel for a chest. <laughs> okay. And I just remember this dude, like, the, the and he was sixty years old, just tough old dude. And I remember we're sitting there, and it was like a like a, a Katy Perry song comes on the radio, <laughs> and he's just singing along, <laughs> so happy. And I'm like looking, I'm like, what? Anyways, he died. But anyways, we spent most of the time jumping the car. So they fly really well, and they, like a Raptor, they have gas bypass, yep. l- long travel shocks. They weigh 9,000 pounds, but they d- land really <laughs> well. And so we spent most of the time jumping. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't th- believe this thing was getting airborne. Then locked all five differentials, and you could go 100 miles an hour with all five differentials locked. Oh, my Lord. It was, uh, on dirt. It was insane. The thing was just literally insane. There was nothing like it. It was so It was so cool. Um and then I got to like just do whatever I want. They had all these water obstacles and nonsense and crazy
0: angles. Can I drive over here? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the, Erwin did this cool thing where they had a, a split mu. So for you uh, non people don't hang on test tracks, uh, piece of pavement where maybe one part is rocky and one part soft, or in this case one part is dry, one part's wet, and uh, he would go down on you know and slam on the brakes, and the thing would just start doing three sixties. That was insane, actually, to be inside the. In the, <laughs> In the six
1: by six, is doing
2: that? Yeah, because it was, it was just lock them up, and it's uh, like then high center three gravity. Of the, and... Three of the wheels are on water, and you know it was a water, half water, half dry. Just <laughs> spin it It was insane.
1: It was great. It was it was such a cool truck. Have you ever broken a car or truck while test driving it, or by when? Yeah, you it out one. And...
2: I, I killed one car. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've 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 actually put a Raptor on its side. But uh, that's not a roll;
0: that's a flop, that's everybody. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Long story behind that, but we, but we but we we towed the thing back on its wheels, cut the airbags that had gone off out, and it was fine.
0: <laughs> it drove w- fine. Was that the one? No. Okay, no, I didn't no, think no, so. No, I'm like, hold no. on, I think yeah, he just no. redirected us yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what? No, was the one? no, no.
2: I I I, I don't want to mention it, but it was a small tuner company. Okay. Uh, and I remember being on the phone with them at about two in the afternoon, saying your car is malfunctioning. There's something wrong with the traction <laughs> control, and they're like, Nah, man, turn it on and off again. And then I was getting on the freeway, going fast because it was a yeah, fast car, sure. and I remember shifting from two to three, and the tires weren't even that cold because oh. I remember my buddy and I were going around doing stuff, and thing just was suddenly pointed sideways on the 101, and I cranked the wheel back and hit a pole, and oh. it just destroyed, totaled, like literally totaled the car, oh. like 200 yards of debris.
0: We, so. We've. Uh, I, I remember yeah. uh, Off Road Magazine. Uh, our friend Mike Finnegan was in the middle of a photo yeah. shoot. Yeah, when yeah, a big dude in crew cab Super Duty that was lifted, rolled in the photo shoot. Okay. Oh god! Uh, no. Our Fred Ten Mo- Ted Moncure from TRD who's now at uh, Transamerica, mm-hmm. I won't tell you what happened, but he. <laughs> I thought Ted was dead, oh, and and no. he, everybody was fine. And that's you know I'll I'll leave it at that because I don't know if Ted wants that story. Right, but, right, right, right. But that <laughs> happened during a photo shoot. Um, I remember a certain editor at one of our off-road magazines was taking a tour reg in a Vegas parking structure and, and, uh, and drifting it into a pole. <laughs> also, the same person who's well-known now, uh, I think, ended up rolling a, uh, a certain little Japanese truck on the dry lake bed. So it happens.
2: Yeah, no, it ha- but, I mean, I've, honestly, uh, two cars that I've – I've been around lots of wrecks. For sure. Yeah. Uh. And you know the other thing is doing video, you break a lot more cars than you yeah. do doing print. Because for print, for a photo shoot, you got the shot. Yeah. For video, it's like okay, perfect. Do it again. Okay, that was the sticks angle. Now we gotta do it with GoPros. Now we gotta do it with in car. Now we gotta do it with the camera car. So it's we and, uh, and, 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 and like, f- 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 as you know, for photo, thirty miles an hour, you can easily make f- it look panderer
0: like, looks badass. Yeah.
2: Video, 100 miles an hour yeah. looks slow, so you really got to push and push if, and push. Uh,
0: we did it, so uh, the, the Titan won our Truck of the Year for Truck Trend a couple years ago, and we did a video series that lives on trucktrend.com called Behind the Titan. And then we talk about our testing process and stuff. And there is a clip in the promotional video where it's a drone shot, and uh, actually there's, there's two. There's one where it's made it to the video, and it's a complete full four-wheel sideways rear-roosting drift where the rear tire is on the e- very edge of the road roosting, and it's badass, and that's me driving. But the shot before that <laughs> was a total F-up, and it made it into the promo. And if you look at the promo, uh, I should find out where the video is and tell you what, what uh, part it is. There's that same corner, but it's from a drone looking down. Okay, Totally blew the corner and go off in the desert. <laughs> and uh, I thought for sure the front end, I'm, I was. I was mortified because I just missed where I applied it, complete understeer, and instead of being able to steer at the throttle, I had the front wheels turn and it was too late. So I had to stra- straighten it back out and went straight into the desert off of a 90 degree turn. And it was like, and like bushes are flying over the, uh, you know, over the, uh, the hood and the windshield. And I was, I limped it back to the camera crew and I'm like, and they're like, dude, that was awesome. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that,
2: how, that sounds like a camera crew. I'm like, yeah, how yeah.
0: bad, how bad's the truck? They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, how bad's the truck? They're like, it's fine. I'm like. I know it's not fine. There's no, like, it, I'm surprised the airbag, it was that violent. Right, 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 right. And And uh, sure enough, nothing happened. I, no kidding. I God, I've I've, scared the crap out of myself. I'd like
2: to add, I've gotten very lucky many, many, yes. many, many times. Like, you know, I've I've had, I remember in this Audi, it was an S8. So, you know, it's a 500-whatever yes. horsepower. Nice car. Great car. <clears throat> the engine's still in front of the front axle. And so I was hauling ass in it and just went in one corner too tight. Total understeer off the road. Happening at a place where if you went off the road, there's nothing to hit. You're, just grass. It. and it. Like, and I was looking around this road. That's the only place on the whole road that's oh, like that. Oh, lucky. Yeah, it was, I think it was like a development they never finished and it was going to be a driveway. Okay. Totally got lucky and I've, I've gotten lucky many, many, many times.
0: Uh, we had Herb so, Helbig uh, on who was the father of the Viper truck. Yeah. And so... Uh, Herb had given me, uh, and Dan Knott, who has since passed away, mm. had given me a Viper GTS, second yeah. generation. Oh, yeah, the spinniest. And yeah, Herb yeah. said, <laughs> the <"Yeah."> He said, <laughs> and that had no ABS, no traction control, no ESP, none, none of that, right? It's just, it's a six speed, a big ass TC." There's got to be a CC's. way to put that
1: on license plate, spinniest. Is that, um, that one did have door uh, locks. Un- yeah, it did, unlike the it first did, gen. but no yeah, cruise yeah, yeah. control, right? And the
0: tightest footwell you'd ever want to have in oh, a yeah, car, yeah. right? And, and the thing got super hot. Anyway, Herb told me, don't. F up my car. Don't be that guy. Right, right. And I'm like, you got it. And so uh, I don't. I can't remember if I told the story, but um, I was doing some stuff with SRT8 and Jeep, the very first Grand Cherokee SRT8. And so I was doing some stuff with the Jeep team and SRT. And at, at the time, uh, it was the Viper, and they were starting to put the V8, the six one, and a bunch of different stuff, the the mm-hmm. six one V8. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, if there's anything that we can do for you, let us know. And I told Dan, hey, well, I've never driven a, a Viper. Had a link. Goes, oh, you have it. Let me arrange something for you. So typically, those loans back then were two, three, or four days. And I get a call from, I think it was A&M at the time, who was doing their vehicle right, services. Right, and they right. said, hey, um, you have a garage, right? And I said, yeah. And they said, we, and I was at Four Wheeler, we have a Viper for you. And I said, oh, sweet. Uh, when's, it co- when's it coming? It's coming tomorrow, but Chrysler does plant shutdown. And this was over Christmas and New Year's, so I had it for two weeks. Oh, that's great. And so I was giving every kid in the neighborhood a ride (laughs) in it. I showed up on Christmas to my mom's house with a Santa hat on, and and their kitchen is in the front of the house, and it was like a typical Southern California 70-degree sunny Christmas morning. And this car is reflecting the sky off it. My mom comes out, and she's like, the hell that's the reddest car i've ever seen you know and uh gave her a ride scared her she wouldn't go in to uh ride with me for a very long time after that because she's like i'm not getting in that car with you and i'm like come on I'm just go around the block really quick christmas morning i'm not getting in that car with you i'm like come on anyway take it all slow through the neighborhood and then just gun it and my mom's hitting me knock it off you know so we were we had friends who lived around the corner from my parents house who lived up this hill and they lived at the top of the hill and my house was in downtown HB at the time, so I had to go the same direction they were. And he was in his Tahoe, and it was New Year's Eve, and it was wet on the roads—the typical like SoCal foggy, right? This cannot end well. And we're going up side by side, and our family friend Mark looks at me in the Viper, and he guns his Tahoe. He has a five three Tahoe, right? And I'm like, oh hell no, right? So I downshift oh, into no. third, oh and it, and it gets sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was able to straighten it. Oh, nice! And I got out of it immediately and was like, drove home at like twenty five miles an hour. I was like, oh, yep. oh, I almost got a talking turn by yes. her.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Don't not good. That look, look, the, a lot of the guys that built that the first gen that was the second. Yeah, that was the second a gen. Guys, a lot of guys that built the first gen car they got one and then they yeah. all crashed them immediately. and they got rid of it. Yeah. Um. And then the first car I responded my life was a third gen Viper. Okay. On a, on a test track, luckily. Yeah. Uh, first car and 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 what did I do wrong? I had the wheel slightly cranked to the left and was hitting the brakes and just spun. That's it. Just
0: spun. They're they're dangerous. Yeah. Now,
2: by the time we got to the fifth gen, they were perfect and then they yeah. killed them.
0: And so. they killed it right when they yeah. got good, which yeah. is which really is good. Typically it was a GM na-
2: maneuver. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say it's not an SCA yeah. maneuver. It's a no, GM that's a maneuver. GM maneuver.
0: Fiero was like that. Oh, yeah, kept, yeah, yeah. The last Camaro I mean, was, I mean, was like that. There's you a bunch of cars. Right? Keep going forever yeah.
1: and ever. But yeah. As soon as it's perfect, kill it. Yep. GM. That's that's how you know. So Johnny, when you're doing reviews and and and. How often do you get back from a review and you you want to scorch the vehicle and you and you can't? I look, no, I can, I can, I can. I, well, Jalopnik, yeah, you 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 no, probably no, could. No, but, even
2: a Motor Trend, if it's terrible, you say it's terrible. We have yep. no no like. That's one great thing about But where you need we work.
1: but let's be honest a lot of guys will go I'll, like, I'll be oh, you're a journalist and you don't no, no, no. and you got to take the money from the manufacturer I don't, no, I don't that, that doesn't happen I, I don't
2: I don't take any money I've yet to yeah. get yeah. give me give me money yeah. Manufacturers, yeah, exactly. Manufacturers, will, here I am people will say that <laughs> and, and it's never happened. please yeah. give me money but yeah. the
1: company that you're working for gets money ultimately so your your paycheck is derived from m- doesn't doesn't, from doesn't doesn't matter. trickle we, down. This we, far.
2: Look, and we you know we do. We get screamed at by yes. PR. Yeah, yeah. We get screamed at.
1: You know, are there some uh, bad blood for a while? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you been blackballed by a manufacturer? The
2: the, the, the one I know for certain, and uh, like and it, 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 again, as as Angus said of his old boss, like uh, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but like you know he's been banned for life by Ferrari three times. <laughs> um, but we, we we did a thing years ago where Ferrari handed us an F12 Berlinetta and uh, their standard Ferrari thing, don't test it, don't weigh it, don't put it on a racetrack, don't yeah. compare it to anything. And I remember I was talking to Ed, and I said, you know, this is the sixth time we've had a Ferrari that we can't do anything fun with. Let's just do it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just break every – whatever they said we can't do, let's do it. And so we put it in a, in a comparison with a Corvette and a, a 911, Porsche 911, and uh, Ferrari came in third, and we weighed it, <laughs> and they, they said – it weighed thirty five hundred pound. It weighed four thousand and six pounds. Ooh. They said zero sixty three seconds flat. It was three six. It was a uh, two two tenths of a second faster than a Corvette around Laguna Seca. This is a fifty three thousand dollar Corvette yeah. Stingray. This is a four hundred thousand dollar Ferrari. <laughs> uh-huh. Unbelievable. Yeah, and they were so mad. And for about a, two years, they just it was not much communication. And then most of those companies now people we're back move to normal. on right like no, it, it, then it, even changed. then they just they just forget about yeah. it it's just yeah, how mad And we're still motor trend you know what yeah. i mean but no I, I look if if a car is uh needs to be savaged, totally will savage it and i was not involved in it but we just did um, uh, Midsize pickups. We savaged the Tacoma, and we were not nice at all to the Ranger. Did you? Interesting. You, know, you did sa- really. So, so yeah.
0: I'm a believer, and we've talked about the show that I think the Tacoma is a 2005 platform that's has a new that has the same body in white with new doors and a fender and a and uh, engine but that's and, not and savaging. You're being no, 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 very no, no, no. nice. No, but what I'm saying is that is the oldest truck that looks new, mm-hmm. and when you look at it, they sell every single one of them, right? Yep. But when you drive it. Back-to-back, it has a C-channel frame that's riveted. There's not hydroforming. It's not fully boxed like everybody else. The brakes are mushy. The inputs aren't very good. The chassis is not stout. And when you drive it, say, next to a Colorado, which is the opposite of all those things, it really becomes apparent Like how—I won't say not good because the Tacoma is still a good truck— but how deficient— it is compared to the Compare, competition now. Compared,
2: yeah, yeah. And look, the Ford Ranger was exactly what the Mexican market, market wanted in 2010.
0: Yeah. That, well, <laughs> yeah. well, and, and, you know? and the, here's the other thing about Toyota, and we've talked about it with Ted, who's on here, and we talked about it with one of the guys from TRD who came on. You can't turn the electronic nannies off. Like, that ZR2, I can go full uh, electronics off real, and wrong. Real quick, I, I, was, I was
2: getting that way where I was saying I wasn't a truck guy, but... I want a Zero Two so bad. I want a Zero... I love that thing. I, I, that is my favorite I took truck. him
0: out, and he was really surprised. We had a blast. Oh, I was stunned. So what do we do, road. like 100 off-road miles in, in that day? No, other? no. It was more than that. Yeah. I it mean, was like
2: one so and a quarter, good. I want to say. What I really want is I wanted to put a small block in there with a manual. Yeah. That would be, yeah, well, I, be, have, be... That
0: would be... Just dream. dream. Just, talk about Dream and Garage. And they'd
1: sell them. No, I know they would. They'd
0: sell them. That, that truck is fit. so good
1: in the dirt. It's so good. And you could have that car where you live, because in LA, the roads are smaller, the whole thing. It's it's. Old town up in Hollywood, and want it, but yeah, that would be fine. It would be perfect. I, I seriously think about it all the time. I, my wife is like,
2: "Do not get a truck."
1: Really? Know. Hey, I've got a.
0: I've got go look. I've got a car seat in the back for my my no, youngest. I, and... I, I well, took what,
1: I took my yeah. kid around in there too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's her beef? Is it is it too? It's like, not hip, hipster enough for her or what? No, 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 no <laughs> nothing like that. Look,
2: my wife is she has an Audi Allroad right now, and she's like, "Could I get rid of this and get a Civic Type R, which is like the <laughs> little, <laughs> little Honda stick only yeah, with a yeah, big yeah, wing?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, let's do yeah, that. Why not?" I, was, I wanted a safe car when the baby showed up. Yeah, you know? well, like, of course. Okay. But, um, and in a wagon, you know, and she, she hates SUVs and trucks. Except for G-Wagons. She loves G-Wagons. Well, I mean, most women love G-
0: G-Wagons. Uh, most men, <clears throat> uh, I mean, I, I love G-Wagons. I, this I, is going to feed into the, our angry letter. I said that because we got an angry <laughs> letter from our last podcast. We did? Yeah, Emmy wrote us. Oh. oh, I just saw Emmy. Oh, yeah. th- th-
1: this is Emmy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> we
0: we stole that from a uh, drive Emmy and I were on, nice. and she's now become part of the show. So right, uh, she wrote us uh, an angry uh, email, So we'll read it later. Okay, okay. Yeah.
2: No. Anyways, yeah. No. I mean, that's that that it's uh, nothing to do with hipster. This or that or the other. She just doesn't like trucks, and I, you know, look. There's a lot of things I don't like about. Tr- I don't need a truck. I just don't need yeah. it. I, but but I love how good it is off road. I, lo- I I was and I I'm, bet
0: you would take a uh, a Ram Limited on a road trip cross country if somebody handed you the keys. Oh,
2: totally. I mean, I, I we had uh, the previous fifteen hundred with air suspension. Oh yeah, great trip. luxury car. Yeah, it was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I'll right. bet if you gave your wife the keys to a Colorado ZR2, she after nah. no, she just thinks it's too big. She thinks her all roads too big. You know,
2: I mean, okay. she she Well, likes, you are
0: you are in the middle of LA. I mean, no, they, no, they she just cut. she
2: likes really fast, uh, nimble stick small, shift,
1: yeah. like so. She needs things. a Mini Cooper.
2: Oh eh, something better Too than small? that. Too small. Yeah she, she, <laughs> she, she, had a, she had my old WRX and it was kind of getting long in the two, the WRX wagon, and I got her a That's Fiesta cool. ST, um, and I said well, you know what do you think? And she goes a little pokey, so I tuned it. She liked that, and then now she's in the Audi and she's like I just she was driving my Fiesta around. She's like I just miss like fun stick shifts, yeah. you know cars, and so she, and I was like Civic Type R is about as good as yeah. cars get. You ever Not- do any
1: track time with her?
2: No, she's she's good. She she she'd be really. She's a very fast driver. She's a late breaker. So she'd actually probably be good on a track after her first crash. Yeah, <laughs> um, sounds like my wife. But no, she has no interest at all. She's oh. none. No, she just doesn't like cars. But she's just like if I have to drive, I want something that I can park, and I want something small, and I want something that I can spill. Uh, you know. Tea all over, and you won't you <laughs> get mad at, at me. That's like a truck. <laughs> well, well like it is like a truck, <laughs>
1: but trucks are big and yeah, hard to park. Yeah, and yeah, it sounds like a Tesla it. driver. We were just talking about it the other day. Oh, yeah. is it, it, on the way back from LST, we're sitting, coming back from LAX on the 405, looking at dirty tesla after dirty tesla after yeah. dirty tesla we're like these people don't want to drive yeah. they're only their appliances and, uh, yeah, their, yeah, their yeah. appliances their, their hipster appliances she,
2: she doesn't understand she will not she doesn't believe in like washing cars or cleaning out car her yeah, car yeah. like it, it actually is frightening how much trash i'm like this is insane so but yeah
0: as an automotive enthusiast yes your thoughts on electric well not necessarily electrification but electric cars yeah and then now you bollinger b1 the rivian yeah, yeah. Oh, what are your awesome. thoughts on those trucks oh, They're
2: they're great uh I mean you know here's the thing are you going to lose the engine sound yeah but then you know, you're not going to be like dependent on gasoline you know so it's like you're you're free plus they're really good you know we were just out in Arizona saw that EcoPo Camaro yeah Pop its wheels Not in the okay air, with it. Run a, uh, run a, run a okay 10 point. I know. Oh, no, three I, I I can't, I, He can't do it. It's a sacrilege. And bolt a Bolton.
0: I was, know. It's it got was, small block motor mounts. Dude, and everything it was, was, I know. It was I got awesome. It. it was awesome. I got it, it but it's awesome. just
2: it's just sacrilege. It's wrong. I
0: don't, <laughs> no, but like, you know, it's just, it. look,
2: the gas is going to go away. And it's like, the, the, the. Apparently,
0: so are airplanes. In the new Green Deal. Oh yeah, in the new Green, green deal. deal, no airplanes. No they airplanes. Want, well, yeah. that's what that's what she wants. Yes, <laughs> yes. no no airplanes. I don't understand. What do you uh, mean? AOC then, yeah. has her new Green Deal. Part of her plan was to get rid of all air travel, that's, and then replace it with high what's speed her, rail. Uh, Cortez, oh. Oh, what's, yeah. really? what's her? Yeah, Andrea uh, Ocasio Cortez.
1: And she. This is part All, of her air travel. Yeah. She just anything that emits. So, okay. Well, so the, you know, the, the, that, yeah, that's kinda the silly.
0: the senator from Hawaii, yeah. who's super liberal, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. She, They asked her. They said, "Well, what do you think of it?" She goes, "That'd be hard for Hawaii." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's
2: okay. Well, that's a little ridiculous, but but look, like you know, it's 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 burning gasoline. Turned. I love it. I do no, it. I'm hypocritical, but it's it's not good for humans. You know. Yeah. And then, again, I again, planet will be fine. It, we we could kill ourselves, and the planet the planet will, will right on you know, ticket. Right. But but he, I you know I have a kid. I want him to have kids and. Not them not to get weird like lung diseases and stuff like that, so we
0: have to deal with this. <laughs> well, it's not I, I get it, but you still have to have power plants that aren't dirty, too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's got to come I, from I, somewhere, yes,
2: I agree. But like California, most of our power is pretty green, yeah, other parts of the country, not so not green. So Germany going 100% green, France is yeah. green, so it's doable. Um, I think they're great. I can't wait for cars that can drive themselves because right now it is <clears throat> nine. I've been up <laughs> since I have a, a two year old, I've been up since 520 i got to drive an hour home. I'd love to get in the car and say, take me home.
0: So I, we it. were
2: talking about that. And
0: I'm okay with autonomous driving in one condition only, and that is stop-and-go traffic where it's a waste of my
1: time anyway. But what, like, about, right, what about right now? Yeah. You're not gonna enjoy driving home right now.
0: Well, at least there's not I don't have to put See, my See, I phone enjoy break.
1: driving all the time, always, and I do not want autonomous driving. And I understand it's coming and I'm gonna have to get used to it. I will have no choice. We we're talking uh, about adaptive cruise control here. I don't Adaptive cruise control well, is just being lazy. I don't that's like and it's a slippery slope. If you allow it with uh, g- adaptive cruise control, it, then it's here. But when it,
0: when my commute is an hour and a half to go twenty eight miles, yeah. I don't oh. care. Yeah. I'm no, driving. I'm engaged in driving. Uh, I, I disagree with that. I think there's I, times I, uh, where I can be doing other uh, things. Yeah, and, I mean yeah, I think autonomous
2: driving will be will be Great for a lot of situations. Now, if you want to go on a Sunday drive and go up in the canyons, obviously you don't want autonomous driving. Yeah, obviously. You know? Yeah, but like, oh, right now- like,
0: Unless you take, can't drive and you're like, car, show me what you can do. Yeah, <laughs> take take me home mode, or
2: I've had a couple beers and I don't feel like going to prison. <laughs> I just want to get home. <laughs> yeah. You know? All right, well. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, pff, take me home. It'd be awesome. All right. It'd be great. Fine. You know? I don't want to end and, this and, segment. And by the talking way, about this. No. And by the way, here's the other thing I, I always stress to people about electric cars. If I did get home right now, I could plug it in when I wake up tomorrow. I have a full tank. I don't have to deal with gas stations. Nope, not true. That's not if you have good. a new
0: Range Rover or PH, uh, EV, which uh, I plugged in overnight, 31 miles of range, and I did the lowest common denominator, the level one charger. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. But it was like, I came yeah. out, it's like 13 miles. <laughs> you got to you got to get a level two. That's really low. It was bad. You might have bad power at I, your house. I never, no, I have a. I have a 220 uh, okay. for the dryer that's not being used. Right. So I went off of that. And it was uh, the the advertised uh, gas or uh, electric only range is 31 miles. Yeah, the best I ever got was 26.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, that again. But that, I mean,
0: trying really hard not to that, burn that, through that. That's you know. 31 miles at 55 yeah. miles an hour. Which... I was less than that. Really? Yes. Oh, f- I was f- trying that. to. I tried to make it so. Again, my commute to work is 28 yeah. or 29. Yeah. So I plugged it in, left with 100 percent, and then babied that sucker. And about Wilmington, bruh, engine comes on. Yeah,
2: yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, you know, so. it's not. It's not. Not technology. prime time yet, but I just just yeah. wait till you'll have. I forget what they're called. Oh God, Nelson from Auto just tell me about it. But like basically, when the body, the carbon body structure of your car is a battery, Ooh, that'll be awesome. So the whole car will just store until juice. the firefighters
0: need to take the uh, not, jaws of life on you. Nah, it'll be it'll be
2: it'll be fine. They they all count for all that and and they're autonomous. They won't even crash. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> God,
2: yeah, no, it's I, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be it's right. gonna be awesome, man. Johnny I, Lieberman's it, Utopia. No, look, it's like it's like it's that's gonna happen, like it or not. They, they, Porsche today just said the new Macan, hundred percent electric. That two thousand mm. is
0: that true? I did not see that. Yeah,
2: just just this morning.
0: I think two thousand. So going after like the Jaguar F Pace and it's
2: honestly it's just they're like okay, we've developed this PPE platform, yeah. premium uh, plug-in, plug-in electric. electric. Uh, we're gonna shop it around the the whole company. Like Audi's yeah. getting some, and now Porsche's getting a bunch. Um and SUVs are hot and yep. next Macon will be electric and you know what it'll be fine because I I know, I know a lot of Macon owners and not not one of them's ever been like I really like the way my Macon sounds they don't because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it sounds terrible yeah right that's true you know <laughs> so you know and by the way there's not going to be some government agency that comes and grabs your you know muscle car and takes your V8 away from you. It's, you'll still have all your old
1: cars. I hope
0: so until they make us put like some I, transponder nah, on it or something. I don't something. know. The not the US, not in the U.S. Not in the
1: U.S. i will never do yeah. that. No, Europe. How are they going we'll to mix in not. all the autonomous cars with non autonomous cars that we're driving? We're still idiot drivers. And well, they're going to have that, to. That's the hard part.
2: Right? I mean, that, that's the hard part. But, the, you
1: know, look, and it,
2: it depends who you talk to. I've, I've talked
1: to certain engineers,
2: uh, my buddy at Porsche, who's like, within 10 years, cars won't have steering wheels. And I talked to Whoa. guys at guys at BMW that are like nope 50 years maybe it's yeah. there's no way to do this. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody it's, knows. It's, nobody it's too knows. complicated. It's all well, crap shit right it, now. But it comes down to like it's a, a lot of times it's like, philosophical. Yeah, yeah, not like in other words, okay, you have a choice, you can you can kill a baby or you can kill an old man.
0: Well, so we talked about that right. like when at what point do the autonomous cars are on the same level uh, playing field? And something jumps out in front of it, and it has to decide that you're going to die as the customer and passenger, or that person who stepped out well, is going to die. That's, that's a corporate that's,
2: decision, right? So, right? Another, I'll give you two great examples right. of that, right? So, so, so Volvo, they've said that by some year, Volvos won't kill anybody. Mercedes, <laughs> Mercedes. No one will die in a
0: mercedes Yeah, exactly, ben. right? Because no you're their customer. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, How does yeah.
1: Volvo say no one will die? How's that impossible? The, the, the Volvo, they will just, they, they will, I don't Volvo know. Volvo will but, have
0: some ray on the front, they'll, and they'll, they'll shoot you, they'll and you'll, you'll turn into particles. The car will drive right through and then you'll reassemble <laughs> behind the car. But you got to make these decisions,
2: right? In other words, yeah. you have a choice, right? You have a choice. You can slam into the motorcycle. Yeah. Or you can slam it into the car. The or the car yeah. Odds are, if you hit the car, you're going to injure the people inside more than if yeah. you hit a mo- if you hit a motorcycle. Dead. They're dead. You're yeah, fine. Right. Who cares? It's a bike. So Every, <laughs> the goal will be
0: everybody is equal is equally injured. Yeah. That'll, be, that'll be the will well. Goal.
2: I don't know what the go- no. It, it, it'll be a decision. Yeah. I, I don't. And it's funny because uh, he's I think he's out of prison now. But anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, Professor Doctor Engineer Herr Hackenberg <laughs> who went to prison for Dieselgate. Uh uh-huh. One of the one of the big guys at Audi probably the smartest guy I've ever met, but I remember him sitting there telling me, like, yeah, you must decide. Do you kill the baby or the old man? <laughs> now, it's true, the baby's at the beginning of its life, but society's invested nothing in it. The old man, they spent a lot of money, and I'm like,
4: whoa! Why buddy. are
2: Germans allowed to make these <laughs> yeah, decisions? Yeah. They've done this before, it ended horrible. Yeah, it was you know. not okay. Yeah, 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 So, yeah, and, and look, they made and, a decision. If it's not him, it, it's got to be Google. Well, but yeah, right, but they look, Volkswagen made a decision that they're going to emit 40 times more noxious pollutants that cause all kinds of horrible cancers, to sell some cars. So, you know, it's who do you trust? It's, a, it's a crazy thing, but it's all coming. It's all coming, is the thing. All right, let's end
0: it on a truck. So, that Ram TRX sounds like it's going to be pretty badass. <laughs> it does. It does. Well, I have a question. Can I ask you okay. a question? Yes, yes please. yes, please. How come no one's done a Raptor competitor? Um, What is, why not? If- well, so the Raptor, okay, so I think there's a few things. I think Raptor happened at the right time when they were willing to invest in that. Platform yeah, yeah. when nobody else was because they're going through bankruptcy right so yeah. Ford went th- and did the investment. Raptor's already a generation ahead of any competitors right um, yeah but they could they could catch uh, up it's can, not rocket, could, rocket right. science oh, no, I understand yeah, that yeah, yeah. but it's still you know th- there's so much build complexity that everybody has anyway you have to kind of decide sure. so I think you see like GM waiting in the water with, like a trail boss sort of like mm-hmm. and the ZR2 and and you see you know the TRD Pro sort of mm, but I think Ram's going to be the first who goes whole hog. Right. And to me, like the current Raptor, as good as it is, it feels like it got too refined. And for most people, the Raptor is probably your second or third car. And so, Ford 1A, it's really quiet and it rides great, and we're going to pump in fake engine noises. Whereas I think Ram's going to approach it like we're shoving a Hellcat in. <laughs> right, it's going to be in your face. We don't give a <laughs> how how loud it is. Right, we're right. going to town, and you're going to have fun. I get my I, visceral. I, like the, it needs to get back to that visceral experience.
2: This this is this. I mean, I I really respect a lot of things about Dodge. I want to just put that out there. But there's a problem I have in general with uh, the American, the Big Three. In Germany, if Mercedes did a Raptor, there would be a BMW yeah. and an Audi version a Tomorrow. minute later. Tomorrow. Yeah. 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 They just chase each other around in circles and. Okay, maybe it's not the best thing in the world, but I think it's a good thing. Whereas, like, you have these Raptors where they're still selling I know. For thirty thousand over or whatever it is. Yeah. The used ones are seventy thousand. Uh-huh. Used 70, yeah. the dealers must be. If I was a G- Chevy dealer, I'd be like, "Where's my effing Raptor?" Yeah, right. You know, yeah. I de-
1: demanding it, and and they just. They're just sleeping.
0: I don't know. But I, I just don't get I it. I mean, you could do aftermarket Reapers and things like that. But yeah, there's no, there's uh, no. Yeah, like, but, uh, so Chevy. So here's here's my so I'll, okay. two two yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, okay. So we all know the TRX Ram is coming at some point, and I'll leave it at that because yeah, I don't know how much to yeah. talk about. Right, right, right. Uh, it'll be you know Hellcat. They show the concept. You know that's coming. You know whatever. I will say that. When the ZR2 before it came out, do you remember the ZH2? Yeah. Okay, so that was the hydrogen super, army concept, super right? Killer looking, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. had the multi-matic shocks on it right? before,
2: before the Raptor. The, yeah. Before,
0: well, before the ZR2 did. Okay, So that was the first.
2: It, it was after the Raptor? Okay, okay, yeah, it was yeah. Post Raptor, yeah, yeah, yeah. pre ZR2. That was like
0: 2012. Yeah, somewhere in there, 12, 13, okay. something like that. Yeah, yeah. They just released. So the same organization within GM released a Silverado version of the ZH2. In a CAD computer. I don't think it's a real vehicle. It was like, hey, this, this Silverado rendering? Hydrogen. No, it was a video. Oh, yeah. And on that video were Multimatic shocks. Right. So it makes me think that there is a Multimatic DSSV shocked Silverado coming soon. I think from what I know, the RAM project's way further along. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the Chevy's going to be like next year or anything. Right. But I'm guessing within three years, Raptor... Is gonna have you know? It's gonna have some some uh, people joining it. I hope you know. so. Or <coughs> Chevy, if you're listening, ZR2 with a small block and a stick and shift stick. would uh, literally be the greatest thing of would, all time. It would be awesome. You know, it it be, be so they awesome. just call it the ZR2 One LE. Done. There, there's your product planning. Fifty thousand bucks. <laughs> all done. On the on the bedside, would be ZR2 slash One LE. Yeah, <laughs> give it a black hood. Done. Yeah, you know, uh, the ZR2. Such a cool, so good off road. They just it's need to call you. Shocking. Yeah.
2: Oh, I I talk to them a lot about this, but it's shocking how I mean we we. When you take that off road next to TRD Pro, yeah. Oh, you don't want to drive the. We did a head to head. We did um. We did oh yeah. By the way, subscribe to the Motor Trend app. Um, But we we did did, did a head to head uh, with that versus the Power Wagon, and my thinking was on the rocks, Power Wagon would kill
0: it. Nope. Except the ZR2, smaller footprint, and it has the same tires. Yep. Same front and rear lockers. Yep. A little less wheel travel, but this diesel has a lot of torque for its size.
2: I was, well, and if you if you get into like uh, uh, torque per pound, yeah, it act- was three hundred sixty nine and five thousand pounds versus it's better 429 and seventy five hundred pounds. It's better. Yeah. It's actually better. Yeah. And 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 the same path. The Ram. Uh, the the tailpipe was damaged. The bumper was just. Brutalized by the rock, <laughs> Chevy doesn't have a bumper there. Yeah, right, it's, right, it's all
0: cut out. Yeah, the, those the, so the steps like, are gone.
2: It's like it's. I couldn't believe it was. And I, was, it's I was, a, I was like it's actually better than a Power it's Wagon. It's a good truck. Now rocks,
0: I like the know. Power Wagon better on the highway. And yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think the ZR2 with the first generation DSSV, and we had uh, Michael uh, Gatilla from uh, Multimatic on talking about it. Oh yeah, and I, we, I met him. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and and talked about Mark Dickens, and mm-hmm. and he asked like, okay, so you've been in it for a while. What are some of your thoughts? And so my feeling is that this is the first crack at it, the second generation of these shocks would be really good. Not that they're sure. not really good now, but there's sure. a certain feel with the ZR2 that's different than everybody else. Like The way the spool valves work and the way that the shocks absorb so much energy in such a short stroke is a very hydraulic bump stop feeling, where it's a short stroke where they like, go, ooh. Which ooh. I like, but I, but that's, it's
2: very sporty, and yeah. a lot of people don't like that. It's yeah, almost yeah, yeah. a
0: little bit too taut and needs yeah. a little bit more compliance, at least yeah. in the diesel version because the springs are so much different for the diesel weight, where I feel like the V6 is more compliant. um, I actually haven't driven the gas one, but but I've driven the gas... No,
2: I did drive the gas one. I don't in Colorado,
0: probably at gateway
2: yeah, uh, no, where they had the jumpy no, we, track. No, we had okay. one at the office, but okay. I, I remember that was like that. That engine was like fighting the transmission, and the diesel was the, like the, perfect. The yeah. diesel six speed is really well matched. Really good. The yeah.
0: original Colorado three six six speed sucks. Yeah, the eight speed big difference, big okay. big improvement okay. on, with the
2: eight speed. I think trucks. I drove the gas ZR2, and I wasn't that impressed, but yeah. I, the diesel was like, I love this thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's awesome. I told you you could own one. I just could. Gotta, just I got to get, get, it, the, wife, I, get, get the, the wife into it. No, I,
2: I don't. I don't need it. I, I I don't need. I have my little Fiesta. It's all the car I need <laughs> at the moment. And with our with our parking situation, it's fine. But um, yeah, we don't
0: look. I, I would, I would love to have one. I'd probably buy a used G wagon first. Same price. But, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so, our, I think our sticker on our fully loaded ZR2, there's like fifty one. Yeah, yeah. oh a lot really? For a mid-size oh, truck. that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So what's next mm-hmm. for uh, Johnny Lieberman? Uh, I go to Geneva, the motor show. Well, that's right, that's next week or this yeah. weekend. Uh, well, it's March
2: 3rd. I don't know when this airs, but March yeah. 3rd, uh, cover the Geneva show and then uh, we film a head to head. starting in uh, Monaco, we're gonna do the BMW M2 competition versus the Alpine 110, which Ooh, is a French okay. car we don't get, but yep. they're kind of like legitimate Cayman alternatives. So, yeah, Cayman. Is awesome. There's nothing wrong with it except the engine sounds horrible because it's a turbo four. <laughs> yeah. So here's some legit yeah, here's yeah. some legit competition. And we're going to wind up in Barcelona.
0: And so you're doing head to head, so uh, the Motor Trend app, uh, motor, mm-hmm. what used to be called Motor Trend on demand. Yeah, now just Motor, everything's That's Motor, motor Trend. Trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can download that on Android, download that on iOS. You can get a free uh, subscription to start, and then it's what, five bucks a month or something like yeah. that? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and, let's explain what head to head is. We've yeah. all seen it, but there's probably a lot of our listeners. Oh, head to
0: head is uh, you have two cars, and
2: we drive them around, do a bunch of stuff, and we declare this car is better than that car. It's better. It's like Motor
0: Week, but better. <laughs> like the modern, the modern the, version. Everything uh, a lot better. <laughs> Everything's yeah, yeah, yeah. better than Motor Week. Oh, oh, God, come on, damn. who didn't watch oh. on their public broadcasting yeah. system Motor Week oh, back man. in the day? If you were a car guy and you're flipping the channel, else. You know, and you're, else. I and get you're ten years old, oh, and you
1: come across Motor Week, you stop. I don't care who you are. You I know. Stop that, and, and my watched father watched them religiously. And, and it, it had just... the tech graphic for yes. power. And you're but like,
2: but what was so funny? was Remember that was like basically public. Broadcast, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, and then Top Gear started out
0: that way because it
1: yeah. was BBC, right? And then very and different. <laughs> BBC no, no, no. is very different. Well, hang, on, than, uh, hang
2: on, hang on, hang on. If you watch the original Top Gear from 27 years ago, not the same cinematic values, it and, was yeah. just like Motor Week, and then they figured out how to evolve it. And yeah, Motor Week didn't.
1: Could you imagine <laughs> if Motor Week evolved into uh, <laughs> they could have <laughs> that guy is <laughs> still on stopping. TV today? I forget, he's still doing yeah, yeah. automotive content, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's a dinosaur and so tan. Have you seen him? <laughs> he's so tan. Hey, so, anyway, man. check out Johnny on,
0: uh, on motortrend.com yeah. or uh, Motortrend, the app, or uh, uh, what? Are you, just, are you doing anything else other than head to head? Well, Ignition's on hiatus for the moment. Okay. Uh,
2: but In but between seasons, as we like to say. In between seasons, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, video wise, I mean,
0: not really. I've, I'm, I'm apparently doing a lot of Bear Jackson stuff. Okay. Uh, so, But I'm around. Don't let Dennis Pitsenberger yell at you, though, because uh, he was doing <laughs> Barrett-Jackson one year, and they, the next year they had a, a, a lady and a guy hosting who didn't know anything. And so Dennis was basically live uh, Facebooking and Instagramming their mistakes from Barrett-Jackson uh, on his feed, which was awesome. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm lucky that I will make some mistakes, but well, not that many. I, right, I, I, I try to research what I say before. I try to try, right. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. you like video or writing better? Do you like being on camera? I love or writing? writing. I love writing. I, I think I'm obviously now better known for video. Uh video, you know, it's it's really not that much fun to do. It's
1: oh. it's not that much fun to do. It's it, it, because worked. you have to do take after take after take like, or it's, everything it's, takes it's, forever. It's long Or they put you in the box and you say, you know, you only have these parameters to you know, you, you, like you, you don't just, get as much freedom. You're
2: convinced there's this they that <laughs> floats around well, that is, tells me what I can't do. No, no I'm saying no, there is. I'm the they on the video. You're the they. Yeah. No. It's just there's just it's long formatted days. You know exactly what you're gonna do, and it's, it's it's look. It takes five days to produce 22 minutes of footage. You know what I mean? So it's it's just it's just not it's a exciting. Lot of work. Yeah. I love the process of writing. It's a lot of fun. Making video is not a lot of fun. There's some fun stuff, and you know, look. The other day, we had the CHP close down this beautiful road in San Diego. We had a 600LT that spits fires and a Porsche <laughs> GT3 RS, and we're driving as fast as we can with no other traffic on the road. Oh, that's fun. That is amazing. Yeah, that's fun. But that was about 20 minutes out of a you know 14-hour day. Okay. so All
0: right, so if you want to follow uh, Johnny, it's at Johnny Lieberman, J-O-N-N-Y-L-I-E-B-E. R M A N. You're That's talking right. about
1: the award-winning the Instagram. Award-winning, feed? I was going to say That's the award-winning <laughs> Instagram feed. It's so
0: good. Hey, I, I wish we were sitting here saying we are an award-winning podcast, but apparently we are not. No, we are not. We are definitely not. <laughs> well, we we love that you uh, made the trek down here to do yes. to join us. I know we've been talking about it forever. We've well, had. Uh, we'll do it again. We'll let's do, do it. Again. Yeah, we've yeah, had yeah. people uh, emailing us asking to have you on. So oh, I
2: think cool. there'll be a
1: lot of people be excited. Cool. That you yeah, I hope, so. I
2: hope so. I hope so. I hope they like it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, enjoy the 45 mile ride home in your autonomous vehicle uh, what am I driving
0: I, I wish it was a, tom-
1: a Subaru Crosstrek which,
2: that's my please Subaru put a turbo in this car please yeah, yeah. it's so uh, slow
0: non- or normally aspirated 2.5 yeah. oh, it's just it's, just this, it's such CBT a nice also, thing also isn't it well that sucks too yeah.
2: But yeah, but just, it's, it's so, it changes the way you drive because yeah. you look in your rear view and you see a car 10 lengths back you're like nope <laughs> <laughs> just can't do it just can't do it but you know, it's like oh it's so oh, slow it's so slow well, thank you very much.
1: Yeah, I appreciate for it. And Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Fantastic. All right, All right. we'll
0: uh, see you back at the
1: ranch. Thanks, Johnny. Yep,
0: ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Johnny Lieberman here on the Truck Show Podcast. Love
1: that guy. Uh, we have to have him back on. Can we? Uh, yeah, uh, tomorrow? No, he would totally come back. <laughs> I don't know if he'd do tomorrow. It took right. us a while to get him here. Yeah, damn. He uh, lives not not anywhere near close to us. No, he's on the
0: other side of Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not even close. Actually, he lives closer to where you uh, work during the day. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yes, guess so, right? Uh, I loved hanging out with him, but I think it's time for us to hang out
1: with some of our listeners. Oh, you mean like the Five Star Hotline? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on and be part of the show. Call the five-star six, Five Star Hotline. 657-205-6105.
4: The Five Star Hotline, Hotline Jabuble and Holman. <laughs> My name is Ben from Sevierville, Tennessee, and I've got a what the truck question for you guys because I need to know what the truck is going on with your sponsor Nissan's Frontier hmm. uh, in 2005, I believe, 2005 or 2006. My family bought a Nissan Frontier Nismo edition. It was a pretty cool little truck. It had a locking rear diff, and it was pretty good off road. Um, that truck,
1: <laughs> yes, Holman
0: That truck won the uh, four wheeler pickup truck of the year back oh, it in did. 2005, I
1: believe. Okay.
0: And uh, the Nismo edition was awesome. You could get the four liter V6 with a stick, which you can still get that today. It's now called, I think, the Pro4X on the uh, on the Frontiers. Back then, it was called the Nismo. And I'll never forget, it was, a, it was one of the first trucks with a six-speed uh, manual transmission, mm-hmm. and you could chirp third. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sure you remember that well.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> i wanted to buy one used because I'm a cheapskate. I've wanted to buy one used for years. And I figured, well, when the new body style comes out, that body style will get cheaper. It's never going to get cheaper because they're never changing the body style. <laughs> Can you tell me what the truck by the way, also, can you name can you name this sound? Leaf blower. Nah. What? I have no idea. I'm I'm completely kidding. You shouldn't have to name something so obscene. That is a 1996 Honda
0: Accord with 254,000
4: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> miles oh. on it. By the way, please help me figure out how I can get a Frontier.
0: My nice guys. Bye. <laughs> my, uh, my first car, by the way, a 1987 Honda Accord with the pop-up headlights. I think we were talking about uh, that with Johnny. And my dad also had a 96 Accord that became my sister's first car. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, I know, I know that Dude, time. I had an 84 and a
1: 94. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah, dude. Um, you know what I saw the other day? I think uh, everyone has owned an Accord,
0: haven't they? <laughs> you know, or at least, the, like Kevin Bacon is seven. Yeah. Uh, Honda Accords or Cynics are one. Yeah, one. totally. You know somebody. Yeah. Um, I was at the uh, Peterson Museum uh, last week, and they had a old... Uh, 89 uh, Civic Si Hatchy oh, that yeah. was there, and it was jdm a
1: JDM. Down, I'm like, I'd love to put a B18 in one of those things and just go crazy. Those don't exist on the road anymore. I know they you have all been turned them. into race cars, or they've been yeah. crushed, gone. It's uh, you can never find a, an Si. When's the last one you saw on the road? It's been years. So uh, Ben, I have some
0: great news for you. Well, number one, you cheapskate. The Frontier is like one of the best values in mid-sized trucks. I think their, their sales like last month were up like 17% or something like that. That big? Oh, yeah. The, the truck hasn't been updated since 2005, but it's all of a sudden like the right truck <laughs> at the right time. Oh, <laughs> five. Because if you think about it, everybody else came out with their new generations. that are all expensive. Yeah. And the Frontier is super value. Like you like, So like, why should we change it? Why, yeah. Well, okay. So here's the deal. Um, go buy a current one because they're freaking cheap, <laughs> number one. Um, they start at nineteen thousand, uh, I think it's eight eighty or eight ninety or something like that. Right. Your payments are right. like what, hundred bucks a month? Yeah. Oh, dude. And 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 I remember when I had that truck for a week? Yeah. The, the base model with the steel wheels, I think the only option were fifty dollars in floor mats or something. And, <laughs> and I was yes. like, this thing's not this is this isn't bad at all. Like I could I would totally cruise this. I know.
1: Dude, just don't be a cheapskin, just go buy
0: one. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Um, they are currently working on the new frontier. And it'll I, be out in twenty thirty five. And I, I can't. I, I haven't been able to say anything because I know they've been working on it. But today, um, one of the executives let it slip that hey, we're working on it. And uh, he had like a great quote. I believe his uh, quote was, "By the way, eighteen nine ninety is what they start at." Okay. Um, his great quote was, "We're working on it, and you will." Because
1: that, by the way, that ten
0: dollars. Well, you know, I want to be. <laughs> I want to be correct. You know, somebody at Nissan's <laughs> listening to us, and they're going, "No, you're. It's it's wrong. That's not what it is, right?" Fred DePerez at Nissan
1: said today that uh, we're working on it and you won't be disappointed. Well, I mean, I would hope he would say that. He <laughs> would never say, like, we're working on it and we're all going to be disappointed. Yeah. No, I mean, Nissan makes great stuff, dude. Yeah, no, I know. So anyway, I'm just saying that uh, he's pretty
0: excited about it, and uh, I think everybody should be pretty excited about it.
1: Hey, fellas. This
4: is Peter Takis up in Northern
1: California. By the way, uh, the Google translation of Hey, fellas. <laughs> hey, Phyllis. <laughs> hey, Phyllis. <laughs> we don't have a Phyllis I here, I love Google. the Google translations. Oh, God.
4: Uh, just finished up your bonus JTSO. And uh, if we're just saying a call, let us know what you thought about it. I, I like to have any extra content. Got to hear you at the start of my work week, end of my work week. You're like my little audio bookends. So that was good. I love the interviews. And uh, hearing about the truck, they put some really cool stuff in there. Uh, it's funny you mentioned the bolt storage for the top and stuff like that, that Jeep does. When uh, we took the roof off my wife's JK for the first time, took the bolt out of the back, popped up in the rear cargo and saw the little bolt holes for them, and I thought that was just a great idea for keeping track of them. So... Thought that was neat. Glad to hear they're doing all the new trucks, and that thing sounds pretty awesome. So keep up the good work, and can't wait to hear all the stories from LSC. Have fun down there.
1: Well, Pete, thanks. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So let's let's recap for the the bolt uh, yeah, whole so, city's so talking the about. The cool thing
0: is uh, every um, bolt that you would take off of a JL or a JT truck to so either lower the windshield, take off the top, all the different configurations. There's a little uh, molded plastic storage. Container. Like a little bin? Yeah, that's in it that has a hole for every single one of those bolts with the right sizing so you don't lose any Kind of
1: like you'd see a photographer has for his lenses. Kind right? of like that. And a Pelican yeah. case or uh-huh. something.
0: Or uh, a case of uh, jelly bellies. <laughs>
1: Who would have a case of jelly bellies? <laughs> yeah,
0: you've never seen like, the kids go around and they separate out, like the OCD kids, and their jelly bellies are in those little plastic cases and they have like. Yeah, okay. No. Right, well, I have an 11 year old with friends, so. Okay.
4: Mm. Lightning and Holman. I just finished your gladiator episode. While I'm driving my 1998 Jeep Grand Cherokee with 302,000 miles on the odometer. And I really want a Gladiator now. Thanks for that. I'm kind (laughs) of hoping when they come out, I might be able to trade this bad boy in and hopefully they will give me about 50% off. So wish me luck. Thanks, guys up the gray words. Talk uh, to you later. Thank you
1: for leaving a five-star <laughs> hotline, and we wish you all the luck in the world, my friend. Uh, because I can hear that exhaust leak coming out of the side <laughs> of whatever. I wasn't going to say anything. I didn't want to pile on, but maybe not 50%. I don't know what they're going to uh, get yeah, on probably that thing.
4: Truck Show Podcast. What's up? Just switched to the iPhone. I sent a review and whatnot, and I'm able to give you that sweet iTunes five-star. I'm pretty excited about that. I've nice. been wishing I could wish do that this whole time. I think you guys, being from California and whatnot, Uh I think you guys need, like, a ska jingle. Like, one of the jingles need to be more ska. Thank you. You know, like with the horns and the, you know, like uh, Goldfinger. Yes, uh,
1: Goldfinger reference.
4: I don't know. Although, I I can't even think of one right now. It's like, you got me on the spot.
1: Real Big Fish? Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Less than Jake?
0: Me, personally, I want a ska jingle. All right, bye.
1: Those are some solid uh some solid voicemails. Are we done? Mm, yeah. Normally this is my favorite segment of the show, but we had Johnny Lieberman in, and I think that trumped it. Oh, okay. So this is now your second favorite. Second favorite. Here of we this go. Show. Yeah. Truck review. <laughs> yeah. Rolling, rolling dragging truck nuts. Uh, uh, oh, nice. That's all right. What you got for us, homie? Oh uh, well this is uh this is It fine. would be funnier if you said nothing and then we just went. We just ended it right there, or we just ended it with what the truck? <coughs> oh yeah, yeah. We just go <laughs> nothing. What the truck? Okay, on to our next segment.
0: <laughs> no, uh, this is finally because we're pros. Can finally talk about the 2019 Ram
1: heavy duties. No, no, just string us along for a couple of another weeks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't set the embargoes, right? Yeah, I know. You know, um, I said that word to somebody the other day. I was talking. I don't know. It was, it's I don't know. someone from banks or whatever. And I'm like, you know that product. That product is embargoed for a couple of months. And he goes and he looked at me, and I said. We just can't talk about it for a while. And he goes, but what would you say? I said, embargoed? And I just figured he knew. Uh-huh. And then I pulled a Holman where everyone just assumes I know what the acronym is or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, looked at me and he tilted Embargo's his head. Embargo is a regular word, like, though yeah but it was wasn't that a band from the 80s <laughs> <laughs> no stop <laughs> no, no no not good well, yeah, is it. <laughs> so what was that band But check this out that was DeBarge oh, DeBarge no, embargo and DeBarge very oh, similar oh wow
0: <laughs> so uh, you know if you checked out my Instagram at Sean P. Holman I had a gladiator
1: this week is your, is your is your Instagram growing since you've been pimping your Instagram yes it lately? has thank you very much follow me at Sean P. Holman well I just changed mine as you know I was right when I changed it it's no longer K-Rock's Lightning well well, we changed it, and then you got cold feet and changed it oh, again. Oh, I did. I was I was super weenie, I got to admit. For about 12 hours, it was lightning. <laughs> it wasn't that long. It was less than that? Yeah, I think less, yeah less than that. Yeah, it was lightnings dead. Because <laughs> <lightning's dead>. <laughs> we were trying <laughs> to dead. figure
0: out all these different things to change
1: it because you're not K-Rock's lightning anymore. Yeah. You're now the Truck Show podcast or Banks Lightning. That's or- all way too long. And Banks Lightning, I don't know, could have like, like I'm a banker, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. I don't know anything about banking. Uh, so then, you know, I, I live in Long Beach, so it just became LBC Lightning. So that's what it is. Yeah. So at, follow along. Yeah, follow at, back. Yeah, Follow LB, back. At, LBC Lightning. Yeah, we're just going to step
0: over each other, oh, aren't oh we? Oh, my God. We're so excited <laughs> about your new name. Uh, and at Sean B. Holman. All right, uh-huh. so
1: DeBarge is lifted.
0: Okay, and and DeBarge. Yeah, <laughs> they can talk about? No, I was going to bring up, uh, so I had a Jeep Gladiator this week, so I posted a ton of stuff on my Instagram, and somebody wrote, hey, Holman, embargo lifted yet? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I knew they were listening. Um, yeah, so we uh, the 2019 Ram Heavy Duty, uh, super awesome truck. Obviously, the big news is the 1,000-pound-foot Torque Cummins, mm-hmm. um, and we had a chance to tow with a single rear wheel, a double rear wheel, air suspension, leaf springs, a bunch of different trailer weights. We had a three-quarter-ton
1: single rear wheel tradesman with like an 11,000- You know what they're missing is just um, options for the rear end. Yeah, right, yeah. They're, they're, just, they're just a little lacking on the options, so, suspension-wise. I will tell you, that truck is
0: so freaking quiet. It's amazing. They dropped the uh, cab about 10 decibels, which ends up being about a 50% reduction in perceived uh, engine and ambient noise in the cab. Yeah. And so it looks a lot like the old truck. Yes, the body is basically the same shape. It's got a new grille and all that kind of stuff. But it now uses high-strength steel and different materials. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's got a completely different chassis, new drivetrains, new transmissions. Um, The gas trucks are the 6.4 Hemi with the new 8-speed, which is awesome. Awesome.
1: It does sound awesome. Do you think, what kind of a disservice do these manufacturers do when they put out basically 80% of a new truck, but the body is the same and it confuses consumers? So do you the, remember, the consumers?
0: remember in bankruptcy, Chevy got off where they didn't do the entire truck at the same time. They would do like a drivetrain and chassis, same top hat. Then they would do the top hat with last year's you know, chassis. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to tell people it was the best truck nobody knew about
1: they're exactly right, Right, yeah.
0: But I think, Ram, th- this truck is visually different. The, grand, the, uh, the, the grill with the big RAM, the LED lights, all that kind of stuff. See,
1: I love it because when, it, when it's the opposite. So in 07 half on my LMM, my, my Chevy Duramax, they went with the new body, and they kept the old drivetrain. So I didn't have my Dev tank. I didn't have all that stuff. But so I, that, got, that, but that I worked got the out for you I, mean, I got the new body, and that was sweet back in those days.
0: Yeah, back in back in the day. Yeah, as the Dude, Earth's crust was, was cooling, we need uh, like uh, uh, memory music.
1: <laughs> you mean like this? <gasps> where did you find that? <laughs> yeah, in my butt. Come on, keep going. Oh my gosh, that's uh, really? Is that where you keep all those? <laughs> yes, I keep the sound <laughs> in my
0: butt. Uh, here's the numbers you need to know: six point four liter Hemi, mm-hmm. eight speed automatic, mm-hmm. four hundred and ten horsepower, four twenty nine pound feet of torque. Then the big dog Cummins, the new 6.7 with the compact graphite iron block and all the goodies. 400 horsepower and 1,000 pound-feet of torque, but only available in duallys right now. And 3,500 is in the max tow package. Which is weak us. And that has a six-speed Eisen transmission.
1: Because we want it in all of the heavy duties.
0: So here's the thing that everybody will talk about. Ram's going to talk about their big numbers, mm-hmm. but the engine most people are going to get is the 370 horse and 850 Pound foot of torque, Cummins. It is based on the new 6.7 architecture. Well, oh,
1: that is no slouch, just FYI. Right. But
0: it falls short of the standard engine outputs for the diesels on both the Chevy, uh, GMC, as well as the Super Duty. But I will tell you, we had a chance to tow with that engine, and it is really good. And uh, What were you towing? Uh, we had a whole mix of trailers. So we had everything from 11,000 pounds all the way up to 17,000 pounds that we were driving. Mm-hmm. Horse trailer with live horses? Uh, not with live horses, but uh, had- uh, Men um, dressed as horses? Yes. Had, okay. But only the guy that was the front part of the horse. Okay. We don't know where the rest of them <laughs> went. Um, and then the uh, big dog, we had a regular cab, 35,100 pound towing, regular cab, dually. And we rode along with that one because obviously if you don't have a commercial driver's license, that's a lot of weight because okay. you're, you're over half the weight of a big rig. Wow. And so we took that out, and it was unbelievable. Um, You would think that much weight, and the thing would be super sluggish, it wouldn't pull. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were out in the grapevine, pulling the grapevine out of Los Angeles, and that is a notorious grade. No problem coming up to speed, passing people. The truck felt super. And again, and again you said
1: you were towing up that grade.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, and down and down the grade too. Okay. How are the How are the brakes in the amazing? Okay. The brakes are awesome. They're, they did a wholesale upgrade on the brakes. They're uh, now twin piston all the way around. Brake rotors are over fourteen inches. I mean, just the whole thing. And they have their smart um, VGT based exhaust brake, and they have adaptive cruise control that works with the trailer, so you can turn on your smart. Uh, engine brake, Mm -hmm. and you can turn on your cruise control, and not only will it maintain speed and won't run away from you down hills and stuff, but it'll also maintain the speed and distance behind the vehicle in front of you, even while towing.
1: That's amazing. Explain VGT for those who don't know. So variable geometry turbo, and the vanes on
0: the turbo... Uh, alter their direction, and that helps with the flow. And so before, you would have a Jake brake or something. Mm-hmm. Now, they basically change the direction of the vanes on the turbo. To, so you can basically to choke down. it. Yeah. So you slow down and, and get that engine braking that you normally wouldn't have with a diesel. Got it. The payload max on that truck was 7,680 pounds. Wait, what? Payload. Yeah? 7,680 pounds. So God, almost four, that I
1: had to have you repeat it. Almost four tons. Whoa. But you... Okay, so... Wait, with that much weight in the bed, it has to ride like ass. But here's what's awesome: Ram has airbags in the back, oh.
0: and they self-level. Yeah, and they get the uh, they get the frame away from the axle, so you get your wheel travel back. So believe it or not, the truck rode amazingly well.
1: How it, big were those airbags? Like giant Firestone bags or something like you'd see on a big rig? No,
0: I mean they're size for the truck. Okay, but it's just nobody else is offering factory airbag technology, and the fact that you can get that in the Ram and tow those weights. Because my experience. Previous generation of, let's say, the Ford F450, for example, when I think they broke the number, it was like 30,000 pounds or 30,000, you know, 31,000 pounds, something like that. We had a demo with Ford where they had the GM with the max tow, the Ram with the max tow, and the Super Duty with max tow. And as powerful and as great as the Super Duty felt, the one thing that I took away that I didn't like was that there's too much squat in the bed, and so you lost wheel travel. Mm-hmm. And so you're on the jounces constantly.
1: The Ram, you don't have that problem because was the airbags it, lift everything was up. Was it did it? Was it abrupt? I mean, you. Yeah. Oh no, bang, you were bang. on. You were okay. on the Johnsons. You okay. probably
0: had an inch or two fully loaded, Ugh. and it was like, Ugh, uh, uh, and you just everybody in the truck was like, you know, like when you're on a roller coaster or something, you get to that drop on the bottom. So even like,
1: the guys are wanting to wear sports bras.
0: Well, guys like you and me, yeah. <laughs> so I, I will say that's probably the best thing about the Ram is the suspension setup is phenomenal. They're using a new um, uh, frequency response shock. It's a new shock technology that they have, and it's they call it FRS. Mm-hmm. Rides well, it steers well, the brakes are awesome, it's smooth, it's quiet, it's everything you'd want in the truck. The best thing about it though, get all that tech. So you have adaptive cruise control and you have blind spot, even with the trailer attached and all that. And you can get the twelve inch screen out of the fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. The interior looks just like the fifteen hundred interior, although you only get 17 speakers instead of 19 on the high end radio. Gipped, I just know. Like I can't nope. Horrible. And and it's it just only,
1: affected my buying decision. That's yeah,
0: like 750 watts until nine, whatever, 900 watts. How
1: did it sound? Did you get a chance to turn yeah, it, it up? or no? It sounded really good. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, it
0: was awesome. Uh, and it has the same noise canceling that the 1500 has. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that in the past. And it has uh, not only does it have hydraulic C-pillar mounts, so where the back of the cab mounts to the frame, they're hydraulic, so you ta- it takes away those body-on-frame jiggles and damps them. But it also has the, uh, the mass management system. They're stealing everything yeah. from big rigs. Aren't they? Uh, some of it is, yeah, okay. sure. But they have the, um, the mass modules attached to the frame like the 1500 does. And so they basically cancel out a bunch of vibrations getting to the cab. There are these little modules that spin a weight and cancel out. Gyros? Not gyros, but they're, I don't know how to explain it. It's a module that has small a weight. Small men in.
1: that spin plates? It might be. I didn't look inside. <laughs> I didn't,
0: again, I didn't take the truck apart. I just drove it. And it was really about good. thousands of small people spinning plates. The uh, new cast iron cylinder head is home to
1: new rocker arms and exhaust valves and springs. Thanks, PR guy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a, uh, a hot shot and you tow cars, fleet cars, whatever. Yeah. And you're going to pull 30,000 pounds. Okay. And you're going to buy a truck because your lease is up. You're going to buy a truck in November. Okay. What are you buying? After having just ridden in this ramp because you need a dually. If if it's only duallys? yeah, it's only Dooleys. Mm. Sounds like there isn't a question. In November, in November, so because you can you can get the thirty five hundred. I'm sorry, you can get the the RAM in in yep. November, right? Yep. Okay, yep. you'll be able to
0: get it in the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, well, Ford has some Super Duty upgrades coming, mm-hmm.
1: but we don't know what they are.
0: Uh, we know some of them. Oh, know some of them. GM has their all new truck, but I got to tell you that RAM interior and all the tech you get with it. And the air suspension, I think the drivetrain might be a little bit better in the Chevy, uh, that 10-speed automatic. And the Duramax is so flexible and feels so great. But, God, I love that Ram as a truck, mm. It's especially the Mega Cab. Let me ask you, is it too nice to eat nope. fast food in? Hell no. Oh, That's okay. a road trip truck. Oh, it is. its got a ton of cup holders, and uh, you're eating, uh, I was going to say roadkill. No, you no you're know. not eating road. No, no, you know I do. mean, you could, but you <laughs> wouldn't want to. You're eating road trip food. Road the trip whole food. Way there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: Um, and then the uh, the Power Wagon also got some upgrades. So um, the I can't say that I've ever seen a Power Wagon on the streets of Southern California ever. No, I have. Have you? Like yeah, One. Absolutely. One got uh, ones. I'm driving.
0: Well, I don't no, know, no, I've actually
1: you. I've actually seen real Power Wagons out there. I've never seen a Power Wagon logo on the freeway. It's um. weird. And I, by look, I would notice that.
0: Well, it's funny because the last time the heavy duties got uh, upgraded, there was a bunch of questions as to whether the power wagon would get upgraded. Right. And it did. So when this truck was getting upgraded, it was sort of like, is the power wagon cool enough for them to upgrade? And sure enough, it, it was. came. And they actually did a lot of work to it. So it has better trailing arms. Um, they have their Articulink system uh, of suspension, which gets better flex now. So it's more supple and more, more room off-road. Uh, progressive rate coils in the rear now. Do they like Is it it linear? Co- do they
1: like you to refer to it as supple? I uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, they also it's have not very manly. They also have the word additional. Supple.
0: I'm trying to do a review here. <laughs> damn it!
1: Uh,
0: they have uh, additional high strength steel, but you can still get the Power Wagon axles. You get the uh, 410 gears. You get the front rear locker. The electronics sway bar disconnect. Cannot get a diesel. So I know everybody's like, why can't you get? Because in why? the because in the Power Wagon where all the intercoolers and all that stuff are for the diesel would interfere into the space for like the sway bar and stuff. Oh. And because mm. it's so uh, nose-heavy, you'd have to do such a, a hard suspension tune on the front that you'd lose that suppleness of the uh, Power Wagon <laughs> off-road. <laughs> um, the Power Wagon feels great, but the best thing is it's got a 2.64 to 1 transfer case, low range, and with that new 8-speed, has such a low first gear, the crawl ratio is like 50 to 1, which is in- incredible. That was like Jeeps not too long ago. Yeah. And the winch has been upgraded now it's a worn xeon 12 with synthetic rope instead of the old worn uh, 12,000 pound with the steel rope. so took some weight out of that. I'd say the only thing I didn't like about the power oh and still has a manual transfer case shifter which oh is that's awesome. kind of cool. And you can get different trim levels. You get a, a power wagon tradesman with the vinyl floor or you can get the power wagon with leather and the 12 inch screen. But because the Power Wagon has the uh, the shifter on the floor, mm-hmm. the manual, right, <laughs> uh, manual tr- uh, trans or uh, screen shifter, so it balances out the suppleness. Of yes, it. it does. Okay, uh, you don't get a center console because it, mm. it would go where the shifter is. Yeah. So you get the bench seat, so you can fit six in a Power Wagon. Okay, but what's cool is you can get that manual shifter and the bench seat in the front and the twelve inch screen. Oh, which that's is kind of badass. Yeah, super weird. Huh, you walk in, you are like. Wow, it's a it's a, but you know the way they do their benches are like buckets anyway, and, right. and the middle seat folds forward and is like a. Could
1: you console. ever own that bench? Oh hell yeah! Oh you could. Oh yeah. I've, I've, well, uh, I know that you would trade. You'd have the bench because you'd want the manual shifter, but yeah, I don't know if I could not have a center console. Yeah. Now but, the center flips down. Yes, do, and oh, it's got full full
0: opening. Oh okay. Bunch of cup holders, all that stuff. I could deal with that. Yeah. And it has upfitter switches too, so you can you know put on your lights and all. So that So you could stuff. play footsie with your wife. You could play footsie with your wife. Yeah. Okay. You take her to the drive-in. You can go old school. You put a necker knob on the uh, on the old steering wheel, and she could snuggle up all close to you. And uh, and then right when you you know we're we're feeling uh, feeling the, the a, groovy. Yeah, feeling groovy. Yeah. Um, somebody would shift the traster case into neutral, and your truck would roll right on out of the uh, <laughs> the, uh,
1: the drive-in. Uh, the drive-in.
0: Are there any drive-ins around anymore? Yes, there
1: are Santa Fe Springs. Oh, there's good. Santa Fe Springs and there's another one in uh, Lakewood. I want to say. I yeah, I took know. my family. I took my kids. They'd never been in one. They're 13 and 16 now, my dudes. And right. why would we do that, Dad? And uh, we took my my dually and we blocked everyone behind us. Oh, I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. I, um, and then I showed. I put another movie on my tailgate so the people behind <laughs> me had something to watch. <laughs> That's pretty funny. My
0: my wife and I had when we first dated had gone to a drive-in, but. Uh, for those of you who don't know, SoCal used to have a ton of drive-ins, and they're, they've almost I all mo- been demolished many states now. did. So I want to know, in the rest of the country, are drive still a thing?
1: Mm, they're very sparse.
0: Yeah. They're very sparse. Yeah. Uh, but they
1: pop up in really weird areas, very rural areas, mm-hmm. or there's one out in the desert, like here. Because I think that's
0: the best way to see a movie. I think the drive-in's office. No, it sucks. Pile in the back of your pickup truck sucks. and back it in. They and charge you by they're...
1: the head, because before it was by the yeah, car. Yeah, well-
0: When I was a kid, my aunt used to cover some blankets in the back. Yeah, and uh, she'd be, "Oh, I'm just here by
1: myself." That don't work. Me and all my
0: cousins, we would be like piled in.
1: That's a negative, Captain. So (laughs) you, no, 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 negative ghostwriter. Yeah, you get you get tagged for every head in the car, and there's no going in the trunk or any of that funny business. And um, the uh, it's it's cool that you can you know you use your car stereo, you just tune in at 88.7 or whatever it is, but people are just freaking rude. Yeah, They're that's just true. rude. Yeah, but they're rude whether you're Halfway, in a drive-in or a regular one. Uh, they're not as bad. Nobody's kicking the back of your seat or throwing popcorn on you if, in a drive-in. Uh, well, it depends if you've got kids or not. But <laughs> That's true. You know, that, and that's coming to a, a, a kind of a – that time when people are kicking the back of your seat is coming to a close because most theaters are being forced to go to reserved seating. Yeah. And so you've got the big seats, fewer yeah. seats per theater, that whole thing, and that's just – because nobody's going to the movies anymore. So one major change
0: I'd make, they have the older, smaller-bodied Bill Stein's on there, and that power wagon – weighs so much. I wish that they would upgrade to the 60 mil pistons, the 2.65 inch, because they have the shock available. And I think Ram, just for whatever reasons, hasn't done anything to upgrade the shock over the years. Because they're basically the same shocks that were on the original Power, power Wagon, which was back in 05, which was a lot lighter truck. And Can you buy them as an upgrade? Yeah, of course. Okay. And uh, b- by the way, a Power Wagon with shock upgrade is freaking phenomenal. And with the new chassis being all stiff in that body and no squeaks and rattles, I bet if you put a really high-quality shock, even a bypass, or a big, fat reservoir shock with some jounces on a power wagon, you could womp pretty good in that truck with just a shock chain. Could
1: we get one to borrow? Yeah. Really? Huh? That would be. I've never ridden in a power wagon. Never. Not once. That's weird. It's weird to me. A, I never. Well, you've been in the truck industry for your whole life. That's true. For me,
0: the Power Wagon always is going to have a special place in my heart because it's just such a badass truck, and, and it just does everything well except for uh, fuel economy.
1: Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, well, but, to some people that doesn't matter. You know what I think would be awesome in the Power Wagon? <sighs> Two changes I would make. Uh, let me think here. I already told you one of them. Natural gas engine. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would want that.
0: The Cummins I- 5 liter. Oh. Oh. How badass would that? be? Because I don't need a thousand pound feet or even eight fifty. Yeah, but five fifty would be perfect V eight, and it's not as long as the uh, straight six, right? So now you can take some of those packaging issues away and still have all your power wagon suspension weighs less than the big, uh, you know, six seven.
1: How does it compare to the Nissan Titan as far as weight? Any any clue? I think they're probably pretty pretty, pretty comparable. Similar. Okay, yeah. huh? Yeah. That would be cool. I think a power wagon. With I bet you would be someone's awesome. already thought of it. There's no way you just hatch that idea.
0: So watch, now somebody's going to ta- you know, tag all their you know, Power Wagon swap ideas on there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so, so the new truck is amazing. Super, super, just so impressive. How do you really feel about it? I, I, it's one of the best trucks I've driven in the last 10 years. It's that good. Really? Yeah. All right, well, now that you uh, have heard me pontificate about the <laughs> awesomeness of the new Ram Heavy Duty, I think it's time for some emails. Hey, before
1: we do that, I want to thank you for always bringing us uh, interesting news.
0: Uh, thank you. That was
1: it. No, just want to thank the, you. Or You're welcome. Yeah, just thank say what you you're you welcome. Me? Yeah, and then I hit this and watch you dance. You email. Yeah. <laughs> I email. Do it. We email. That's right. Everybody email. <laughs> Type it up. You email. Proofread. I email. Send it. We email. Click it. Everybody email. <laughs> uh, when you were uh, popping and locking, your, your 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 belly was dancing like to, to the beat of its own drum. bam. <laughs> Uh, who's going to start? You or I? Oh, uh, well, let's see here. How about I start <laughs> this week? Shake the mailbag. See what comes out, my friend. Hold on. All right. I'm throwing them in the air? We do have a lot. Yeah, This we've, is a ridiculous number because of Because I emails. don't think we've done... We skipped a week. Oh, Lone Star, that's why. Yeah, we did. That's why, okay. So, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. That's truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a note, please. And not your address, because we don't have t-shirts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, we may have uh, some soon. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, we this... should make that part of the deal for our next year sponsor. Oh, Whoever comes they, to the table, they have, they to, have to fund, fund you know, give, give us a grand towards you know t-shirts or something. Oh, I like that. Why would they not want to have right. their logo their on logo the Their logo with our logo. Yeah, we'll, our logo's awesome. we'll integrate that next year. Okay. Like we're well, going to be glad. on next year. Yeah, right. <laughs> we barely made it through the, oh, by the way. Yeah. What? You know, why are your eyes widening?
0: Because you know what next week is? No. Our one-year anniversary. It is? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Huh. We launched the show on March 12th. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so we're only, what, a couple weeks away from that. Less than a couple weeks.
1: Wow. Who's going to read? Am I going to read? read? Gonna read? No. What's happening in right, so, uh, <laughs> the show? One host. year and we suck.
0: Host. Well, you know, that's <laughs> because we traveled and then we came back and then we weren't good. <laughs> I got and, sick. <laughs> uh, would you stop coughing on me? i Jeez. try not to. Uh, I'm going to have the plague or something
1: next week. You do have the plague.
0: All right. This is from Kyle Cunliffe, And uh, this is our buddy Kyle. We've met him at uh, Pomona Offroad Expo. Oh, I like Kyle. Yeah, he's cool. He says, uh, Lightning and Holman. In that order, LOL. Oh, oh. See? Thank <laughs> you, dude. Appreciate that. Love the show. Just wanted to write and say, keep up the good work. You should get some Ultra 4 drivers on the show. Try and get their background, but don't ask the same questions everybody else does, such as independent suspension or solid axle. Would love to learn about how they physically train for these races, how they finance races, when they were most scared of their car, and most happy in their car, and talk about their tow rigs. If I can make a suggestion, I feel that the five-star hotline emails are taking too much of the show. Well, thank
1: you, Kyle. We're going to go ahead and uh, we'll throw yours away. I disagree. Go. We just had uh, Johnny Lieberman on for over an hour. Was he in for over an hour? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I thought he was scintillating. <laughs> really? Uh, supple's bad, but <laughs> scintillating's not.
0: Okay. Uh, some people writing in is great, but listening to three phone calls from a guy who likes RC trucks but says no information at all is a waste of precious show time. Uh, he might be right. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was borderline. Like anyway, he says, perhaps screening out the less compelling calls and emails would go a long way. Keep up the great work. The show needs you both. Gave you five stars ages ago, but if I do it again, does that mean we can say...
1: Sure. Yes, it does. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It's a little uh, left to center, but it works for us. And this one is from who's uh, this from Trevor. Dear truck folk, with the success of the JK and the JL, and I'm sure upcoming success of the JT, and the fact that a portion of their status in getting there is no doubt due to having solid front and rear axles, do you ever see any of the other manufacturers going backwards to release a full solid axle platform? Super simple. No, no, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. Thanks, Trevor. Next. Uh-huh. All right, we got this one here from uh, our
0: buddy R.B. Uh, Popeye Array. Uh, uh, this is on episode uh, fifty-four it says equals DNSO. DNSO it says uh, Sean and Jay it says the interview with Reno. He on AccuAir was excellent. In fact, it was DNSO. Dead nuts, spot on. Oh, wow. It says, I like their products. Thank you for giving us that bit of insight into a genuine American success story. A company of individuals who apparently are still completely committed to quality, integrity, and getting it right. It was especially nice to get some genuine engineering insights into the complexity of that arena of automotive aftermarket. Very informative and enjoyable interview, and my hat is off to the Heon brothers. By the way, Jay Ram's patent is on the multi function tailgate. You m- remember you were arguing with. Did Ram come before or after the GM for the GMC uh, right, multi-pro tailgate? Right, because they
1: both have uh, right. yeah, uh, you, Swiss Army knives for tailgates. You were arguing that- At the uh, same time, yeah, I thought you, it was
0: odd. You thought GMC came out with theirs and Ram suddenly had something like two months later. Right. And so- And uh, so
1: such is not the case, apparently.
0: Uh, Ram's patent on multifunction tailgate was issued June of 2014, whereas GM's patent on its multi-pro tailgate was issued in January of 2017- That's 30 months behind Ram. So in reality, GMC's MultiPro is in all likelihood the hurry up, me too, catch up in response to Ram's patent a full 30 months earlier. Also note that all GM really did was make some improvements on Ford's 2009 tailgate step. So instead of people bagging on Ram and saying they copied GM, they should really be bagging GM for being the absolute last one to the party, a full 10 years behind Ford's (laughs) stepgate system with what is arguably a gussied up copy of Ford's tailgate step. The only thing missing from the upcoming RAM multifunction tailgate is the built in ramps we've seen in earlier patent drawings. Thanks again for another super informative, highly entertaining podcast. The chemistry between you two just works. Hmm, Ray.
1: Ray, you spend a little too much time on uh, USPTO.gov. There you go. I think is what happened Here's there. the drawings for it. Oh, you. wow. He really did print all of them. Figure 4A, figure 4B, and wow, he's got a lot of detail here. Print it right off. And you know what? We don't always
0: uh, read Ray's stuff because uh, he always has a lot to say. Well, we read them all, but not yeah, on the air. Right. But he always has a lot of thought, and uh, I, I, Ray, I value your input because you always uh, have some great advice, and you're always keeping us honest, so appreciate that. I think he
1: might be smarter than we are. Oh, guaranteed. It's <laughs> yeah, true. It was never even a question. All right, Holman, this one is titled Chicks Dig Trucks 2. Oh, that's interesting. I agree with that. Okay, all right. Oh, lightning. Your 1950s <laughs> attitude never ceases to amaze me. Regarding episode 54 with Reno He on Evacuair, I love the interview, and when you wondered if women spend stupid amounts of money on their rigs like men do, I was like, yes! I just spent money that was in my down payment for a house account on a freaking race car. Because I love it. And f- that house crap! Renting for <laughs> a life, is what she says. <laughs> Sounds like you. Exactly. You guys mm-hmm. have a lot in common. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Well, it was caused by something else, yes. Anyway, then you, Lightning, started talking about shoes and purses, and I was like, what the what? I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a good shoe, but I can also like shoes and trucks and cars. I mean, ever heard of Jesse Combs? Bogey Leitner? How about uh, Bailey Campbell? Haley Deegan? Or the dynamic duo of Sarah Price and Erica Sachs? (laughs) I belong to a Facebook group of lady enthusiasts who, trust me, spend a ton more money on their cars than their shoe collection. In general, are men more interested in cars than women? Sure, we lady gearheads are out there, and our numbers are getting stronger every day. I ain't mad! You can't be mad at ignorance. (laughs) Consider yourself school. Yeah! And then she says, hashtag... Yeah, buddy. From Guess Who, Emmy Hall. Oh, yes. <laughs> P.S. As for purses, purses blow. If I can't fit it in my pocket, I don't need it. And here's what I say: We are deeply sorry. No, that should be I am deeply sorry. No, I only
0: have a we. All right, all right. This one's a uh, ooh, lightning's busted.
1: <laughs> Another yeah. one? Why are people crapping on me? I don't know, but it's
0: funny. It is funny. I'm not going to give, yeah. Uh, All right. Anyway, I really enjoyed hearing from Corey Willis. Dude is quite a character and I got a little homesick with talking about boodin. Red beans and filet gumbo. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to hear more from him on the perks of Easy Link over Standard. I never
1: thought that you guys would bond over food. Like I, I, I thought bond with everybody over chopped. food. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: like, seriously? That's, <laughs> what do they do? All right. I'd really like to hear more from him on the perks of Easylink over a standard AutoCal, since it sounds like he'll be offering it for my 06 Cummins. Side note, and no need to read this on air. It's long. What do you think? Read it? Nope.
1: Not after the first comment we had, which is where (laughs) we spend too much time on emails. Here we go. Holman, you read my... I just said don't do it. But then now people will be wondering. It's too bad. All right, well
0: how about this. PS Lightning, wish you could have made it to KOH. It was a blast. Only thing better than spectating the races was off-roading and parties. I wish I
1: had been Back there up too. That's from
0: our buddy Jack. Yeah, I lost out.
1: This one's titled HDSO, it's what up, Lightning and Holman? I just got done listening to the HDSO, and it was epic. A lesser podcast would have broken that into 3 weeks, but you guys gave us all the meat. I don't even like Chevys or Dodges, but it's really cool to hear the engineers talk about the products and to hear what's going on in the industry in general. I was going to say something nice to Lightning, but then he slammed the 2020 Bronco, even though he hasn't seen it yet. (laughs) So I'm a little bitter. Maybe I'll forgive him in the near future after a few more shows. Anyway, keep up the good work. Tucker Jones and you're right and I, I believe suck and I take it back all right uh, it's 2020 heavy duty
0: truck wars okay and uh, this is from Brian and Brian says hey Gail's YouTube sidekick in Holman <laughs> yeah yeah oh, that is true that is
1: off you guys please keep that coming because your your comedy about the names is I'm off. trying to take myself out of those Banks videos uh, sure you are and, no I really am okay I just think that G- Gail, um, he can do it on his own. You know what I mean? He no, doesn't obviously. Need to be there to, uh, to be his, his Laurel to his Hardy. No. what do you do? Wow, is that no, a really old the, reference? You, yeah, you're showing your 70s age now. Yeah, Are well, you as old as Gail? Uh, see what you did there. <laughs> no, I'm not 76. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. Uh, is, is there a better like pairing reference? Like, if you can't do Laurel and Hardy, uh, peanut butter and jelly. No, because they're not. Com- it's so funny. You need comedians. Uh, Ricky and Lucy. That's that's just as old. Fred Nethel. That's just as old what do you say uh, um, Abin Costello, you black and white oh, fool? Abbott and Costello?
0: <laughs> God. Hey, who's on first? <laughs> all right, so uh, anyway, he says, with all the recent craziness in the HD market, I think we are long overdue for a episode. Yeah, that's true. And I know. Well, I'm working on it. You've i have been promise. promising it
1: since episode uh, three. The
0: problem is uh, we record in the evenings, and there are people on the East Coast that have this knowledge base and is trying to coordinate with everybody to get them on the show. Uh, the plan is to have somebody from a RV towing association on to have a chief engineer from a truck manufacturer on. And I'm trying to figure out what the third person should be, Should be if it's uh, some sort of trailering equipment company or something like that. So um, gotta, I'm working I on it. I think it should be a trailering equipment company. Yeah, like it's an aftermarket, who... like hitches and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so I'm working on it. Totally great. He says, uh, it's like the big three are playing a giant high-dollar game of LeapFrog with the news they've all been releasing regarding each other's brand-new HD trucks coming out for 2020. Mm-hmm. From previous episodes, it sounds like you already have in mind who you're going to reach out to in the industry to talk about towing. Are any of them representatives from some of the big trailer manufacturers? Ooh, that's a pretty good idea. It says, example, PJ, Big Tex, Cam, Superline.
1: Big, big Tex. That would be good. I just saw them on, what was it, the, one of the big, like, uh, where they were showing the 3500s? Bo- both of
0: were... uh, the Chevys and, and Rams both had Big Tex trailers with all their max load stuff. Okay, interesting. And they make a good trailer. Yeah, I'd be partial
1: to like uh, ATC, aluminum, trailer corp. Yeah, but you're not
0: going to get a heavy-duty trailer with an aluminum. Great for a feather light, but not for like max tow stuff. Right, so, okay, big techs. All right, Uh, there's so much to talk about when it comes to towing payload, and so much that I think is unknown when it comes to what consumers half-ton or three-quarter ton or even one-ton truck can safely tow. One thing I think is great value-added feature for truck buyers is how GM has started tagging the driver's door frame with a plaque that states exactly what each specific trim level In the 19 Silverado or Sierra's max tow rating is, which is very cool. You can see it on the door jam now. Uh, I think it's useful, and hopefully Ford and Ram will adopt it also, but we'll see. Also, I included a spreadsheet I found post online that allows you to plug in all your truck and trailer info and tells you what you are safely rated to tow or not. I use my own Titan XD. Oh. And a PJ car hauler as an example. That's a nice Seems setup. Like,
1: that's something that we should share on our social. Yeah, I wonder if we can uh, do that somehow. Uh, he says, four green check uh, we, sh- we share the link to like a Google Drive doc Yeah, we something. can do that.
0: There you go. Four green check marks at the bottom of the page means you're within safe operating limits. Any red X's means you're not. Credit goes to Mark from YouTube channel Keep Your Daydream. It's a family of five who details their experiences traveling the country in their own Super Duty and travel trailer. Enjoy LST and good luck with Listener Meetup. I hope it's great success with lots of attendance. And we did have some people, so I appreciate that. Yeah,
1: and uh, I don't think they're going to get to 1100. I think it's going to be like
0: 1050. Uh, I think that's high. Oh, do you really? Yeah, yeah. I I, I think it'll probably be like um, 1010? Yeah, okay. Yeah, knowing Ford. And. honestly to get to those numbers start to really be ridiculous at some point the volleys are gonna have to stop and they're all just gonna have to be at the same level because the amount of detuning you have to do to use the same engine in your medium duty trucks for medium duty cycles yeah, and I all didn't that think stuff about that, man. I mean there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it I think uh, you know congratulate Ram and I know and the Ford right now is at what 935 right now with the 6 mm. seven so they have a I guess the next version of that engine coming out I just don't see them making that big of a leap from 935 to 1100.
1: That's that's significant. A lot of uh, thermal management, as oh, my friend Holman says. A
0: lot of thermal management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I would say, yeah, it'll be like a thousand and five.
1: Yeah, a oh, thousand just
0: eke right over. Just enough so they can have that best-in-class claim, because Ford
1: loves having that kind of stuff. Got him. Hello, Lightning and Holman. I listened to the latest episode from the diesel trucks. I think he's talking about the HD episode. I never got to send you those photos of my stepdad's truck. It's a 79 Chevy Camper Special Long Bed and his 86 Nissan King Cab. Sadly, that's my car next to the Nissan. It's a 99 Saturn. (laughs) Also, I have a request. If possible, since you did an interview with Aaron Kaufman... Is there a way that you could get Heavy D and Diesel Dave on the show? Uh,
0: The answer to that is yes, there is a way.
1: (laughs) Uh, Whether they will accept or
0: not. Uh, We actually talked to them at SEMA, and uh, they said, yeah, they're interested. And uh, I've got a couple uh, ways that I think we can uh, hook up with
1: them. I'm going to see both of them in a couple of weeks in person, up close. And yet, I don't know if I'll be able to wrangle them. I hope. Why wouldn't you be able to wrangle them if you were there in person? I mean, they're going to be with me. And a group of people doing something, and uh-huh. I don't know that I can say, "Hey, can you can you st- can you break off twenty minutes for us on the Why podcast?" Why don't you say, "Hey,
0: Sean Holman, have you met him?" Hey, I met you at Sema. Hey, you know what we should do? We should do a quick podcast interview and let me be the interloper. Ooh, I'm I'm cool. I'll with just that. meet you at work, and I'll bring the recorder, and then we'll just whisk them away. Who and who said a-
1: this was happening at my work?
0: I'm assuming because you said you'll <laughs> be with people and you never leave. Yeah, you are literally there twenty hours a day. Uh,
1: that is true. I get there at six thirty in the morning and I leave at, at nine o'clock. Okay, maybe so if not you 20, need but me, close. I'm at Banks <laughs> yeah. or I'm here in this studio in Santa Ana. That's California. also true. Right, and since you don't have another one, I'll read this one. It says a dream turned reality, and he starts with Yeah, buddy. That's right. Forwarding my email because I screwed up the first time. Thanks for reading. Okay, what's up, Lightning? And hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Colton and I'm from South Mississippi. I just started listening to you guys a few weeks ago and I've managed to burn through every episode. Holy crap. 56 episodes is a lot that, of audio to go through. Yeah.
0: Uh, have we even
1: listened to that many shows? <laughs> I mean, I have. I got ahead of these things. <laughs> I started listening to you guys uh, by accident when the podcast came across my feed. I started with the SEMA episodes because I wanted to hear what y'all were doing out there. Um, just to find out, me and my wife Walked right past y'all and had no clue. Well, we are just two regular looking dudes. No, yeah, you pretty know. We're, we're regular. A, we're not hunky. I'll nope. tell you that. We're chunky. Yeah, no, that's that's true. I was fortunate to I don't want to paint a picture like we're job of the hut or something. Average. Well, we're not Job of the Thin. No, we're not. There's no Job of the Thin. His his his, his uh, handsome brother, <laughs> his his, love, his
0: lesser known half cousin, Job of the Thin. Job of the Thin. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. no, Yeah, Jabubli. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Suckage meter is just being pinned bing, right now. Bing. All right. So let's keep going. He says, "I was fortunate to have a truck in the show this last year." Oh, congratulations! A 1978 Ford F150 that I've had since 2011. Uh, When I had the offer to go, we stripped it down and totally molested it. My family and I have always been truck people, and to make it to SEMA this year was really a dream come true. We've always been Ford people, and we really bleed blue but all the talk about other brands really does interest me. I love the podcast, and I hated the jingles at first, and I find myself now singing to them when I'm not even listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is super informative, and I love all the insiders you all bring on. I can't wait until Tuesday every week to hear what's happening next. Tuesday, we launch these things on Monday.
0: Yeah, but uh, I think a lot of people uh, save it on Monday, and they listen on Tuesday.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. So keep up the good work, and thanks for reading this. My Instagram is uh, Colt Dexlad. C-O-L-T-D-E-X-L-A-D. If y'all care to check out my rides, I got my parents' 72 Bronco on 38s, my 03 F-150 on 37s, uh, with 165 by 14 welds, and of course, the 78 rolling on 24 by 14s on 40s. Maybe y'all saw the old girl at the show back in November, and last but not least, he says... Five stars! We appreciate you guys emailing us, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Truck show podcast at gmail.com uh, or if you want to leave us a voicemail call us the five star hotline 657-205-6105 that's 657-205-6105 the five star hotline are you ready for some truck news? yes I am what's new in trucks? we
3: need to know
1: what's new in trucks?
3: we need to know
1: what's new in trucks? we
3: need to know, need
1: to know. lifted, lowered, and everything in between What's happening in the world of trucks? Uh! Oh, that was good. What you got for me, Holman? solid.
0: Hey, uh, so uh, I don't know if we talked about it last time, but there's been a bunch of rumors online and spy photos of uh, F-150s that are driving around uh, Dearborn or plugged into things and have electrical cables hanging out of them and stuff.
1: Oh, say it isn't so. And everybody's
0: like, oh, it's the electric F-150. Got a little more info on that. Oh, do tell. Sounds like Rivian... (gasps) <gasps> is using F-150 shells to hide their mules. Oh, so <laughs> brilliant. And, and they weren't F-150s at all, but possibly the uh, Rivians out testing. Brilliant move. I don't know if you remember. Brilliant move. Back when the Chevy, I can't remember what generation it was, uh, might have been GMT 800, they disguised all of theirs as Super Duties, and they put four Ford bodies on all their mules. That so it, is Great. So it happens from time to time, and yeah. they like to tease people with that. So anyway, so Rivian uh, is apparently out testing their uh, their trucks right now. So well, How did we find out it was a Rivian?
1: Uh, just it's obviously, the,
0: the, 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 yeah, the gag talking. didn't work. The people talking. Yeah. I mean, you know, Detroit's uh, a talkative, talkative town, I would okay. say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also some spy photos came out of the possibly 2021 Ford Ranger, mm-hmm. which I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the current Ranger that just came out is only a two-year model here in the U.S., and the reason for that is it's at the very end of that global platform. Yeah, they're about to do a big revision, right? Right, globally, which will include the U.S. Spec track. Well, they couldn't wait any longer with Tacoma sales, Frontier sales, Chevy Colorado coming in. Uh, Ford couldn't wait any longer. And so they had to kind of rush the current Ranger here in order to uh, have it for a couple of years before the next one comes out. So these spy photos, and I'll show you here. All right, unplug your up.
1: laptop, send it my way. Whoa. So it kind of has a Ford Super Duty-ish oh, Let's Swing grill the mic over here so I can see a little better. Yep. So look at the wheels. That is look a bottom. really good-looking truck. It looks just like a mini Super Duty, doesn't it? It sure does. And then here's the back, which so it has so the, so the front grill has uh, the two horizontal uh, thick chrome uh, splitters. No dividers. I don't know what do you call those. Grill bar? Grill bars? What know. would you call that? So it's be- hard to describe. It's sort of futuristic-looking. But it's clear that it is a um, a natural progression of the current model, right? No, I think this looks more like they're full-size trucks than the current
0: that's model what does. No, I'm yeah. sorry.
1: That's what I meant to say. Of it's, the current Super Duty. That's correct, yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, so that definitely looks forward. Uh, this came out of Australia's uh, Wheels magazine. And it looks like somebody snagged a photo when they weren't supposed to. All the badges are all covered up. And I see it looks like there's a sheet that They're, had been yeah. pulled over it. And if you look, the the badges are covered up here, but those lights look an awful lot like current Fords. Mm-hmm. And then that vertical fender uh, vent looks just like the Super Duty, uh, the way they have the lettering on it. Right. And then the way the fenders
1: work and the shape of the doors, that's all a very Ford design. So, unless somebody's ripping off Ford, that I might have, be the new Ranger. Go with me on this. So, look at the front end again. Yeah. There's a little Ram in there. It is. There's a little 2019 Ram 1500 uh, in there.
0: I think there's, yeah, but I mean, you know, how. It could be a coincidence. I think it's a coincidence. This is very Ford looking to me. Um,
1: so. Well, there's no mistaking the grill. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure. Right away, a million miles away. Well, you can't see a million miles. Let's say 10 miles away. 10 miles away? Yeah. 10 miles away. Uh, so anyway, or it could
0: be somebody copying the F-Series uh, styling and uh, ripping four off. So it could be some Chinese truck. I don't What think if that's this
1: were case. a rendering and it's not even real? And it's uh, Chase from and Chase did it and he's just <laughs> trolling the internet with spy photos? It's possible.
0: And I just got a uh, press release today from our friends over at Roush Performance and it says, Roush Performance unleashes the 2019 Roush Raptor. Oh. and uh, To compete with the Hennessy? Yeah, I mean, I guess they're uh, competing against each other. Although these guys are upping the uh, V six power and not V eight like. Oh, that's just, right. had the V
1: eight. I don't think. know how the V eight. Mm. Yeah, I think. Mm, yeah. Right,
0: keep going. Kinda kinda rad. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of Yeah. V8's kind of rad. All right, uh, so basically it's a black Raptor. It's got 20-inch uh, Roush uh, wheels with red bead locks. So it's kind of squatty and, and mean looking, and it's got a chase rack on the back, and it's got you know lights over the cab. It's yeah, really but cool looking. They've
1: all got that. So tell me yeah. about the power. They've, they, they must have upped the power.
0: Yeah, so you can get a, uh, uh axle-back exhaust system. I think they have a, a three-inch system. They've got a Roush cold air intake, an ECU flash. Power. Oh, e- wait, you said ECU flash. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, the standard Raptor is four fifty five ten. This adds seventy two horsepower, fifty five pound feet of torque, bringing the overall horsepower and torque to five twenty two five sixty five.
1: Now route Ra- that's pretty impressive. Roush works directly with Ford, or no? For instance, when they flash that ECU, what does that do to your warranty? I think
0: your warranty at that point is through Roush. I would imagine. Ah, yeah. Hmm. So anyway, um, it's pretty cool. Oh, and uh, it's got. DFG 35-inch all terrain KO2s. So same tire but different uh it's a 17-inch wheel on the Raptor, it's a 20 on the Roush. I mean, for 13,000 bucks, it's pretty cool looking. Hmm. People are paying way more than that over sticker at the dealership right now. If you're already paying 20,000 over MSRP and you were able to buy directly from Roush for 13 grand over and get the source of the truck from them is and that the package, truck
1: really still going for 20G over? Yeah. There's that a is there's so a stupid. waiting list.
0: There's a waiting list for I think uh, the 19 allotments already sold out from at a lot of places. Oh my god! I've got a couple uh, friends of mine who own uh, Ford dealerships. Bill Knight Ford down in Chula Vista, here in, in north in, of San Diego. Yep. Uh, south of San Diego. South of San Diego. Yep, yeah, sorry. Down by the Mexican border, and then also uh, Team Ford down in Vegas. Steve Olgas, who's a uh, trophy truck driver okay. and race uh, team owner. Uh, both of those guys are a zero uh, upcharge. They always do MSRP. They don't do any dealer markup, and so they get a larger allotment of Raptors. But they're spoken for so far in advance because they don't do any of the MSRP games.
1: So now, do dealers get busted on charging over? They don't get
0: busted. They can't really control that. But I think they get well, that, frowned that, 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 upon. I mean, dude,
1: there are a lot of companies, aftermarket parts companies, like you know, there's a minimum advertised price you're supposed mm-hmm. you can't go over. So Ford obviously doesn't restrict that doesn't doesn't well, say hey uh, there's this is the price so the dealers sh-
0: the dealers are franchised so i don't know how all that works but i do know that mm. it is looked down upon by the mothership and uh they will get less allotments in the future so mm. if you're make your money now but it may hurt your uh in, if you're getting you know rare cars and things or they may tell you hey you have to sell that many more tauruses now because you screwed up the one raptor you had in, you, <laughs> you know, do not want a hundred thousand dollars you don't want a lot of tauruses yeah <laughs> not right now do they still make tauruses uh they just stopped i think did they really? Yeah, they, well, they made Tourses even recently? Fords? For, yeah, in the last, what, uh, two years ago? Because they still make the, or just ended the police interceptor version of it. Okay. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, cars are going bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Truck Show Podcast, here to stay. I sure hope so.
1: I mean, Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, look, we had Johnny Laborman this episode. So Thank God, good. Good. he saved this whole episode. Yeah, so he brought the suckage down to a low. It is the Truck Show podcast. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. Oh, oh. All right, we want to thank uh, Nissan. Why aren't you wrapping the headphone cable around your neck like that? Don't do that. Because <laughs> this episode just you look completely like, fell apart at me. You, you look like you're in bondage. <laughs> I don't want to be in a padded room with you in bondage. We actually are in a padded oh, room. I know we are. What are the soundproofed padded room? Take that off your neck. And let's end the show. I was trying to end it all. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> it wasn't that my bad. co-host is awful? No, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm a stud.
0: <laughs> Said no one ever. Oh, I did.
1: No one important ever. Ah! I want to thank our uh, presenting sponsor, Nissan, without whom we wouldn't be on the air. We'd also like to apologize to our presenting sponsor, (laughs) Nissan.
0: (laughs) Nah, they know we're all doing it in fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. I wonder if Deck knows that we're all doing it in fun, too. (laughs) Thanks uh, to our associate sponsor, Deck, for uh, bringing you awesome cargo storage solutions for your truck or van and uh, putting up with us. Just like you. Thank you also to our <laughs> listeners for uh, supporting the
1: show through uh, copious amounts of downloads. Yes. We need more, please. And uh, send us a note, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com or hit the five star hotline, 657 205 6105. Or follow us on social at Truck Show Podcast on Instagram and Facebook at
0: Sean P. Holman or at Jaboobly Lightning. <laughs> no, I don't do that. no, it's LBC Lightning. Now. Ah,
1: at LBC Lightning. Yes, that's so me. So make sure you follow that other guy across the nah, table for just, me. Nah, just don't worry about our personals. At Truck Show Podcast. That's where the meat is. That's what she said. We end that way. I want to end that way. Yeah, let's end that way. Let's end just like this. I'm going to count to three and then we're going to end. You ready? One. Two. Wait, wait.